PKA episode 537 with our guest Harley Taylor. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Postmates and Goat.com, a couple of wonderful sponsors. But for now, we've got Harley looking wonderful in his office. And Kyle looking, you're a handsome man, but there's something different about you today. It's that that crisp clash of your of your skin with that white blazer, that what is it, like eggshell blazer? You're looking tremendous. Mm. What's the occasion? Other drug no, no occasion. I, I got carried away with my online shopping as I do, uh, like like uh, ten days ago or something like that. I mentioned it on a, a show or two ago. I ordered like I don't even know how many blazers. They're still trickling in, you know, because I ordered it from different places. And uh, last Thursday I dropped this one and a couple more off at the uh, the tailor, and uh, you know got them got them tailored up and they they came in today. So very nice. Where do you go? Where do you go dressed like that? Like so. Like I feel like wherever you go, you're gonna be dressed up now. Yeah, I'll go to the only place he goes. Like I've there. I've been where you live. I've been where you live. You're the sharpest <laughs> no, dressed I'm guy all now. He, oh, okay. Oh, you got to step it up then. Yeah, I guess. Honestly, this is kind of a compliment. Were... He's Kyle spends all this money to impress what effectively amounts to Woody and I. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you talked to us. What about, the, what, about the, what about these fucking guys though? These guys too. That's yeah, true. Them. Yeah. <laughs> surrounding group. Yeah, you're, they're not all in that color though, right? You you did a bunch of different ones, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I did a bunch of. Colors. I love that uh, color. That's a sick color. It is. I got, but there should be more. I thought, than it, one like, color. I thought it was pajama. Yeah. I got. A, I thought yeah. it was pajama at first. I thought it was like a like a relaxed one, but I you guess know, it's like a leisure a, blazer, right? A little yeah. Kyle, wouldn't it? Like if Kyle found a way to get like a pajama suit. Like you know, they make those. They make. <laughs> so I thought it was. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. trashy. And probably no, it sweaty. is. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I got a bunch no, of you colors. You wear this like on a beach date. Yeah, that's I a very a- Miami, like uh, CSI Miami look. You know, like that redhead guy who finds like murdered women at the docks all the time. Miami mm-hmm. Vice look. You yeah. need a no socks docksiders thing going on. You're all set. Yeah, I can't. I can't tell if you're the cop or the coke dealer in Miami right now. <laughs> yes. Like, are undercover you the undercover cop, cop yes. or are you are you the guy? Are you actually the guy? A little bit of both. Oh, He's the narc. A little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. I'm working <laughs> undercover selling the coke. So, so I always play both sides. He's the informant. <laughs> Either way, it. he's doing it. Either way, he's doing a lot of it. Yeah, I got a bunch of them. Okay. I got a black one, a brown one. Uh, I, got, I got this one and then one that's a little more bluish than this one, a little darker gray. And How many? Like oh, six, like right? Six, six or seven. I don't know. I, I didn't really pay attention. I just kept clicking. Um, you know, I got some stuff from, uh, from express and some stuff from Armani and some stuff from just gap. And, um, and like, it's, like I said, it's, it's been trickling in all week. You had to get them all tailored. Yeah. I always like get, I'm stuff not a jet. Like ja- I'm not a, a, I don't have many suits, but is it normal to order them and need to get them tailored afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. I, I can't wear off the rack. My shoulders are really wide. My, my, my waist is narrow. So it's like, it, it ends up being like baggy in the, in the back. And like, or, or too tight in the shoulder. So like, this is like an extra large. So when I got it, it was just like, it was way too big, um, but it fits in the shoulders and the, and the, and the arms were the right length. So like, I don't know. Yeah. I got to get them tailored. I hate dressing like that unless I have to. I like, like I would it. never opt to wear a blazer or a tie. Well, I guess you're not going to jump into ties, are you? You're not gonna. Um, no, not going to jump into ties. I, I, I like, uh, I like kind of more of a casual look, like a button up under this is fine. But also like like a graphic tee, like what I got going on. Yeah, now. like you're wearing a graphic tee right now, a rainbow with a skull on it or something. Yeah, something like that. I don't even know. Stand up, stand up, do a little spin for us. Let's see what's going yeah. on. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go. That what's that? 
Yeah, oh, Marvel yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I don't now know. I'm fra- I forget how you dressed before. Oh, leather jackets. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I've jacket. always leather jacket. I, I like that look too. Ooh, I got a lot of leather jackets. It shows up with um, a members only jacket. A members only jacket. <laughs> no, Kyle's always. Do you have one of those? <laughs> I do not have one. They of don't. Those. The ja- well, he has a knockoff members only jacket. Of course, it's it's not a real. I, I do not only. have a knockoff y- members y- only y- jacket. Y- <laughs> the jacket you're referring to is. <laughs> One of the silliest purchases I've ever made. That jacket is absurdly oh, no. expensive. You, you have to be a, a member. Tell us. You had to be a member. Don't tell me you paid a thousand dollars. The Jewish like, how much did you spend on your jacket, Kyle? How much did you spend? You, you don't have to answer be a, a member of an Italian designer club. That's um, a stupid, stupid, Ooh. expensive jacket. But I love that jacket. That's um, I keep looking for like uh, more of that jacket. And I can't find it. Like, like I've scoured the internet because I thought I lost it the other day. It turned out I threw it in the back of my closet. But is that the one I you're was... wearing all the time, or no? Yeah, yeah. It's like that gray, like Armani thing with the uh, like the biker style collar, and yeah, yeah. Uh, it zips. And it's uh, yeah, I like that jacket a lot. If I don't have yeah, to I, wear anything but t-shirts, I'll just wear t-shirts. But yeah, I got, I got a. I'm going to maybe uh, you know date this weekend, so. This will, uh, I'm either wearing this one or the, the brown one. I haven't really decided yet, but I'd try this out. Yeah. You're actually, so you're actually going to end up getting dressed and putting on like a jacket and spinning in the mirror and then trying on another one. Like you got options now. So you, yeah, I feel like it's worth exploring, mixing and matching. You send it to another Tinder date. <laughs> Kyle holding you it. Se- you send it to a pre, literally you send it to a previous date being like hey i'm going on another date so like which one should i wear you know let her know that you have options but like you really oh. consider her close and trustworthy okay very manipulative is that weird is that weird to do that move that i don't do that move so weird oh my gosh yes <laughs> that would be fucking bizarre i was just playing a show in my head it was like a whole i was not that i've ever done it i was just imagining like a show and a guy it was starring kyle it wasn't you but he looked like you and he just like you know was letting another girl know like yeah i got options you know uh-huh. It played Sorry, out in my head. Kyle. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. He I was daydreaming. That's when the laugh track comes in. And, yeah. <laughs> I was daydreaming about you in your face. Yeah. Fair Bye. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 I um. I don't know. Like I said, I, online shopping is a bit of a problem. Um. Like like I, I I didn't know what to do with the boxes for a while. I had this mountain of boxes in my dining room. Just mm. almost. Like, what are you gonna fold each one of them up and putting in put it in a garbage bag? No, you just pile them all outside and like, then the garbage man throws them away. Do you think they'll I don't know if they'll do that. Like I don't know if my They wouldn't do that here. Do that. They, they do it here. Then my garbage man won't do that. I take I take duct yeah. tape and I don't want to break it all down. So if I have a ton of boxes, like when I order workout equipment, I'll just throw all the boxes in there and then do like three wraps around of duct tape to be like, all right, That's this sick. is this is solid enough that he can just grab it, throw it in the back, and he's not dealing with a bunch of boxes and it's not you gonna be a good garbage man. You do. You've got good garbage, man. Like, I, I don't know if my guy will do that. They would, never, shows up. they would never do that for me. Yeah, my guy shows up at like 5 a.m., so I can't really <clears throat> have a conversation with him anyway. So I just burn them. I've got a, like, um, a thing in my backyard. It's not a burn pit like uh, like Woody has. That would be ideal. But it's... um. I don't know. This is what it, I call it, a patch of concrete. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's this elevated steel box. That has okay. like a, a cover on it to keep ashes from flying everywhere, and uh, it'll eat up a, a month's worth of cardboard boxes in about fifteen minutes. So a month of that. your use because that's a yeah. tremendous amount of boxes. Oh, I, it's I, I have a real bonfire out there. I usually do it late at night because I don't think I'm supposed to be burning things in my neighborhood. 
Um, but, uh, but yeah, I go out there at like three in the morning and have a nice little bonfire once a month. About a month. I got a good, I got a good box. I was burning boxes and, uh, I, I had this idea that I could multitask, you know, like, oh, I'll set a big fire and then leave it unattended and get other things done. I set the yard on fire. Our yard is like... <laughs> How much of the yard? Short, dry grass. And um, I was trying to fix my motorcycle in the stable. It wasn't running at the time. And... Uh, I hear Jackie screaming, like, I can't find the hose. It won't turn on. And I'm like, what, what is happening out there? Right? Like, is there a gardening emergency? And uh, I go outside. <laughs> it is way past stomping out phase. It is like no. uh, a 600, no, uh, a 2,000 square foot fire, maybe. How many cars? <laughs> how many cars? Big? How many cars big? That would be dozens of cars. 25, 30 cars big. Like, 30 yeah. cars big? Like the, 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 yeah, wasn't that, that, that sounds like a lot. But it was, shit. it was like, like a big chunk of the backyard. And, it's like uh, Far Cry 3 when you burn bushes and it catches fire it everywhere all around you. It's yeah. not happening. So uh, Jackie, at this point, had already had the hose and started to put it on the bib. We have the problem with the hose bib. Guys working on it right now where it... Like you almost need a tool to undo it, right? It you have to screw it so tight to make it not leak that you use a tool for it, and then to get it un to get it started again, same sort of thing. Not this day. This day, I just whatever man force I had was what it took. I'm like, fucking fuck, the fucking yards on fire. I turned the thing on. I put out the fire, which takes a while. Colin is adding more tension to the environment, just like screaming and observing fire. And that's not helping at all. But uh, it turned out when you put out the area, it sort of stayed out. So I just worked my way around, got the edges, controlled it. And um, but yeah, was now it it's pretty green. Yard? Was it like it's, in the middle it, of your yard or was it approaching your neighbors or approaching the road or kind it, of isolated? It was so it wasn't a super windy day. It was approaching the pool and the kitchen and then also out into a, a field with much taller grass. Like we have a little part of the yard I don't mow. So it has like five foot tall dry grass. And I really didn't want that to catch on fire, but it wasn't super close either. What if you would have done nothing? Would it have burned all the way to that really tall grass and caused yes. an enormous Yeah, if I had done nothing, it, it would have been acres and acres of fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did it, so what actually started it, do you know? Oh, oily Probably the, the boxes I was burning. <laughs> That's my number <laughs> one cannon. It was uh, the boxes would burn and then... Uh, like, you know how, like, the it, paper gets so light, it just catches yeah. in the own thermal and lands, perhaps in the dry grass? Would have been a good idea to attend it, but I was, uh, I'm so fucking fixated on this motorcycle thing that I can't do anything without being uh, distracted by it. Yeah. I, know, I got a good I move for boxes, by the way. Go on. Like a legit move, that very low uh, danger, if you, if you trust your community. Um, I just go on Facebook Marketplace. And I'm like boxes and a person literally comes. People love boxes. People always need boxes. So like when you got a lot of boxes, I mean, if they're functional workout equipment, I don't know if you got like a weird, long, skinny box or something. No, these but if you got like boxes, boxes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. These yeah, ones. But are I had people, like people, people will pick shit up. If you have things you want to get rid of, sometimes just going on Facebook and be like, yeah, get it out of here. Like people will come. Yeah. I want to do that with a stupid fucking entertainment system I've had in my garage for two years now oh my god 
I got so I, much shit that so needs to go. Heavy, and I don't want to move it. And I've also got a bag of hockey stuff out there, like my hockey stuff from when I was in high school. I haven't put it on in 12 years. And long ago, the zipper on the bag broke. And so for, I guess, over a decade now, it's like sat in various garages, just rotting like a dry rot. And so I just need to drag it to the curb and throw away all this goalie stuff. I so have it, a top of the line fucking water rowing machine that I bought two years ago that Constantine? I will never row another lick on. So if anybody out there wants one of those <laughs> fucking house of cards style, you know, electronic like display tank of water at the end, brand fucking new, essentially rowing machine. Let me know somehow. We'll figure it out. Will you cover the shipping? I'll take it. Yeah, I'll cover the shipping. Absolutely, <laughs> I will. Yeah, yeah, I'll cover the shipping, and I'll sell it for, like, very cheap. Like, like I don't, like, I think I, I'd have to look at what sell. it costs. I was thinking more like taking it off your hands, friends. Oh, <laughs> oh you just yeah. want me to ship you. I will, I will take it for negative $125. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it for $2 less than what everybody said. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but wait, more. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. At that rate, I'll take it out back and burn it. <laughs> wait, is it the concept too? No. I he said it was water-based. It's It's got the water tank oh. at the end. The concept okay, the two is air-based. Yeah, but that's like... I remember you bought that for the fitness thing we did a while back. Th those, Dude, are, those are not cheap. I have hockey gear too, Taylor. I bought it for the fitness thing. Now, I ended up using the exercise bike, so I have about $650 of brand new, never worn hockey equipment in my attic, just waiting for, what, 50-year-old Woody to get back yeah. into ice hockey? <laughs> like, at some point, you're being unkind to your team by joining it. I've also got about a $600 exercise bike, if anybody is into that, okay? If you're, just, if you're looking to hit your cardio up, all yeah, right, just, I'm your guy. All That's right, I one. got one you of those. Like that? How come you don't like that? I feel like oh, those are I valuable right now. That one you can actually sell. Yeah, I hate yeah. exercise. The prices of, of of all exercise stuff is is up. Well, like, I've got a full exercise home gym as well that is also for sale. It was about eight hundred dollars. You can one of those... get that. You'll get paid for. I I literally I had a home gym. And I moved uh, to an apartment, and I just got back to a house, and I brought my my receipt back to the gym place, and I was like everything the same. And he just like ran through, it and he came back, and he was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be like eighteen hundred dollars more." And I was like, "Why?" He's like, "People want all of this shit now." Yeah. So it's expensive as can be. I remember this was what probably September, so the, the quarantine was in full swing. But quite a while ago now, like six, you know, almost seven months ago now, and I ordered the adjustable dumbbell handles, and I think it was like early February, like by that point, because it kept getting pushed back like six more weeks every time, and I finally contacted them, and they're like, we're... <laughs> Bad news, we're not sending you those handles. <laughs> and I'm like, it's been, <laughs> it's been four months, like, why not? And they're like, we're going under. And what? so, yeah, yeah, whatever third party bullshit listing I bought this from was just and I couldn't tell I was just quickly doing it was a company that was like buying pallets of these things and then reselling them. And I guess they just didn't tell everybody who ordered it until they probably there are people still out there that weren't as on it as I was like not sending them emails that are probably like, oh, what are my dumbbell handles showing up? It's like never, dude, never. I was so under I the impression all these gym companies were killing it. 
And there's a place in Raleigh that sells used gym equipment. And I was like, you must be loving it. And he's like, well, it's easy to sell, but it's hard to buy. You know, we yep. buy used equipment and turn it over and we can't get any supply. They're, they're just stuck. And uh, mm -hmm. not also for sale is the, I linked it down below, the Marcy 150 pound multifunctional home gym station for total body training. I'm moving in six months. Everything must go. Oh, like, guys, this is a great time. You know, uh, we'll need to put the links in the description to these items <laughs> this episode so people can know if they want to purchase these things because, my goodness, you know, this is the time to put the screws to Kyle. He can't, you know, he he needs to get rid of this stuff. This is a $1,200 machine. Well, then I got toys. I don't know. I don't know. 310 I can go as high as, as $100. I would, honestly, <laughs> I'm throwing it. I got, I got action figures, bro. PKA garage sale. Like, let's move some shit. <laughs> I got action figures, guys. You'll love them. You'll love them. The best boys. They've been the featured on my Instagram. I vaped in their faces. You'll love it. Do you want to sell this to someone, Kyle? How should I'll they put a little weed in someone? A hundred thousand percent. I want How should to they contact you? Um, you just join the fifty dollar Discord and then you'll be able to PM. <laughs> okay. If you really want it, that'll be no problem at all. That's, That's the first thing. You're getting a fucking steal. It's twelve hundred dollars. I'll sell it for probably six hundred. Like, like, like it's half price. It's never used. Don't worry. Like, like you're, it's, it's, it's brand fucking new. It's sitting in the dining room. It weighs a goddamn ton. Don't know what I'm going to do with it when I move. Bro, I would have bought this. It looks nice. If this conversation existed last episode, I would have bought this. I would have been like Shit. me then. Let it be me. I just got something though. So I can't now. What did you get? I got like, uh, I think it's Northeastern functional. It's like really extreme. It's uh, it's like it's got everything. Uh, functional Smith. A Smith. Uh, so that's like a, it's a Smith, but like a, a bench. Uh, well, I you just put a bench in there, but you could do both. Um, it's just really got like everything. It's really got like a, everything going on there. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Taylor and Trainer Smith combo. I found it. Taylor and Woody both so have really impressive home gyms, like like um, in very different ways. Like it, I I don't know whose gym I like more. I mean, I, I think I don't I like my gym more, I and do. Taylor likes his gym more. Yeah. So is my, your gym right behind you? No, <laughs> I, it's just a pull up bar. I used to. do. What is that? Years. I was not can, that was a can, gym. Can I tell okay. him? Okay. Okay. Woody has an entire room of his home that is a gym now. He's got the gym flooring. He's got the full giant mirrors on the wall. He's got like full squat rack. He's got a big like $6,000 cable machine, um, like, like bench press that does incline and everything. He's got the full setup of dumbbells from like five pounds to what is it now? 75? It just goes to 65 and then I'm going to get adjustables to do 75 or 70 and up. They're all on this like nice Ooh. rack because as you might imagine, putting whatever that is, 600 pounds of dumbbells on a, a flimsy, like wooden rack, just don't fucking work. Yeah. So no, he's got yeah. a, and I, I'm sure I skipped some stuff. I'm, he's got like pull up, pull up thing. And he just stuff. got the brand new machine that, that thing. Yeah. He mentioned that, it's a oh, Cybex yeah. Bravo functional trainer. It's nice. Um, it's I a, like it. Oh, and it's nice. It's how it's how really fucking nice. No, no. It's a it's a cable machine right out of a commercial gym. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, and the other thing I really like. Oh, that's sick. This looks great. I have. That's what I kind of. Oh. It's kind of like what I have. Your gym sounds very similar to mine. Uh, I don't have mirrors though. I'm waiting. A neighbor on down on Facebook that lives near me said, "I just moved into this house and there's a room with mirrors all off on the walls 
I want them gone. So I contacted and I was like, I, if I can get the mirrors off, I want to keep them. So I call, I'm calling up a guy to go take the mirrors out of her house and bring them into my gym. And it sounds just like your gym. I got the the, the rubber flooring and stuff like that. You know what I have? I'm trying to get, uh, I'm trying to I'm get, trying to get fit like Woody. It's, um, I have an air conditioner and heater for that room. And that's like the, it's one of the coolest things in that room. If I'm working out and I'm hot and I want it to be 63 in there, bam. Like it, uh, I have no than, air conditioner. Less than you got, you got me on that. Dude, my air conditioner's OP like a car. I told him that. The HVAC guy came in, and I'm like, you know how you sit in your car, it's 120, and then like four minutes later, it's 60-something? That's what I want. I want whatever that temperature nice. I want to happen in here. <laughs> I want that type of power day-to-day <laughs> everywhere. I like to work out at 50 I would use it right now. <laughs> I do. I, I don't. I would literally use it right now. I ju- juice it up a little bit, just... Cool things down. Right I'm like now. drinking monster. <laughs> My balls are getting sweaty already. There's, I'm not doing anything, but I'm just getting sweaty sitting here with the lights on. I would <laughs> I would turn on the AC. There's two rooms in this house that aren't well. They have central air, but they're not dependent on it. It's this one and my gym, my office, and my gym. Any fucking temperature I'm looking for is what I get, and uh, so <clears> it's great. What is what is next on the? Is your gym complete now, or are there are there little things? Because as I look at it, the only thing that you really don't have that pops out to me is like a pec deck. But it seems to me that you could get one of those um, those benches that you can wheel around, you know, that, that'll lay down flat or like do incline. And you could that. wheel that in the middle of your uh, uh, cable machine currently and you could do cable flies seated. That Yeah, I've done that already. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. So it doesn't do reverse pec deck quite as well. I don't know. I have to figure that out. Uh, you could do it. I, so I'm looking at your machine. You could do that. There's room for one more you machine. Could do, oh. But I have to decide whether or yeah. not I'd rather have that machine or more floor space because the floor space in itself is nice. You know, it's yeah. you, you do your warm up there, you do your uh, deadlifts there, et cetera. You're et cetera. pacing around like you want space. No. I've seen gyms that are overcrowded and. You know, if I were to add two more machines, for example, I think it would get worse, not better. Yeah. I like yeah, I think the space a little bit because I like, like I'm just long, like bending down and picking something up. Or even if I want to like put the weights on the side of the bench, like I need, I can't do tight turns. Like I'm long and like, I like spent like two years being fat. Like I can't carry weights and like yeah, turn years. on the dime in between things i need to like do a, a walk around in a slow turn like i need clearing space like a truck like like a holding <laughs> things. yeah I, otherwise i'm just like i'm gonna hurt myself i can't fuck around you mean hurt like a, an ankle or something is yeah, that I, your machine by the way the one that i put there is that what you have uh, or is that something else yeah, uh, that red and no, black one that bottom one no it's not i'll show you what i have oh okay no what is this like that ex- or it's uh because Woody does just normal traditional bench stuff, not the Smith stuff, so he doesn't have that on there. I don't. I have it, a right? squat rack. Oh yeah, mine has uh, the. It has both. You can do. It has two bars. Like, you just need to buy your own bar, but it has the Smith and not. Because when I'm by myself and I like, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll get high and go work out, and like that's when I'll I'll like to push it with the Smith. Because I'm like, bro, I don't want to die in my gym like choking on a on a bench bar or something like that. I'm like, I'll do that. I'm an idiot. Like I'll, I'll, I'll die out here alone. I need all the help. That, I can that is a bad place to be in. Like when you're downstairs alone <laughs> in your home gym and you're like here on a bench on the way up and you're like, I, my girlfriend's going to walk in on me dead if I don't finish this. Yeah. <laughs> so do you put the locks on the end? The locks on the end of my barbell? Yeah. Always. Yeah. 
probably shouldn't though. I should probably it's just force yeah, of habit. Yeah. Force, force of habit. I do it. But so you know, like, I should. So for anybody listening to this, like if you work out alone like Taylor does and you don't have safety stops, the only way to do bench press, especially if you're if you're doing 150 pounds, like like it's whatever. But Fine. if you're gonna do 200 plus, like don't put the fucking locks on the side. That way, if you ever get it stuck on your chest, you can just spill one side all the way down. The weights will all spill off, and the other side will gravity will take over, and it'll just flip right off of you. And yeah. you won't get you can't get hurt that way. I mean, if you've got three or four hundred pounds on there, you can absolutely get hurt that way. But like normal no, human size weights, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, you dump like three hundred pounds, and you dump one side, and then it just. <laughs> slams yeah. the power rack loud as shit scary bounces back down at you Ooh. i i have some habits though they're like that's one of the habits that i have i i do i don't want to say like i'm ocd but you know everyone sets their alarm on on specific numbers or the microwave or whatever i can be really annoying with that uh and, and in the gym there's like a dozen i have like a dozen of those things go on like i'll i'll put this the things on like they need to be on. If I can't do it alone, then I'll just, I'll do it a different way. But even like, I'll like put them on on the Smith machine. Like I just need to put them on. And then like I go on the bench and I like take my pinkies and I do this like, like I rub it. Like I rub them and I do this thing. And I, it's just like, it sounds dumb describing now and doing it. But like when I sit there, I don't even think. And I'm like, gotta do Very OCD. Well, but that's, but it, what you're doing, like I don't. It is, really it is. It. But if, it, well, what I heard is OCD is like, if it gets in the way of things. This doesn't get away in the way. Well, I mean, it wastes some time, but it's not like I'm like, oh, I got to go back and rub the bar. You know, it's just the thing I do. <laughs> well, really, you're just you're, you're still dumb. Your, I'm still a dumb. Your, yeah. Every time I walk in the room, I flip the lights on and off 15 times. Now, that doesn't get in the way of anything. So who cares? <laughs> and I wash my hands 800 times a day. Doesn't get in the way of anything. Hey, there's a pandemic going on. Sure. I've got bloody hands right. most of the time, but they're clean. <laughs> Got bloody hands. Sure, my hands are so cracked that they're allowing more germs than ever inside. But oh, <laughs> I got my COVID vaccine That's yesterday. My... I'm so happy. Yeah, I'm so happy I got is it. it a one, I... Is it a one vaccine or you get no, two? No, I get three weeks from now. I go for my second dose. But uh, the first dose is pretty efficacious after just like six or seven days. Like like your your ass is kind of covered, right? Like, like you do the one-off. Was it not offered? It wasn't an a, an option for me. It was either the Moderna or the Pfizer. And from my understanding, the only difference is Moderna, you wait four weeks, Pfizer, three between doses. Uh, so I actually clicked Moderna, but when I got there, they shot me up with Pfizer. So who fucking cares? And um, so, yeah, go back in three weeks and it'll, all this will be over. Is there all only one? Be over. Dude, Are I'm all of them two injections except for one? Or are there multiple one injection ones? There's only three in America so far. Pfizer and Moderna are double injections. Johnson and Johnson is single. Johnson and Johnson is fucked. Did you guys read about that? No. Mm -hmm. What's up? They lost 15 million doses because some it was human error. Like they, I think the guy conflated two ingredients. Maybe he put fucking mercury instead of saline solution i don't know what he did but oh, um <laughs> it's a vaccine you know yeah, huge fuck up. well why'd we put the mercury vial right next to the saline vial <laughs> so uh, i made that part <laughs> but, but yeah he put in the wrong ingredient and uh spoiled 15 million doses of this stuff but that is only part of the problem the other part of the problem is that the fda has said whoa this is a facility that has lax controls and a possibility of human error like this, this facility is shut down from making COVID vaccine mm -hmm. until we are 
impressed that you, this kind of fuck up can't happen. So it didn't hurt anyone. It got caught in quality control and, and didn't go far. But uh, it does hurt the effort to get millions and millions of vaccines. Out. They have multiple uh, factories making it right. Or are they totally shut down? I'm not 100 percent sure. A friend told me they're totally shut down, but I didn't read that. Because, yeah. like, I'm also thinking it, it was a paramotor friend. Oh, good. Okay. I was picturing, like, you know, when you're, like, watching how it's made, and it's like, then they add the cookie powder to the future Oreo dough, and it's, like, the size of a Civic, and I was, I'm like, 15 million doses, and I'm like, oh, that's probably, like, a gallon of milk. Like, yeah, <laughs> right? Like, the doses are so small. I heard that there's a, like... I think my kitchen could hold enough vaccine to handle America. Right? Yeah. Like, like yeah. It's, it's not as big as you think it is. Yeah. I didn't pay attention. I, I didn't look at the syringe, but I think it's like, it's like, it's not a milliliter. It's like a quarter mil or something like that. Like it's a tiny amount that each person is getting. Was it very fast for you? Oh yeah. Super, well, the line or like the injection, the injection super fast. Yeah, dude, I, she hit me with it, and I expected her to, like, squeeze. But she's like, bam, pow. And then it, it makes this, like, slapping, snapping sound. And I'm like, "That are you done? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, what just happened? Like, yo, She just, like, slammed it in there? I always thought no matter what it was, you were supposed to go real slow. You are supposed on, to go real slow. That's based on movies. She you know? went fast. But wait, and then, what slapping noise? I'm so What do you it's mean? It's the What's, plunger hitting the base of the... From? No. It was a retractable needle. So ah, she didn't right. pull it from my skin. The needle snapped into itself, and that's how it was that's how it came out. I've never had a retractable I like that. needle. I'm mad at I'm mad at that. <laughs> I don't want noises. I want a needle to be quiet, like very quiet. I don't have problems with needles, but if needles are getting loud like that, <laughs> yeah. I don't want that. Like all of a sudden there's I don't a like that at all. snap. <laughs> and I was like, what just like, oh my goodness. But it's over. So I'm like, like she's like turned and wrapping up her things she's like is there a problem you grown like, ass man i'm scared but you're already here? gone so i guess i don't need to be scared anymore the, the funniest <laughs> nurses are the ones there going like knowing people don't expect that and doing hearing like the clack and they go uh-oh <laughs> like, uh, we broke the needle off in your arm uh, i'm so sorry <laughs> oh what if she did that what if she held the syringe up to you and went Where'd the needle go? <laughs> I had a needle when I put it in. That'd be dirty. You could sue. You could sue in your country for that. You should be able to sue anywhere if they're breaking needles off Realize in you. It. My God. Yeah. <laughs> I know Woody went to. No, for uh, joking about it. Just for Walgreens. joking about it. Woody went to a Walgreens yeah. um, here in Georgia. So I, I took Kitty to get her vaccine a couple weeks ago. She's like, a, she's immuno, whatever the fuck. So she got hers like super early. And um, who? Kitty. Who? Kitty. My kitty? Yeah. Your kitty, yeah. My kitty? Yeah. Okay, great. Kitty. Took Kitty <laughs> to get her vaccine. Continue. Yes. It helps me picture in my head. <laughs> and uh, and so like it was this huge like facility. Like like they've like there must have been six stations that are giving the syringe that are giving the shots and then like one line that leads to all six so when you get to a certain point you all start splitting up into six different You're in lines. your car right yeah in the car it, it's drive it like an interstate toll booth you know how like the, it's a couple lanes and then it gets real wide yeah with all the tolls it was actually the garage for like this big like um power company they've got like multiple bays in the garage to like work on their their like um utility trucks so that's perfect for like splitting everybody up and like getting the vaccine in the shade. That's the one I went to. The one she went to was in a in like a parking lot 
but still it was the same sort of setup four to five stations wide or maybe hers was even six and then like one crazy long line that like wraps around two or three blocks but it moved quickly i was in line for shit probably an hour though um but the line was shockingly long like maybe a mile i, th- I think i was in a mile long line of cars i in Damn. so i live in raleigh people know and it's a blue area in North Carolina, this little oasis. And I searched like several times a day for 10 days in a row, never saw a single opening for the vaccine. And I, like, I really wanted it. Like, like Kyle, there's this big relief. This, you know, I get to go outside, my world opens up again. And there are things I, I passionately want to do and I'm the, the seasonal effect disorder and I am ready to begin my spring. I have to have this happen. I need to go. And uh, I eventually, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go look in Trump country. 16 available appointments that day. <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe this. <laughs> like, like that's all the appointments, I think. Like, nobody else wanted it. So I just took one of those slots and... Uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Those are going to be more rural areas where, you know, you're in the dense area where it's all going to be flooded, right? I, and they're going to be more not one to get it anyway. I would imagine. Yeah, I put it on the ladder one. Who knows, right? Maybe they do have more vaccines per person in the rural areas. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, that's not it. Um, so Georgia just opened things up, right? So that like everyone 16 or older gets the vaccine now, oh, um, which is that. how which is how I got in line. But mm-hmm. um, prior to that, it was the it, there was sort of a system where it's like if they do have extra vaccine, then they'll open it up to to people like me. And so I was searching, like, where can I go? Where can I go? This is last week. And ev- all of Atlanta, it's a no. Like, like Atlanta is the blue part. Like, especially if you look at election mm-hmm. electoral maps, yeah. like Atlanta's blue as fuck. But outside of Atlanta, everything's red except for like maybe Macon and perhaps Savannah, like like the major other towns. Yeah. 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 Athens, I'm sure, is blue. Um, so I, I just started searching like rural places and I, I was like, huh, how about like Buford, Georgia? That's just at the edge of like what some people in this uh, would consider it to be Atlanta. It's 40 minutes, 45 minutes from me, but it's still, you know, it's a big city. Nope. Nope. That won't work. Still too blue. And so I looked at like where my, my family's from, like where I'm from. Oh yeah. How you, let's go. We've got endless vaccine here at like the <laughs> CVS, the Rite Aid, like every pharmacy just has tons of it. When do you want it now? You just and have I to drive a, a ton to get it. Basically. Yeah, I would. I, and I have to get permission to drive there. So I was planning on um, doing that, like like getting permission to just go up there, hanging mm-hmm. out with my dad for a couple of days. And in the meantime, like getting the shot. But then they were like, oh, George is going to open things up any day now. So I, I just waited and eh, got it. I'm so happy. I had the sniffles this morning when I woke up and my throat was just a little bit sore. Just a little bit. When did that you get cleared it? Up. What day? Yesterday? Maybe four? Yeah, like 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 24 hours later and I, I feel some like minor, minor symptoms. Like nothing really. Like my nose is a little sniffly. My arm hurt <clears throat> a tiny bit. I wouldn't even mention it, but it was like a two Same. out of 10. And it actually hurt like down my side, like my glute on that side hurt too. Unrelated <laughs> perhaps, I don't know, but like. Your glute. Yeah, yeah. It felt like my this little muscle soreness on that side. And uh, and I didn't oh oh and on the drive home I got really tired. Like it was sort of dangerous fall asleep. I told the story and uh I didn't attribute that to the COVID vaccine until I found some other people that had the same thing. A few hour or two after the shot, they were exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then it went away. Yeah, yeah. Or did you just take a quick nap and you're fine? I almost killed myself and then um 
that was awakening. <laughs> That's how that went down. You know, I hit that the like rumble strips while driving, and then I, I was I just drove home panicked the rest of the way. <laughs> that, that, that would have been ironic, dying in a, a fall asleep car accident on the way back from getting your COVID vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> Another I'm so co- excited to start my spring. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what happened? <laughs> Another COVID related death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, would, that would be such a rain on your parade uh, <laughs> getting a big car accident break your foot can't go out or something yeah i had like super tiny amount of soreness in my arm like like nothing to even speak of but it was i was looking for it right i was i, I was like rubbing it like am i sore and I'm, yeah but not really like like you said a two out of ten i think i'd say a one out of ten like something but virtually nothing yep and and honestly like I would have taken an ass beating if it meant it prevents COVID. Like if I had to go into a room with like three big dudes and like tussle with them for five minutes. And then like when I crawled out, there was going to be a vaccine waiting. Oh, you're, you're sign up for that. Three dudes with five minutes to rough you up. You're going to. You're, you're, well, I'm you're hoping they don't want to kill me. They just, I got you for three minutes. My <laughs> <laughs> bone saw is ready. <laughs> Isn't that the name? I am the cream. <laughs> I'm hoping it's not the Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm not. I'm not picturing three Randy Savages. I'm. <laughs> no, it is. You said it yourself. It is. He's no. one of them. He's in there. It's Brock. Brock He's one of no, the three. Catch twenty two. It's Brock Lesnar, uh, Randy Savage, and then Stephen Hawking's corpse. So it's really only two guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know why the corpse of a crippled man is even less intimidating than that. Brock's well, the smell. You haven't thought weapon. of the smell, you bitch. Like, it's another smell, you bitch. <laughs> well, that sounds like the corpse of Randy, the corpse of, of uh, who did you say, Stephen Hawking? Is that yeah. what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Randy Savage? And yeah, and Randy Savage was, yeah, he's, he's a corpse also. Yeah, he's he dead. Oh, yeah. But that still sucks. Ooh, I don't want. Yeah, Bro- yeah. I would hate yeah. Brock Lesnar to so beat me up with Randy just with two Brock corpses. Lesnar. I like your odds. That's terrible. But he's got two corpses and he's like <laughs> swinging them at you. Like okay, honestly, he's I didn't beating know both- you up with dead bodies. Yeah, I didn't know both were corpses. But Brock Lesnar, five minutes alone with him, dude. It's a problem. Ebola, COVID. They would all shy away from five minutes in a, in a small room with Brock Lesnar. I'm just I don't know why Brock I suddenly Lesnar's have to fight gay. one of the scariest men who has ever lived. Yeah. Because I, was... I had to keep the bit going. <laughs> <laughs> give me like a give me like a journeyman 135 pounder, like like like, like a like a guy who trains, but he's like four and fifteen in the UFC. Give me that guy. That's a lot of losses. How about they like... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's very popular with the fans. He's, he's friends with hair. Dana. He just gets yeah. his ass no, give me BJ Penn. Give me no, BJ you, don't, Penn. You, don't have, you don't even have to do fighters. You have to fight, and just two guys, whoever the most statistically average player is in both the NBA and the NHL. Whoever that is, they're in there with you. I'll pick, oh, I'll pick NBA. You know, you'll get to pick. It's both. No, no, no. If we're picking, oh, I'd no. pick PGA. <laughs> oh, oh! I, I'm pretty sure I could beat the shit out of like the most middling uh, PGA golfer in the world. Right. He's, he's a probably good chance he's 62. Yeah, he's probably <laughs> in his like 60s or something like that. Dude's out there riding a golf cart around for a living. He's going down. Okay, well now it's not a hard challenge at all. You're just gonna beat up an old man. I'm gonna beat up a professional athlete for my right to get a COVID vaccine. <laughs> That's how I choose. <laughs> Everybody who goes there, it's like, man, I I hated since we elected President Taylor that he's making us do this to get our vaccines. 
And it's like, yeah, you have to do it. And then I would elite, I would make it illegal to choose a golf, a golfist because that's just too easy. A tennis player, maybe, because at least they've got the cardio. Oh, gosh. I found it. I found the guy, Kyle. I, I don't know yep. why I picked the 40th best golfer in the world. Let's see. Well, he's just uh, yoked. Uh, hold it said my, I, this is a better way. Oh, uh, he'd be a better golfer if he wasn't so obsessed with his strongman career. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle will fuck this guy up. Oh, yeah, that guy's going down. <laughs> you better got get this... fucked up, dude. <laughs> How tall is he? 6'8? I don't know. I doubt it. If he's, he's not 6'8, then this guy's in trouble. Yeah, that guy's getting the shit beat. Okay, but he has 10. a stick. He's fine. He, he has a stick. Oh, he gets to bring the club. He's, oh, no. <laughs> he's not a club. To that's too much. That's too much. He's too much of an expert and proficient in the club. Yeah, you just, you just get a <laughs> stick, but it's shaped like a club. He gets to hold okay. a golf ball and both club that I guess. <laughs> He's 41. He turned pro in 1999, 22 years ago. Wow. Damn, that guy is a, must be really good. That's or, the sport. Like if I was going to pick up, if I was mm -hmm. going to be like, obviously um, Taylor would be a, a pro hockey player. If he, if, if he could like hit that wish tree up, oh, make For me sure. a fucking pro hockey player. Let me, let me Bad fucking choice, get Taylor. out there on the ice. Bad choice. But for me, <laughs> for me, I'm picking pro golfer. Yeah, freaking pro golfer. You don't even get sweaty. Like, <laughs> you don't get sweaty. What do you play? Sixteen times a year, something like that. I mean, you could play in all those little tournaments if you wanted. And actually, and, and look, if you just place, like, like I, can you look up this guy's career earnings? I think that that that's going to really make my point for me. I bet this guy's career earnings over the last twenty years are something like five million dollars or something. Is that like how that. you gauge golf career career earnings? That's how I am judging golf. If if we're if we're like picking leaves off the wish tree and getting to to, to be somebody. And what did you say? This guy's ranked fortieth. Yeah, that's still pretty high up there. I don't like. I, I can tell you this, Kyle. He earned two point two million last year. There you uh, go. So he's this this paunchy fellow is not struggling by any stretch of the imagination. Not at all. Not no. at all. This guy's got an Adidas sponsorship clearly because he's rocking all the Adidas gear. He's got an Auntie Anne sponsorship. And he played 12 <laughs> events. 2.2 million. I'm sponsored by Adidas and Chipotle. Uh, I'm living in the last house on this one. 2.2 <laughs> million. He played 12 events. That's why golfing's so good. Taylor's picking a sport where he has to play 82 times a year. That's, but I wanted, I would rather play it. You have to this, travel. This guy brings home 200 grand every time he goes out on the links. Like, it's, come on. Honestly, you're selling me. This is pretty nice. And the thing about this is, like, he's got so much free time. If he wanted a career in hockey, he could probably get on board with, like, some, you know, he could probably buy himself a fucking hockey team, like some junior league hockey team, and just put himself on the roster. Yarmir Yager style, except yeah. unlike, yeah. unlike Yager, he's not the second highest point NHL player of all time. So he'd probably imagine that you buy a team for a sport you're not familiar with and you force yourself into a prominent role and you just. <laughs> mm -hmm ruin their, their season. You're losing every face-off. You demand to be out there 12 minutes, period. Just, <laughs> just sabotaging. And we know it's the third period, so fans, the owner is now going to play goalie. <laughs> the, old, the old switch him up. He looks exhausted, folks. Yeah, he looks exhausted. Yeah, I would pick auto racing. If I'm a billionaire and I'm going to like get a race team and like or, or you like buy my way into any sport. I pick auto racing because like it's pricey. Well, you're a billionaire. So, but, but, but like, no, and you don't have to like fund the whole fucking race team. Right. You just have to fund enough of it. They're like, yeah, I, 
I guess Taylor can drive. Uh, I mean, he can drive a little. Plus, he paid for everything. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him in the car. Get him in the fucking yeah. car. Let's go. Let's, let's go. <laughs> Just there's dead a, owner. First race. There's a billionaire who bought a Formula One team, and mm -hmm. he, his son's a driver. But his son's pretty I good. That's my friend, Lance. Wait. I, am Lance I being Stroll. fooled? Yeah, that's from, the guy. Yeah, no, he's from Montreal. Lance Stroll is his dad. Uh, was like made like crazy money. They're worth, I think, seventy billion dollars or something. Yeah, um, which I knew he was well off, but I, I didn't realize. I actually have a vlog with him where I went to his one of his like uh, country houses or compounds, um, and we went pheasant hunting. I think I spoke about the pheasant hunting on one of these episodes, actually. Huh. But we went pheasant hunting, and yeah, they they owned he owned the. Uh, the margarita team and or or whatever and ch it changed uh yeah now it's uh his son is one of the racers on it and he was the youngest formula one racer uh and i didn't know until i met him how intense and demanding the sport is um but he was like like i just never thought endurance for for racing or whatever but like that guy's that guy's exercising every single day like that guy is like a crazy athlete and plus he's just like the type you know like competitive and like wants to be the best version of himself um he was you know he's much younger than me but i i i met him and we hung out and i was just like uh i don't know it's just like inspiring you know like just kind of like obviously he he was able to join the team because of his life but those people that are given things like that either go one way or the other. You're either going to like commit to it and try and like earn your keep or you're just kind of like you, you got it and you're lucky. But it just seems like he was always trying to earn his keep with doing it. Um, it was also a very trippy experience being at his place and going pheasant hunting. So uh, as a rookie last year, yeah. there's 20 drivers. He was 11th. And that doesn't tell the whole story because, you know, some cars are better than his. Some cars are worse. It's not just the driver. But, um, but yeah, he's good. And when he – so I, I just learned about him through Drive to Survive, the Netflix series. You guys probably know about that. And, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, when he – they were asking him, like, hey, you know, do you expect to be on the team? And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I got it in with the owner. Like, it was pretty clever. He said it nice. It's his dad. And uh, I was – initially maybe a little resistant to the obvious nepotism there but he's driving well right like in my opinion if you're better than half the field you earned your spot right that that how he did right agreed you know agreed yeah yeah so, if you're better than half the field you definitely earn your spot like i think in that scenario the only time that like i'm worried about nepotism is if you're like bottom three like literally bottom three out of 20 you know if you're in the if you're if you're one of the if you're one of the bottom three, yeah, I think that's even fair. if he was bottom three, like rookie year, first yeah. time, and he's beating. If yeah, if he doesn't come in last once, <laughs> if he doesn't come in last once at that point, I'm like, okay, you beat like you my, beat a professional my, racer. Yeah, if my dad owned the Blues and he threw me that there at 18, there would not be a drill in practice where they're like, he finished, he finished ahead of a few guys on that. Like no. no. No, it, it wouldn't happen. I would be last in everything the entire time, and it would be obvious. Like if I if by some happenstance, like the guy's son actually is like that, that guy's that guy's better at racing than Jimmy Racington, you know, the most famous racer in all the sport. Like, of course. Oh, it it's looks like I got it wrong. It looks like the, it, it was his second season. So his first season he was the fifteenth best, then eleventh, 
and he's currently 10th it's only been one race so good on yeah. the upward trajectory that's pretty cool yeah so um yeah by I don't the way know. harley 3.2 billion not 70 so these people are like they're sitting at the loser table at the billionaire luncheon what is it it says 3.2 3.2 million is his uh, name where did i where did i see where did i see a way crazier number than that not that that is a, a not <laughs> insane number at all is it possible that his personal worth is three billion and his <clears throat> company's worth is seventy billion? That could be true. That. I didn't even click on the article. I just dude. Ah. So the car is interesting. Yeah, it, uh, he bought a team, and the team wasn't successful. Right? They went out of business. It, it was this Indian billionaire that really wasn't a billionaire. Ran out of money and couldn't fund the team. And and uh, Lance Stroll's father. What's what's dad's name? Lawrence. Lawrence. Lawrence Stroll comes in there, buys the team. All right, so the first year they take over kind of an unsuccessful team. The next year they come out, their car looks exactly, exactly like last year's winning car. They copied it like all over. They basically are just fielding last year's Mercedes in a different color. And the other teams like filed a, I guess that's against the rules. You have to develop your own car. And, uh, they found them to be legal, and now they're just—they have a, a really good car. It's as good as last year's winner. Nice. So that's how I play Magic: The Gathering. Like, like <laughs> when when Taylor and I started playing a little bit of Magic, and uh, we were talking about designing decks, and he's like, "Oh, so so you designed some decks?" I'm like, "Well, no, I just went and saw who won the World Championship last year, and then I bought that deck." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I, hey, that's." That takes all the fun out of it. Like winning is fun. <laughs> it makes it more fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It winning does. is what's fun. That's how I play poker. I just look at the hands that won and then I put them up my sleeve. <laughs> that's how you win. <laughs> well, that's just cheating. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's fun. That's definitely the best way to just get a really good deck off the start is go to the GP or the Grand Tour, whatever it's called. I don't even know. And then just copy mm -hmm. one of their deck lists. But even if you do that, because I've done that too, you'll like, get the deck list and be like, all right, I got the whole thing. I got the keys to the kingdom. I'm going to pub stomp with this. And then you're like, how much to buy the whole thing? Okay, well, we can find some substitutions here for because it's like $710. It's like, all right, Taylor, well, get rid of all the rare lands. Get rid of all what? I did not find any substitutions. And if I ever find the login for that account, <laughs> <laughs> You don't know the login for your MTG Go account? You and Chiz were dropping hundreds of dollars in, the, in a cold war at one My point. My red deck alone is like $500. I bought the red deck that won the championship. <laughs> it's a, like, 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 I don't even remember the specifics, but it's like all these like little red devil cards that are like three ones and like, 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 you know, it's a burn deck. It's the best burn deck money could buy that the rules would allow for. Magic question. Will that deck get not as good? Like, does the meta change and suddenly... It could change. Yeah, and, and then, like, the cards that you're allowed to play could even change. They could be like, ah, we decided that this card is just too imbalanced. It won't be part of X kind of play or Y kind of play. Yeah. But if I could remember that fucking login... It'd be mostly you, good. Usually what it is is that, like... Like, if Kyle was playing against me, <clears throat> obviously we're not going to be staying to format uh, restrictions. Like, I would just grab a deck and he would grab a deck and we would just play. But, like... Yeah, they have to make all the sets rotate out because otherwise people will just build a handful of decks that work tremendously and will always work well and not spend anymore. And so like, if you want to play standard, which is only the three most recent sets, you basically have to be spending hundreds of dollars every couple months 
to keep up. And then one set will go away and it's like, well, now this deck, well, shit, I just lost a bunch of the integral cards. <sighs> well, am I going to, am I going to invest more into this? You know what? We're moving to a new set. Got to invest in a whole new thing. And it's like, it, it's addictive. It gets you. It, you, you just want to keep building more and more decks and, and trying more and more strategies. And I, I've done this every time where like, I would, uh, this is like five, six years ago, you know, four years ago was the last time I was hyper obsessed with magic. And like, I would be thinking about decks all day. I'd be like mm -hmm. in a meeting at work. Literally, I remember doing this. I remember sitting it's this like meetings, uh, magic, the gathering anonymous. <laughs> I, I remember like some, some client was talking about something I, I should have been paying attention, but I was sitting like, uh, -huh, and I was like writing out the deck list plans I was having. And I was like, Frenzy Devil by four. No, by three. No, you know what? I'll drop this and come up. Oh, interesting. That's okay. <laughs> like just doing that. And then like you pour all this time and effort and you like have the card up on your site and you're like, do I want to hit buy? Do I want to hit checkout? Is it exactly what I want? No, no, no. I need to do more research. Okay. It's a good thing I did that research because I can switch this out and that'll be even better. All right. Check out. And then you get it and you play like five games with it and you're like, man, this deck is so awesome. <clears throat> I got to build another one. <laughs> like the deck building is like just as much fun as playing. I think like figuring I was so obsessed with it. At like when we got, when I got back from that Colorado trip, I was going on eBay. Like I know you've got a lot of cards and mm -hmm. you've got a lot of high quality cards. Like, like every one of your cards for the most part, either has some sort of like sentimental value or uh, some intrinsic value. But what I did uh, at first, not really knowing what I was doing, I went on eBay and you can buy like someone's entire collection. Oh, no. Or you can buy like just loose cards, like junk cards. I have thousands and thousands of like I think I own literally about eight thousand cards. PK garage sale. I got toys. Oh, I'm, keeping my, I'm, I'm keeping my. Cards. Got magic cards. We got toys. Yeah, you should but keep the, some the product. But you figured out after you bought it, and I think you've said this before that like. When someone wants to sell a magic collection, they take it to a card shop and say, "Take everything out of this collection that you'll purchase." And then they put that remaining collection on eBay. That's exactly what I bought. I bought remainders of collections. Uh, on one That's excellent content, by the way, side note, bringing your collection to a guy and having him go through it. I feel like that's like, if you got thousands of cards, I feel like that's a great content. Just live stream it for eight hours. I, I had way, way dude. more cards and they were destroyed in a flood at my parents' house while I was in college. I had way, oh, way more. I had to restart my entire collection. That was God's way of telling you like, bro, you're a fucking loser, okay? It didn't Don't fix make me, me go Noah's Ark, Ark on your collection <laughs> over here. Like, you're done. And God, you're like, like no, Taylor, I'm I will you play laid. more magic. <laughs> your cards are gone. <laughs> just go, you like are God a fucking loser. <laughs> like, no, now you came back. You bounced back. God's like, fine, if he wants it, let him do it. And this guy's determined to be a fucking loser, isn't it? <laughs> 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 he won't spend thousands more. <laughs> what are you doing? He's doing it around the same day. <laughs> like, my, my resolve is stronger than ever. <laughs> you can't stop me, it? God. <laughs> in, in that collection, was there anything valuable? That a card that you think back Shit, on, yeah. that you're like, "Fuck, this could have been like a lot of money right now." Shit, yeah, I don't remember like cards specifically, but I started collecting. Oh well, then I feel bad now that I know the money's involved. The Jew inside of me feels bad. Oh, yeah. oh it, it, there was definitely <laughs> valuable stuff. It was, it was probably, uh, I'm trying to estimate, like five to ten thousand cards. I don't know. Of which there were two binders that were. How, pretty sorry, much sorry to give, how do you how do you collect? How do you get? At 5,000, how many packs do you buy? Or like, how do you, you must come across like lots of like 200 from people that are like, bro, I'm done. Just take all my cards. Like yeah. you don't buy all the packs to 5,000. So, so basically like the way I always did it is 
it's always smarter to go online and buy individual cards if you're building a deck instead of trying to draw them from a pack, obviously, because then you're just going to lose a bunch of money. And so I would always buy my decks single cards. And then for every birthday, every Christmas, anytime someone was going to give me a gift for many years, it was just like, oh, Taylor loves magic cards. And I'd be like, yeah, I love yeah. those too. And every once in a while you get, and it's just, it's a, it's a treat to get to open cards because you're so excited and you don't know what's in there. But uh, yeah, that's what I did. But basically that, that collection was worth thousands and thousands of dollars and it got destroyed, which Fuck. sucks. Fucking sucks. It was, you know, those, those big, Where did, was this the basement of your house? It's like, it's just like the. Yeah, this basement was the basement of your house or something. The, the basement of my parents' house in what would it be 2010 or so? I was, it was you know I was in college. And I shitty. came back one time and it was like I had a flood, not too much damage. Oh, all those things you like and collect, you know, since 2005, <laughs> they're gone. They're gone. So maybe your sucked. dad was trying to get you laid. <laughs> oh, what if that's what happened? Your dad <laughs> did it. What if your dad's like, yeah, we had a little <laughs> flood. He sends you a picture like that, that he's taken five minutes after he took a water hose and just <laughs> it's just a picture of my box of magic cards in the rain outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, damn it, it, wasn't, it wasn't God, it was your own father that I'm thought never you getting were grandkids with these magic cards in the mix. <laughs> Dude, I, remember, I remember like I would I would go golf with him because he had an interest in golf and I had no interest in golf. He'd be like, all right, I'll spend time with my dad and go golf. And like I remember multiple times trying to because before before I played Lord of the Rings cards when I was earlier, you know, younger than that, probably around like 11, 12, I started playing Lord of the Rings cards that went out of business in like 2007 or so. But it was the same basic thing, basically magic, but with all Lord of the Rings characters and a little different uh, game structure. But basically, I was playing magic and I would always ask my dad, like, hey, you want to play with me? Or like, hey, you want to play Lord of the Rings cards with me? And I'm only like 12 or something. And like, I just remember the one time he like sat down to play. We got like one and a half turns in. He was just like, Taylor, I I'm not, I can't do this. I can't do this. And he's just like, left and i'm like man really making me feel like a loser dad like <laughs> we're sitting in our basement but trying he, to play cards and you and we get two turns in and i'm trying to be like now you uh now aragorn has four defense this is before magic i was like maybe 13 so aragorn has four vitality and eight attack and so you're and so you want to play this urukai and then you attack with him and you want to kill my ring bear but this and that dad and i remember like like i would play with my friends and he'd like be like come in just be like <sighs> and he he just always looks of of disliking derision around around the card game that's my dad now like yeah. I'll, I'll like i'll get like action figures sent to his house and i'll like go there and he's like yeah more of your fucking dumb toys came in today <laughs> i don't understand i don't understand Shut up, Dad. You don't have to get it. Yeah. But then again, my dad, like, you know, he's like like raced cars, like not like actually like a racer. He like they cared about cars, him and his friends, and they like drag race them and stuff. And now I'm there and I'm, you know, like it's like it's similar in the sense that it's like playing magic cards. My dad, like, same shit. He'd be like, what the fuck? And then I wonder, like, what what would my kid do? You know, at, right. at how like can he 15, make it even gayer? What would he do? Am I going to be uncomfortable about anything? Would I be like, bro, seriously? You put things in your ass? I can't. <laughs> I can't. Like, Dad, I mean, put we things went, in your ass with we me. Went from, like, like I building the hot rods. I don't find to, that entertaining. To, to your action figures. To, like, <laughs> <laughs> this poor kid's going to be into My Little Pony. Dad, come put things in your ass. I, I like that I considered my hobby. My, I like that I considered I considered my hobby somewhere in between uh, building cars and putting things in your ass. 
Yeah, it's it's smack dab. It. It. It's it's right smack dab in the middle. <laughs> it's smack dab in the middle. That's right. Yeah, so some kid, you're just like, son, I love you more than life, but I don't want to watch you suck your boyfriend's dick anymore. <laughs> it was okay to <laughs> anymore. I was there. I gave well, it a shot. Well, what are you, a bigot dad? Twelve year old baby that. Harley, dad, come suck dick with me. Come on, just trying to. I know I name him baby Harley. I, I, w- I would name him Baby Harley. It's a good name. A That's good his name. name. My son's name would be Baby Harley. Baby Any ha- other name Harley. would be a downgrade. Uh, dude, have you guys seen the Matt <laughs> Gates news? It's hilarious. Uh, uh, I've heard of it, but I, I didn't look into it. So Matt way. Gates is an American politician. He's a member of the is U.S. The Mafia thing? No. Yeah. He's a member of the U.S. House of Representatives uh, from Florida. And... He's been accused. He's like under investigation, or he, I guess he's not the subject. He's something else. He's not indicted yet. Anyway, sex trafficking, and it's really? not as bad as it sounds. Apparently, he was fucking this seventeen-year-old in Florida, and paid for her flight to go somewhere. I have Georgia in my head, but I'm really not sure about that. And Kyle, did you want to jump in? Is that the man act? I think that the law against that was a a um um a segregation era law that was meant to target interracial couples. I don't know. I don't know. I would love it if the Dems are using that against this guy. <laughs> so uh yeah, he's Republican, but it uh it and it, it's not really about party. It, it, anyway, um so he went on Tucker Carlson's show. And Tucker opens up with this. You know what? I don't know anything about this case. Well, we got Matt Gates on here himself to talk about it. We're going to see what he says, which I interpret as I'm going to interview this guy uncritically and just accept whatever he says as truth because he doesn't know anything about it. I'm like, all right, cool. So the guy mm-hmm. comes on and his defense is fucking hilarious, right? It's It was never, I'm not fucking 17-year-old girls. It was always, I'm not traveling with them. This this idea that I was generous towards my ex-girlfriend, first of all, what's wrong with that? Second, check my travel logs. I did not travel with the 17-year-old girl. They're travel. accusing me of traveling with this girl, and I absolutely didn't travel with her anyway, so, so there's that. And I'm like, but you fucked her, didn't you? You're not denying that part of it. it, it it's the travel yeah. part. But that is what the human trafficking part is that he's really wait so they're not going after him for fucking her they're going i'm not sure that's illegal right we think it's 18 but then we looked it up huge numbers of states have 17 as their law and then there's even some 16 yeah i thought 16 was the common one so so here's a common case of course check your own states at 14 you can consent to people within four years of you so if you're 14 and the other dude's 18 check the birthdays right Uh If you're 16, then you can consent to Matt Gates if you want to. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, I don't know Florida, but that's like a common one. Yeah. So uh, I know that's North Carolina and that's New Jersey. Here. Yeah. It's 17 where you are? Okay. So I, apparently, I'm guessing it's okay to fuck 17-year-old girls. Maybe not politically, but legally. Uh, but it's not okay to buy them a plane ticket. And that's where he fouled up. And we'll see how it plays out. But he, the, he, the, reason, the reason why I said no. <laughs> Woody, you're right. There's way more 16 in this list than I thought. If anything, that yeah, there's more 16s than 18s in this list. Huh. The reason why I said the mafia thing was because he, I, I heard this yesterday or whenever I think it was yesterday, 
uh, it came out and apparently like seven hours before he had, uh, he retired from what, whatever it was that he was currently doing uh, and took a new job somewhere else, uh, way less in the public eye, supposedly some, uh, some, some show. And he had said that the allegations uh, uh, against him were false and that he was being extorted. So the extortion thing made me think like just mafia just because it's extortion. But like, I thought that was funny that when it came out, he said that he was being extorted, but like seven hours before it came out, he like retired from his position. And I always just thought that Who sometimes like the old, position? the old, he retired, he was doing something. Yeah. He had, he had switched jobs. He had, uh, I actually, this is all something that I read on Reddit last night stoned. Uh-huh. So Trust please me. excuse the way I'm like translating it, but you could pull it up. He had like, uh, he had uh, retired as a politician to start uh, to be on a show. Um, he had like basically relinquished power. Is that not accurate? That he had relinquished power from his position right before this broke. And then he, it broke. And then he said he was being extorted and he went off this engine saying that his dad is working with the authorities and his dad was wearing a wire and i thought that was weird uh because why would you wear why would you say you're wearing a wire and you're working with the authorities if it's supposed to be like a low-key thing so two um, days ago an article came out saying he was considering not seeking re-election uh and instead getting a job at newsmax which is like to the right of fox news yeah that's but he has that's not, what I, that's he what has I, not retired was. and if he wants to get re-election he lives in a state with a republican not a state a district where the republican like automatically wins so assuming he wins his own priority primary he keeps his job yeah and that's politician talk mm -hmm. he's definitely gonna run again definitely oh i don't I know i don't know i i think that um uh, I, I could see him leaving and getting a job at Newsmax. I think it might earn more money. It obviously earns more money. You think so? And then yeah. House of Rep, yeah. And uh, um, it earns more money, and I think it's a better fit for him. Like, he's never introduced any new laws. He doesn't seem that interested in governing. He's the guy that wore the gas You don't think that he wanted that? You think he wanted to do that separate? You think, he wanted, you, you think they weren't related? I assume that was like a tactic. Like, just, you know... You you can do much better for yourself, I guess. Uh, not like uh, being a politician. If you if you're in the middle of doing this type of thing, mm -hmm. the scrutiny when you're a politician is so much more intense, I would assume, than if you're just on some show. Like a news anchor. Uh, yeah. But like you said, there's many reasons why it could be the right move. But I always think I thought that always comes off as kind of guilty. And nowadays, with like cancel culture, I, I'm always mystified about how things are handled. Uh, when people do shit or whatever. And I, I, you know, in the old days, it was kind of like, don't say anything until newspapers get tired of printing. But now you don't say something and the conversation gets crazier and crazier and people go farther back on your Twitter and you're not saying anything to defend it and things get crazy. And then people start imagining stuff and looking at other things and inferring shit. Like, you know, like I think of like, uh, like uh, a, a Chris D'Elia never said anything when it went to hell, uh, when it went to shit for him, like, you know, all these, the allegations that came out. And I, I remember like nothing, he didn't say anything for a while. David Dobrik didn't say anything when things got bad or when, when people started pointing out stuff. Um, you know, in, in one case for Chris, it was like a year later, he came back and made like a video. Uh, and in David Dobrik's case, like shit just got too hot to not mention something. But it seems like people try and do the older tactics. And I feel like we're at a place with like, an unprecedented 
strategic approach with the internet and Twitter and how fast things move? Like, what do you do if you're, you know, in a scenario where you might be canceled for something or, you know, even if it's something actually bad and you should be, or if it's something where us here would be like, that's not a big deal. They should shut up about that. Whatever it is, like, I, I, it's interesting to me whenever that happens, it's probably my guilty pleasure is watching like these drama things. Cause I'm just like, oh, how will this person handle this type of scenario? So I only knew about this. I don't know anything about this guy at all. Never heard of him, but I knew about this because I was like, oh, you know, it was like one of those scenarios, someone approaching a, a strategy of what to do. And so I always try and read into that stuff. So the, the leaving his job thing yeah, is kind of fascinating. Rumor. So I don't, I don't know if that's ever going to turn into anything. Uh, I could believe a world where House of Representative was always a stepping stone to a media job. Yeah, that that seems kind of Matt Gates. I've followed Matt Gates for years, and uh, um, so I could see that. I could see him being happier and wealthier and better at the Newsmax job than he is as a House of Rep. But uh, yeah, apparently, and, fucking this teenager right? is Newsmax big. I, I but that's know. a federal big thing, right? If it's if it's traveled, it's like a federal crime. Sorry, I didn't know what? if Newsmax is big enough to be like giving out big contracts and and stuff. Are they oh. on TV? They're on. Yeah, they on? they're a cable channel. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. have cable. They're growing like crazy. They are taking Fox News' market share. Now, my dad is like a month and a half old, but uh, Fox has been plummeting, doing worse than CNN, worse than MSNBC, worse than... They've been doing the worst. And it's because while they previously had the entire conservative audience, now it's being shared with One American News and Newsmax. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, what we've seen, like every single traditional news station by percentage has become less and less popular. Like CNN and Fox and MSNBC are the kind of weather veins of that. You can see like five years ago, they were all way bigger titans within this industry. And like net net, like number wise, it might not be the dramatic thing you're thinking. But the fact that they've stagnated a bit and for a while there for a couple of years, MSNBC and CNN almost switched places because CNN used to be like the rock and roll and fucking uber successful one prior to like 2016 and then 17, 18 MSNBC. I just know because I work in advertising. So I see the the numbers and the rates they charge. Except the problem with MSNBCs was that like you'd see all their ratings like and then Rachel Maddow just boom, just blows it out of the water. She had incredible ratings. This is like like four years ago or now? This was like uh, three years ago uh, that Rachel Maddow was really, really booming. I don't know what her ratings are like right now. I Uh I haven't checked. Uh, probably not as good because like you said, you know, different, different companies are cropping up and then most, a lot of people are moving away from the traditional medium entirely and turning to online for their news. So it looks like is, Fox is doing better than I thought. I don't know where I read what I read. Not, now not they they did do the biggest drop off. They lost 40% while the other guys like MSNBC lost 19%. Yeah. yeah but they're always still been- the biggest, even though they lost 40%, they're still bigger than MSNBC. Anyway, I don't know if this is what people want to hear about, but, uh, Yes, Newsmax is growing and growing. It's like okay, well then, then that's probably the smart move, money wise. Go there and start getting like a Hannity style. Well, not probably not a Hannity. I don't know what Hannity makes. But <laughs> yeah, enormous. Hannity's top of the food chain. But yeah, like I, I feel like it's a smart move too. Not only is it probably better money wise, but also like the job that fun. he's good at, more fun, a little less scrutiny, a little more fu, a little less like please like me. I don't know. Like I feel like a media job is better than a politician job if you're mental health and happiness and yeah i'd rather be in the media i think you can do both i i I think one really transitions to the other so oh transitions but not at the same time not well you're not allowed to be a cable anchor you wouldn't want want the sort of incestuous relationship where like you're the governor of like 
I don't know, a state or mm-hmm. maybe the mayor of a city. And then your brother is a newscaster. That wouldn't work. You know, <laughs> there's work, no way right? that you could. Yeah, that would get an Emmy in that situation. That would be tremendously unethical. I mean, imagine yeah. if they put him on TV and tried to use that as popcorn while he was, there was a huge, you know, controversy. Well, yeah. well, you know, if that was the case, though, you start, you would just report on your brother accurately. And, of course, you'd never have him on your show or anything like that because, again, <laughs> ethics. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're Journalistic current. integrity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, being on the news you is guys- way, way better than being a politician. He should do it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Plus, he might not get reelected. You, mm-hmm. Well, I know it's Florida. They probably like. Do you guys watch any? Uh, you guys watch any like conservative YouTube channels? I watch Fox. No. no. I get all I get. All I go on my YouTube and I get like a lot of that. Like that's what I, that's what I get a lot of. Or do you just not get that much? It? Sometimes I like I like I'll click on something like something interesting will be said and I'll click on it. Um, but like YouTube, just, like what are, real, the, what are the political? I know, but like? I don't. Really take it in like as much sometimes i wonder if i'm like uh, like my youtube is logged on an ipad or something and someone else because like it's a lot but like i'll One get like i'll get like takes. a lot of like it's it, it, no it, i know you're, you're right you're like, right huh. actually I wonder what a oh, there's something here about Star Wars. Is there a new one coming out? And then they're like, oh, this guy loves Star Wars. I bet he dresses up as Boba Fett every Saturday and goes to fucking. <laughs> they're right though, but they're <laughs> right about him with that. information. I wasn't right. That's what happens to me with Fox News. Like I, I'm like, all right, Woody, maybe you're an echo chamber. Let's listen to some Fox and hear both sides of the story. And uh, YouTube is like, this guy fucking loves Tucker Carlson. Let's feed him some more. I'm like, yeah. oh, well, that's <laughs> that's captivating. And I watched yeah, that like, one like, and that I one watch, and that and one. And now I'm watching watch Hannity two, and Laura Ingram. And, go ahead. I watched two videos about Warhammer 40K because it's interesting. There's this YouTube channel. I don't know off the top of my head what it's called. I'll actually pull it up and give him a, a, a little plug in case anybody else is like interested in this shit because he makes great videos. Um, and now... I have like multiple bands of it recommended because I watch YouTube on my on my TV. I, I scroll through it. Yeah, this guy is um he's got he's not great at branding. Sorry, buddy. It's L U E T I N zero nine, like Luton zero nine. He makes these long, in-depth That's like lefty ox four eight bullshit right there. Or some KLM five nine eight six shit. <laughs> yeah. so, some kind of loser doesn't maybe understand. His, maybe his name is Luton. <laughs> his name is definitely Luton, but like like I can't Luton find first. it. If I told you this guy's YouTube channel, Luton, but some of the letters are numbers, you wouldn't. You don't even know how to spell Luton. I don't. I just <laughs> I looked did. at it and I'm not sure. <laughs> spell it. L U E T I N. No. No, I just oh, spelled Taylor it out loud for something. you. I it's, just spelled it out loud for you, and you can't spell it. That's I've, how hard it is to spell Luton Zero. How nine. hard it is is I, I've known Taylor for a decade now, and he's never misspelled a word. You know what? And I'm sorry to ruin it. But, but this isn't a real word, though, right? Uh, this isn't a real how, word. Hold on, hold on, Kyle. Look up how Luton is spelled real quick. L-U-E-T-I-N. That's exactly what I said. You said L-U-T-I-N. L-U-E-T-I-N. I said that. You didn't say anything. Roll the tape back. I think you said L-U-U. We're not capable of doing that sort of thing. It's not a real word, right? I'm telling the viewers out there, crucify Kyle for this. This isn't a real word, though, right? What is it? Is it a name? I just don't think you're a very good speller. Oh, well, that's... F A L. You're like, 
I know he's kidding, but uh, <laughs> I'm a good speller. I'm a good he speller. Is. It's because he's a reader. Taylor, how deep are you? In, what book are we reading? Like The Slayer of Kings or something? Stormlight Archive. Yeah, I finished yeah. the first book and I'm like, oh, Jesus. I'm, it, was only, it was like six, six or 700 pages the first book. I finished that one. I'm on the second one now. I'm only like 40, 50 pages into that one. I'll probably read some of Does it after Does the first this. book get better or do they keep telling the story as if it's someone press shuffle on the chapters? No, it gets better. I don't know how far you are in, but it goes a lot more battle heavy. And the more they go to Cal, the Bridgman, and that army story, whether it's, I don't know if you're even at the point where they're talking about the generals in that army, like Dalinar and all their other guys. Yeah. That once they, once they introduce that and the Cal... That and the Cal story are really, really good second half of the book. And it, the second book starts with that story, and I'm still in that first chapter. So, so I'm, what, I'm really enjoying it. What happened is someone in the Patreon suggested a series of books to Taylor and I. I got the audio books, and he got the printed books because he's smart. And uh, <laughs> so I've been listening to him while I drive and such, and he's been reading faster than I've been listening. Anyway, it tells the story of three people who, from where I am, are just unrelated. You're like, mm -hmm. I don't even know why I'm learning about these three people. It bounces from one story to the next to the next. And I struggle because they all have, like, not normal names. What are their names? Yeah. Like, Kaladin, Dragon, Kaladin and Shallan and Dalinar and a bunch of, like, fantasy difficult names to remember. Yeah, so, so that adds to I'm my confusion. Easy names if you're a magic player. <laughs> that adds to my confusion. I feel like and that's nothing. I'm always like, whose storyline are we on now? Like, what what am I listening to? What just ha what happened in this again? Why is this book on shuffle? And I am struggling to keep up. I just don't like audiobooks as much. Like, I find myself all the time while I'm reading, like, I'll get a couple paragraphs down often, and I'll realize my mind was thinking about something else. And I'm like, what did you read the last two paragraphs? You don't even know, bitch. Pop back up. Yeah. You might miss something important. And so I do that constantly. And I am often driving but sometimes even flying when i'm listening to these audiobooks so it's only getting like a third of my attention and yeah. that can add to the challenge and that's tough like with cuz like i think the only large book series that i listened to a good portion of it was game of thrones and i retained a million percent more when i was reading it versus when like like something would happen in game of thrones where it's like what arya did this we're on an arya chapter and we're at the end <laughs> what, what was that <laughs> Last thing I remember, John was talking about the wall, and now Arya's you know killing someone in the faceless man house. I've, I've missed a huge portion of the story. I would so, re-listen yeah, to stuff because when I listened to Game of Thrones, we talked about it on the show, and we mm -hmm. would have like theories about what was going to happen next on the TV show, and it was like oh, I've got to be tested on this. I, I can't just hope I can like this is this is on the test. I need to know, and I'd listen again. Oh, Speak uh, what I was going to say before we got into that silly spelling debacle um, <laughs> from spelled, the right Warhammer. I know you spelled it right. I was teasing. <laughs> so I've seen a lot of, um, I, I watched like two Warhammer 40K things because I was curious about like some of the mythology, some of the lore, and then just kept recommending them. So I was like, this guy's got a nice voice. I'm going to, I'm when I go to sleep tonight, I like to play like a YouTube video in the background. Usually someone with a soothing voice, something educational if I can. I'm hoping I'll absorb it in my sleep, honestly. So I'll turn the TV down to like seven or eight so that I can just barely make it out. And it really puts me to sleep. I wake up <laughs> and I feel so stressed out and I can't put my finger on why. Like, <laughs> and, I, and I look at the TV and it's the most gruesome shit I've ever seen in my life. And I start like paying attention to what he's saying. And he's telling this story about like some space Marines or something who go to a planet and they discover where like these chaos demons have been keeping humans in pens 
and force feeding them through these like mechanical like tubes down their throats. And they are gigantic and swollen to the point of almost bursting. And you can see where they've been vivisected and they've got tubes and hoses running into their, into their chest and stomachs to keep their organs going. And then them. they go into the next room and they see the room where they starve the people uh, for the second after they've been inflated. They're literally sucking the fat out of them like liposuction style. And then they see all of the people who are the final result walking with capes of loose skin that they have to hold up to walk. And they're walking toward the, the in, in like single file line, completely dead eyed out of well, their minds to be skinned. And they are being skinned alive and their skin is being tanned and, and turned into like some sort of fucking product that these demon people are fucking making. And I'm just like, holy shit, go, let's go back to astrophysics. I like learning about black holes. Mm. This is awful. I, yeah, what, I, what the hell? How'd it get to that? That's what Warhammer 40K's universe is like. The I most horrific that. thing you can imagine. And it's one story after another that's equally horrific. When they want to refuel their ships... You might think, oh, but they just pull up to a gas station and they put the space juice in the side. No, no. They take these poor fucking people and they put them in this suit and the people have to carry a lead casket on the outside of the ship that, that's full of the energy source that nobody really understands anymore because we're 40,000 deep into mankind's existence. And it was 10,000 years ago when they invented all this cool tech. And mm -hmm. since then, we've kind of forgotten how some of it works. And it's almost magical to us at this point. Well, they've got this guy in us in like a, a, a protective suit and they and they've got him continuously being, being like injected with gases and chemicals to keep him going. So he can't feel pain while he makes the long walk, carrying the lead casket of fuel to the engines. And as he's walking, the lead casket isn't even good enough to keep the fuel from affecting him. So his flesh is falling off of his bones. And by the time he gets there, he is he is barely even in one piece anymore. He's crawling and pushing the casket. And it's only the chemicals and gases that are being fed into his suit that are keeping him moving forward. And by the time he's there, they end up having to scrape up what's left of him. So then, so every time you have to refill the engine, one person dies at least. Several people. It's never just one to do any of this stuff because it's like multiple caskets. You can't of, just make a bigger coffin. I don't think a human being could carry a bigger coffin. That's probably the explanation. Oh, out, out in space, everything's weightless. I think there's some artificial gravity on the hull of the ship. Look, I, I'm not. I I don't have any answers for this stuff. You know, it would be a cool game if if like if that's the history. I didn't know that was the history. We awful. need a Warhammer 30k. When everybody understood how everything worked, because you would have even more advanced technology. 40K spans the gap. It's the whole, it's like the whole 40,000 years of like human history. Oh. That's why there's so much lore. Like, because you can go back to when the emperor of man was first taking over the earth, and there's tons of lore about that. And then you can go to like current, current, mm. quote, 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 unquote, in the 42nd century or wherever the fuck they are, where the emperor man of man is like this living, corpse that's kept alive on a on a, a mechanical golden throne and they have to sacrifice psychers brought to him from across the universe the galaxy every day thousands of souls sacrificed to keep him energized and still quasi living it is it, and, and you got to keep in mind that we've colonized so many worlds like one hive city on a planet could have 200 billion people in it in yeah. one city and there and and like there's millions of worlds that we've colonized it's a it's a really fucking dark universe. And hey, 
they're making magic cards with those themes. Going to be very, yeah. very Yeah, the Astartes, the Space Marines are the cool, some of the coolest fucking characters in all of like science fiction or sci-fi or whatever. Uh, not just sci-fi, but just fantasy. It's it's mm -hmm. it's because it, it's a real mix of fantasy and sci-fi. It's it's some fucked up shit. It's so oh. fucked up. The way they try, I'll, I'll get off this topic quickly, but yeah. like the way they the way their space travel works, they got like regular engines and stuff to like put around like a solar system. But when you want to travel across the galaxy, it ain't like Star Trek where they're like engage and we just go to fucking warp ten and we are warp eight and we just get there. No, you have to tear a hole in in space time itself and go to the warp zone, which is essentially hell. It is populated by yes, demons. And you, you travel through a hellscape filled with dark gods, demons, and tortured souls to get there. And I, I think maybe one out of ten times it just doesn't fucking work. And you just and everybody stay. dies. Oh, that God, you better hope you explode. You don't want to stay there. Staying there might be one of the worst fates you can imagine. Well, but if you die, you're going to go to hell anyway. If you're, I don't think it works that way. It's it, it's it's this is like a literal hell. This is like a place that, oh. that exists there. It this this is this is it's it's some dark dark stuff. It's it's and and you so yeah, I won't be just a little faster to to transport through that dimension than like a normal like lilac field dimension and the and the like big capital was like I don't care if it takes if it saves even ten minutes, send them through hell. Could be. It's the, it, it's, it's the, I, I get nauseous. I get a little sick to my stomach watching these videos, but they're so interesting. Um, I try to w watch the ones that have a little more, uh, of a, of a sunny description of what's going on. Like, 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 oh yeah. And then there, there was this happy time where like of the Horus heresy, you know, when all the, when half the space Marines turned on the emperor and invaded earth and, and this and that, and, and. Five trillion people were massacred. I'm like, all right, this is much more uplifting than that other shit I was listening to. There, there are no happy stories. Is what I'm getting at. There's no yeah. happy stories in the 40k universe. And that's all you're there. getting suggested now on YouTube. A lot yeah. of it. A lot of it. And the alien races are terrifying. And there's lots of them. Just, just disgusting, evil, and terrifying. I'm excited to play that game. The total. Yeah, World. when it gets added to the magic cards. Cool. Oh, and, and, and then and obviously. The, yeah, Total War oh, and oh, the yeah. magic. And the um, you know, the Vermintide um, sequel game that's yeah, the, the Dark Tide. Yeah, that's a hive city that you're going to be playing in. That's one of those cities that has you know between 10 billion and 200 billion people in it. That's the that's the play area of the game. Yeah, you know, that game infected, infected hive city. All I get suggested now are I've watched so much Juji Mufu videos the last like week. I'm at all I'm yeah. getting suggested are videos from Brian Dude. Shaw. Juji, uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, he's not he's not suggested here, but he always is. Bugenhagen is it Eric Bugenhagen, the the fitness guy who's funny. Kyle, you know his name, Eric Bugenhagen. How I don't know this guy. Dude, Juji didn't upload a video for like four months. Now he's yeah. uploading like twenty minutes of content a day, and and I'm just like, oh, right. I love his content. I I like how uplifting he is. He's just a nice, genuine guy. I like this. I like this new dynamic of his wife filming mm -hmm. instead of Tom. And you can tell he and his wife have a good relationship. Like they're, they're, they're really chill. always a down. It always seemed like Juji was kind of trying to pick him up. And while that's admirable, if you do that for years in a row, it's like, all right, all right asshole, stand up on your own. 
Let's like stop needing to be picked up. This is what this is the permanent dynamic of our relationship. The idea is I pick you up and then you stay on your fucking feet. Not every goddamn day you you pretend your legs don't work while I drag you around. That's what it turned yeah. into. And some of those would be like, you know, oh, I'm real tired today. And it's like, are you Tom? This video is about Juji doing three thousand curls in a row. Are you <laughs> tired today? Are you sleepy? Is that is that an exaggeration, or did he do three thousand curls in a day? No, it was a uh, it was a video where it's like we do an eight hour chest workout. <laughs> it's, it's just eight hours, and by the end he's just like <laughs> shaking. You know, Tom's being you know that uh, other guy you mentioned. He, he's got a poor branding again. Like like, but that guy is epic. He's the one who has that. Um, yeah, he's the one that has that little montage. What's the song it's set to? Where where he's just dun 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 dun. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying and, to remember what it is. And he's like he's he's like doing all these absurd lifts, like the the lifts you hate the most. He's doing like behind the back deadlifts and stuff with ungodly oh, amounts of weight. Like so like strong. he doesn't. If you see him only lifting three hundred pounds, he's curling it or something. Like like everything he does is with like five, six, seven, eight hundred pounds. Just He'll do it in ways that look dangerous. Yes. Oh, they're and, so dangerous what he's doing. And like all the titles of his videos are like man jumps rope with the least amount of clothing while his wife films and watches. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Is he the one that picks up the weight behind him? Like he yeah. stands in front of the barbell and I don't know how to describe this to the audience, but he grabs it. He puts it on his lower back and then he does all these like terrible moves to get it up yeah. here. And then he like humps it up his yeah. back. <laughs> Getting it up. And it's like 550 pounds. It's a tremendous amount of weight that he's doing that with. And like even at the end, like throwing a little shade at like Athlean X, he's like throws it down and it's so obviously real weight. It just goes in that Florida soil, just like. And he's like, oh, why didn't it bounce? Why didn't it bounce? I don't know, guys. Here's the name of the brand. Look up what they sell fake Maybe. Weight. Maybe it didn't bounce because this is a quarter of a fucking ton <laughs> that I just snaked up my lower back and then did walking fucking lunges with in sand. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy. it's so funny. It's I like, predict uh, he's going to get hurt. Like, I and I think, <laughs> yes. like, like I don't think that that's a really a, a wild bet. Like, like, like I'm thinking about making a bet with Mitty that the Braves go further further than the Padres do this year. Uh, he wants to bet a hundred bucks on it. That's a risky bet. That's a risky bet. Betting that this guy's going to get severely injured in the right. next like two years, pretty safe. Yeah. I bet yeah. every football right. team loses at least one game next year. Pretty I, safe. Pretty, pretty safe. safe. It's kind of rare when someone runs the table. One time ever. I think this guy's in WWE. Or at least like a minor character in WWE. Because that's in his little bio. Makes sense. He's got the personality for it. And the body, my God! But like these, you're these behind the back, two hundred and seventy-five pound presses. It's like that's that's so dangerous. Yeah, yeah, that's my thing. I'm like, it, 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 he has done the fitness equivalent of drinking live streams. Like now, everyone expects him to hurt himself for a video. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's and an it, interesting guy, we can't and show he, he's funny. Videos. He's got a good sense yeah. of humor. Um, I, I like him a lot. But like, I watch his videos for the spectacle. Mm -hmm. You know what for I mean? Sure. And all his videos are like 90 seconds long, just him freaking out in a dingy <laughs> garage gym. It, it's just great. I like, and so many of them are like, you know, 
like flexing as hard as I can in front of an unimpressed toddler. Like, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> hey, did you guys see the Jake Paul Ben Askren press conference? Uh, no, I yeah. heard about it. <sighs> so I heard about it. Yeah, that's right. That that sigh, by the way, that you just made encapsulates so much emotion that that like I can relate to about that whole press conference. Just the fact that you were like, <sighs> dude. So that's coming, that's the type of content, by the way, that I live for. Coming into not it, not the side, the the press conference. I was a, a little bit pro Jake Paul, right? I didn't know. I don't know this guy. I don't know his content. I just know he's a YouTuber out there making vlogs and something about being a YouTuber as a celebrity. Like you gotta earn it like every fucking day. You know, every day you go out there. You're not Tom Cruise who works for eight weeks in a row and then takes four or six months off and then does it again and everything's kind of handled for you someone's booking it no guy like jake paul is out there every day on the front lines and i was like yeah yeah you know i hope the guy does okay i hate jake paul so much now i feel like i got to know him a little bit during this press conference whereas i wasn't exposed to him before he is an asshole he is just a yeah. dick. He is impossible so to like. I don't know why he's popular. He, he he's mocking Ben Askren. He, his uh, humor, if you can even call it that, was the lowest low. Like tell that joke again, and then this time I'll remember to laugh. Where like, what's he supposed to do with it? Tell it again, and you know he's going to get mocked. He was just mocking him. He was making sounds at him. Um, Jake Paul was he's the villain, but. Maybe I'm falling for it. He is the most unlikable, easily hateable yeah. dick ever. And so go ahead. So um I don't I don't watch a lot of that social media stuff, you know, like 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 the the Instagram stuff and right. TikTok stuff. But um my I, I never met uh Jake. I, I got to hang out with Logan for a day or two, and he was as genuine and kind and like down to earth as anyone else you know, that we know like, like mm -hmm. very, very nice to me. And, um, but I've I didn't meet his brother. Uh, my, uh, my only experience with his brother is watching some clips of him online. And it seems to me that his goal is to be as douchey as possible because there's no way he's actually that douchey. Like no one is that douchey, like everything from like his hair to his, the sunglasses he chooses to the way he dresses to like the car he drives. It seems like he's doing his best to like nana nana boo boo i'm richer than you you fucking loser why aren't you rich and like getting pussy like me fuck you you piece of shit like that seems like his shtick i fell um, for and, it and hey it might be him i don't know the guy yeah. I, i've never even like been in a room adjacent to to a room he's in i don't fucking know but that's that's kind of what i think what i would imagine because it does i can't imagine that someone like that actually exists that that's that douchey so bravo to him maybe he's a it's, I think he's a really good actor um, based on like I, the, his performances that I've seen thus far. <laughs> I hate him almost as much as I hate Ramsey fucking Bolton, right? <laughs> like, like he's good at it. And uh, Ben Askren on the other hand is like, you know, it's fucking funky Ben Askren. Like his thing is being down to earth. And he's like, very smart. He's clever. He's good at uh, press conferences. Uh, he, he just, if you were to talk to him for a little bit, you'd be like, oh, this guy's with it. He's sharp. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and, and, you know, his fighting style has allowed for that. You know, he hasn't been hit a lot ever. Uh, mm -hmm. He's 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 uh, he's a cool guy. He's got a cool fighting style. And uh, did you see his promo that he made where he's doing the, the Rocky, Rocky four yes. workout? 
I liked it a lot. A lot I of have a lot to of humor. believe the promotion helped him produce that. He did great. I agree. I loved it, but I don't think it was just him and his wife out there in the snow making it. Uh, frankly, I do. Okay. Like that, that was come on. That was some pretty low quality shit. I, mean, I thought it was honest, amazing. But... Maybe that's why I think this. Yeah. Dude, me and you can make that in two afternoons. Like 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 there was nothing. What in there was impressive? I, I mean, I hear you, but I. I... Like, like the parts where he duplicated what, so for those who don't know, he made this little montage replicating the montage of, of Sylvester Stallone working out in Rocky four. And if, in case you've never seen that movie in Rocky four, he's going to fight, uh, Ivan Dragoff or whatever, like, like, um, big giant Russian guy played by Dolph Lundgren. And to do it, he's going to go to Russia to train. So he's training in like this remote Russian farmhouse and his workouts are all like rustic, right? There's no high, no like Chopping modern wood, flipping tires, pull ups off tree limbs, running through knee, knee deep snow. There's a part, um, you know, doing lunges with uh, with lumber on his back, and uh, you know, doing uh, pull downs with like just pulleys and rope and and bags of sand and stuff like that. Uh, literally putting the a yoke on his back, like the kind you would attach to farm animals to plow. Uh, and then there's a part in the movie where. Um, like some, the KGB guys, I think maybe, or, or that are supposed to be following mm -hmm. and maybe they get stuck in the snow and he either drags their car or maybe he drags a farmer's wagon, something like that. Well, in Ben Askren's video, he doesn't have access to a fucking wagon and he can't pull a car. So he gets his two little kids in a, in a little snow, um, um, like a radio flyer. Maybe is that what it, like a little, what, what are those? A sled in oh. a little sled, and he ties the rope to himself, and he's he's running with them, like like pulling them through the snow, and they're throwing snowballs at him. It's cute, but it's like I made that shit in two days. Like like he, the guys <laughs> that he's like hitting gloves with. Like if it's the promotion, we find a lookalike, right? We find a guy who looks like the uh, the black guy that he trains with in in Rocky. It's not Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed's dead in this one. Spoiler alert: that happens at the beginning of the movie. The whole movie. Um, the whole movie's because of that. Whole movie's because of that. I must break you fucking good it's if fucking he dies shit. he dies oh that's the best quote yeah that's the best. and then and then the whole movie gets ruined at the end because sylvester D sloan does this fucking weepy fucking patriotic like anti-cold war speech to like the soviet government in the middle of the ring he's like yo tonight i just realized that maybe <laughs> maybe if y'all like me and if i like you then maybe we can all get along yo and it's like I think maybe there's some bigger issues at hand causing the Cold War, Stallone. Like, like maybe it's, I was the maybe right age for that movie. I aged Thirteen-year-old Woody's like Rocky just solved the Cold War. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> yeah. my favorite. My favorite Rocky. I love that. Meanwhile, if it really happened. They'd have, they'd have fucking stuck him with a polonium ball bearing, and he'd have died of cancer <laughs> like eight weeks later. <laughs> yeah, have you seen that? Who's that Russian politician? Where like. Just out of nowhere, he started visibly dying from being poisoned. Like I think the that's guy the guy like, having the um, death pool. No, no, it's a different. This is a. No, wild they've got thing. him locked up right now, and the rumor is they are slowly poisoning him. I, I read that recently. Well, then they easy hope, money. I mean, I'm sure they got better at it since this other guy. Who? Oh my god, I, I can't believe I'm not remembering this story. Russian guy poisoned. Uh, anyway, on the press conference thing. I can't wait. I think it's April 17th. I'm suddenly yeah. very interested. The yeah. press conference did its job. It made me hate one of the fighters, take an interest in the fight. I don't know well, how Ben Askren wins. I don't know how he can do it. I, I His striking is so bad, and it's a freaking boxing contest. But I, you know what? I, I, I don't like so. Jake Paul boxed one guy. Two. Or is he three uh, and a or two? But 
But like I was gonna say, like one guy that was like an athlete, and he did, yeah. he did beat him. Uh, but the other the other matches, there wasn't enough there. I I personally think like I, I half agree with Kyle. Um, I'm deep on this stuff, by the way. This is like the content I take in. I, I'm in with Kyle that he's an actor and he plays it up. But I do think an element of that is to deflect the fact that he doesn't really know how else to act. He can only do the character. Um, this is a guy that got famous when he was like 18 or 17 and has been frozen in time as what happens with with people that, that get a lot of fame early on. Um, he's always been this guy. He's always been this character. So I feel like to an extent, it's kind of he's, he's spent just as much time in the last few years being this character as he has been Jake Paul. And I thought it perfectly hit its stride when he was challenging Connor and he was going off on Connor. And I happened to like it. And I was like, oh, I'd love to see him get beat up by Connor. This would be great. Or, mm-hmm. or on the weird chance that Jake just knocks him out randomly. Like it could happen. A punch can get lucky. I would love to see that. Either way, I would like to see those guys hit each other. I'm down for it. And it worked when it was Connor. And he said all that stuff. But now with this guy, Ben, like you're looking at it and you're like, God, you look childish. Because of how this guy's being, you got to read the room. You got to adapt. And that press conference was so exactly as you said, like it was like high school improv jokes at recess when you're in the seventh grade or whatever. Like it's like the type of things that he was saying. I was like, just don't, you don't have to keep talking. You're not up there with Conor McGregor. This guy's chilling, man. He's chilling. Like he actually, even if you beat him, it doesn't look like he really cares. It sounds like he's here. He's coming and he's collecting the bag. I wasn't a big fighting fan, so I didn't know who he was and started looking up, looking into his stuff and, and everything after the fact. But Jake Paul's been a heel, and it's been one of those entertaining and enjoyable heels. But recently, like once, like this guy's just too chilling for me to even like. It's like, bro, this is a real guy, and you're in here like a, a like a young thug, like caricature, like uh, like a rapper vibe. You're you're yelling and you're standing. Um, and then at one point, Ben puts his hand on his face and pushes it. And Jake kind of does a, a little not punch hit on his the side of him. And he doesn't move and he walks away. And later, Jake Paul was like, oh, I gave him a clean pound on the side of his ribs. Like, boom. And I was like, that's not what happened. <laughs> he like did this weird slap thing. It was just, it was so awkward. The whole thing was awkward. And I love that shit, which is why I'm also excited for like that YouTubers versus TikTok boxing i don't know if you know anything about <laughs> that but youtubers and tiktokers <laughs> box i love you there's a whole picture for it and everything i love the idea of like youtubers that i don't really watch fighting tiktokers that i don't really watch and everyone's gonna hit each other like i'm happy to spend 30 dollars on that order some pizza call over some friends that fucking yeah. hate these people and hate this content but we get to watch them all punch Dude, i'm good yeah. i'm good with it I want Ben Askren to beat Jake Paul so much now. I completely fell for whatever act Jake Paul has going, hook, line, and sinker. I'm the mark, not the smart mark, the other one (laughs) who just wants to I'm the rube who wants to see Jake Paul lose because he got me. And I don't know how Ben Askren can win this. His striking is not that good. Jake Paul looks great on a bag. He looked great against uh, Nate, whatever his name was, who is also a heavy bag. We do have a standing bet. Oh, who did I pick? Do, do I have Jake Paul, Paul to win? Yeah, I picked Askren. I'm not sure I lose that bet, I, but I want to. Tough. Now. That's a tough one. 
Because yeah. I, I think that's why he did the Rocky thing is because Jake Paul's always talking about how he's got the best nutritionist, the best trainers mm. training him, the best facility, and he does. He's putting a ton of money in it. And it's like Ivan Drago when he was like all hooked up in Rocky Four with all the wires and the doctors and the scientists, and they're like maximizing the efficiency of his workout. And like I love that video because I didn't see it until you showed me just now. He's just like kind of like, yeah, okay, well, I'm Rocky, bro. I'm lifting <laughs> wood and fucking digging snow. And dude, yeah, I, 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 he can't, he can't, he's got to be able to knock Jake Paul out though. Like if you're a bad MMA fighter, like that's like, if you're, if you're the worst race car driver, it doesn't matter. You're going to smoke me at racing, even so if I trained is, for months. Right. Uh, ben Askren is, nope. a, is a grappling specialist. He's a very good grappler. He was an NCAA champion multi-champion i'm not sure but he's very successful in college and then in his pro career he spent most of his time in the like lesser organizations he fought in one he fought in did he fight in bellator i forget like ones you barely heard of and he did great he was their champion but all through wrestling all he would do is just sort of bend over grab your ankles and start the fight and now he's in a boxing match and it's like well I mean, he's been practicing boxing all this time, but it was never... Dirt boxing, though. He could Did close... Chael you, uh, someone like a wrestler, you could close a space, right? Yeah. Kyle, did I see Chael's what? Take on the fight. His prediction. It's the worst. Chael Sonnen... Who is that? Can, so Chael Sonnen is an MMA fighter. He was elite, very good, fought for three titles or something like that. Um, and now he's a YouTuber who does commentary on MMA. Cool. So he's like, Ben Ashgren is going to win this, clearly. He is a professional fighter against a YouTuber. And Ben Ashgren is a competitor. It doesn't matter what it is. This guy is a competitor. And he is going to bring that natural love and lack of fear of competition to this fight and win. And then I think he went on to say, like, it could be chess. It could be this. It could be He would win because he's a competitor. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's a boxing match. He can't win at chess. Stop doing that. Stop acting like being a competitor is going to make him win at race car driving or chess or whatever. What the fuck? This is the worst analysis ever. Jake's, Jake's, a, Jake's a competitor too, clearly also. Like to be that type of YouTuber even, as ridiculous as it is, like that guy's like competed intensely with his own brother over something as trivial as views. Now he's fighting for literally the respect of adults, something he's never had. He's like fighting so that someone like us here can be like, Jake Paul did it though. Like, hey, at the end of the day, he's an asshole, but he knocked out an MMA. Okay. Yeah. You know, like there comes with like an amount of respect that he's desires. And that's the type of guy that chases something as trivial as views. You know, he's competitive. He's got like, so that edge, I don't even buy into. I, and it looks like Jake's cared for months. He's cared a lot about this. What, what I think it, there's a tiny bit of truth there is it won't be Ben Askren's first time under the lights. Right, Ben Askren's been in Olympic trials for wrestling, NCAA's. He's been in the UFC. He's he, he's gonna walk out there. I'll pretend there's a crowd. There might not be, and be like, okay, another day at the office. This is my whatever thousandth time doing this. Whereas Jake Paul will be his fourth. So maybe less nerves on Ben Askren's part, but it's still a boxing competition, and Ben's not good at that. So how does he win? Kyle, did I miscategorize Chesler? I thought a wrestler. So, so you you nailed it all. But but the thing is, I don't know what the downside of cheating in boxing is. Uh, I watched Conor McGregor fight Floyd Mayweather. It was not 
clean, standard boxing. It was not the sweet science. It was Conor McGregor yanking on him, pulling on him, clenching with him, took his back, messing times. with him, fucking like trying to lay on him, tire him out. And Conor won at least one, maybe two out of five rounds. I think might have those numbers a little. I think it went like off, ten or but... eleven rounds, and he got tired. Okay. He won several rounds against the best boxer in the world, and Connor ain't the best boxer in the world. Um, here we have a very different set of circumstances, but I think a similar outcome. I think you've got Ben Askren, who is going to like really lay on him, clinch with him a lot. Like they're going to be split up over and over and over. And I seriously, I, I seriously doubt that uh, Paul is being trained or his sparring partners. Or anything like Ben Askren, because what do they do? Find a bad boxer for him to fucking get a good look, you know? What do they do? Find uh, a current NCAA wrestler and like, like, hey, uh, you ever you ever box? Um, I got in a fight after gym one night. Perfect. Come on, <laughs> like, like I don't know how you get him that look. That 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 the, how do you duplicate what he's going to be facing in there? And uh, I think that if Askren went in there and tried to like look like a boxer and and follow the rules to the to a T. Yeah, I think he gets smoked, but I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to be all over this guy. Like, like, and look, he's not going to throw him. He's not going to. He's not going to like get a double leg. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that he is going to fight a very dirty boxing match that I don't think that Jake Paul's going to be yeah. ready for. I agree with that. I think someone like a wrestler can close a gap very quickly. Like that's what you specialize in. And like boxing or not, like I don't think Jake Paul is that good of a boxer to adapt for the scenarios that he's going to be in. And I agree with Kyle. I feel like boxing is like, uh, you know, a sweet science, as you said. And I think this guy should, should be able to close the gap really quickly and be inside. And if you're inside in a boxing match, like someone's done, uh, like I, this guy's got it. He's like, he's got to be able to knock out Jake Paul. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, uh, I feel like even if he wins, someone like he, himself being a wrestler, you don't knock out Jake Paul. I don't know if you really did it. Like, I really want you to knock him out. And, and, and as for Jake Paul, he just needs to survive. Even just surviving to the end and, and going and winning a couple rounds, I, I think that's worthy of, of respect to an extent, you know? It's I a cool matchup. It's a guy. cool matchup. It, it, and it makes for conversations like this because it is such a cool matchup. You know, if if Jake Paul were fighting Conor McGregor, We'd be talking about how silly this is, how Connor's gonna fuck him up. If Jake Paul were fighting, but he wanted it. He wanted it badly. That that. Connor oh, of course he fight. did. That would be one hell of a payday. I think that, that was a drop ball by. I wanted to take that fight. We all want to fight Connor McGregor. That was that was a bad move. He definitely. They should have had that fight set up. I mean, Jake oh. Paul positioned himself there with in, in a game of clout chess. Jake Paul positioned himself there in a win-win scenario. He wins if he gets knocked out. He wins if they don't do anything and it looks like they're scared of him. And he wins if he goes in there and and loses. Like no matter what, he's he's gonna he was he was gonna win that. But then this Ben Ben Askren, like I like I was saying before, I watched the the press conference and I'm like, oh no, you're equipped for like the showmanship of of, of a Connor scenario. And this guy's just like, he looks like such an adult. It really did make him look like, it made him look like a dumbass YouTuber. And I always hate when that happens. 
Because I'm a dumbass YouTuber, but I don't want people to know. This guy's got kids and all with the same woman. I don't think you understand who you're facing. <laughs> uh, Jake Paul's the yeah. favorite. I didn't realize that. 220, minus 220 favorite. Um, that's cool. That's just cool for him being the favorite. Like, and That's uh, a long journey for this guy who was going to have a YouTube boxing match. And now like he's being the favorite, even though th these aren't boxers. Still cool. Still a cool thing. My books, anyways. Demetrius Johnson says he wants uh, Ben Askren to win, but doesn't see how that could happen. Uh, I don't know. Why are we making Jake Paul stronger then? Why are we feeding him these people like, like you know, Nate Robinson and people that he's going to knock out? Like, why give him more power? He's carefully he's draw, managing his career. We're creating right? a monster. We are. He's, got, he's, he's got good at it. Draw, he's right? good like, at it. Are, are more people going to watch this for Ben Askren or for him? For him. But I different people are going to come yeah. for different reasons. I'm coming for Ben Askren. But I bet there's a lot of people who are coming for Jake Paul, and that's the I beauty. Bet you're of this. In, a, when, in a small minority there. Like he's I'm definitely not. If, no, no way. I, I would say Paul? it's. I, look, I'm, there's definitely an A side and B side, and maybe Jake Paul is the A side. But that's not to say that the B side is it, 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 it accounts weak. for nothing. Right. Like you know, the the B side of this is strong because it represents all of mixed martial arts. Nobody who's an MMA fan would go watch a Jake Paul f fight normally, and and nobody is a little that's bit true. all encompassing, but. The majority, I think it's fair to say, of MMA fans, the guys who bought last Saturday night's pay-per-view, for example, to, to, to watch Nganu fight, they're not interested in fucking Jake Paul until they hear that he's fighting Funky Ben They're Astrid. not interested in fucking Jake Paul? Sorry, would you Well, say? they might want to fuck him. He's, he's kind of cute. He's cute. But <laughs> he, he's a real cutie. All right? man. Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, they're not showing up to watch Jake Paul fight I don't know, name some YouTuber or TikToker that they've never fucking heard of, but they will show up to watch them fight Funky Ben, who's this real fan favorite. You know, he's a guy that, that, that Joe Rogan was singing his praises for years. And like, um, I love him. I love him. I, I liked his short career in the UFC. If it was, if nothing else, incredibly entertaining. Was it two fights or three? I know he beat Robbie Lawler in that, Madhouse three. He beat Robbie Lawler. He lost to Mass Fidel, and then did he lose one after that? I don't recall the third one. I the the two that really stick out because they were both fucking like like they're the kind of fights that I think would be good to show to someone who's never seen MMA before, and you're trying to introduce them to the sport. There are some fights that are like that. That's really is the third one. Ah, that's an interesting matchup. I'm I'm assuming he lost that. He did, yeah, and then he retired. Yeah, makes sense. If you can't beat Maya, uh, you know, then then your rest, your your funky wrestling isn't going to cut it. If if you can't beat someone who who really should be in your wheelhouse of competitors, you should beat. But he beat Robbie Lawler, and it wasn't quite yet the ghost of Robbie Lawler. And shit, the ghost of Robbie Lawler is going to be a terrifying fucking individual. Let's be real, mm -hmm. because just because of his fighting style, that was a wild fight. Very entertaining to watch. I loved it. It was just like. Holy shit, what's happening? Oh my god. What what what? It's it's got to be over. Wait, it's not over? He's coming back from that? It it was wild. It was fucking mm -hmm. wild. And then of course, he has that 8 second fight with Jorge Masvidal with with so much I shit say. talking. Let's be honest, two. Like like <laughs> if it was 5, it's only because it took 3 seconds for someone to come over and stop it. Like it was it, that fight lasts lasted however long it takes to run halfway across an yeah. octagon. Imagine running 15 feet as fast as you can. That was the length of the fight. That was the length of the fight. Yeah. A, a shocking 
knee to the fucking skull knockout that's going to be part of highlight reels for decades to come and you if and there had been so much shit talking the kind that makes money shit talking mm. leading up to that it was a beautiful thing and and i felt awful for robbie but i felt great for jorge because i like them both i stopped liking jorge he lost me He's been dodging too many fights. He's too many too much he wants Usman again. He wants he wants him again. He's getting yeah, him. Usman, you think he can handle Usman? He can't. He already lost every round. The Argentinian left Usman. <laughs> Nigerian, but I'll work with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's American. Is he not? He's probably, Usman, probably Eastern he's, European or something, right? He's Nigerian. He is a big. He's a big, terrifying black man. Nigerian. Is he That's the Nigerian nightmare, or is that in Ghana? I think it's Usman. They're both terrifying men. They could both be Nigerian nightmares as far as I'm concerned. I believe you. I was just, Usman sounded like like a Bosnian contractor to me. He looks like like an African contract fucking African guy. He's a terror. In Ganu? That sounds very African. I would would guess African. Ganu. Yeah, Ingano's first job was like the salt Ingunu. mines of Nigeria or something, or emerald <laughs> mines. Like he literally worked there. Sorry, that is not part of a language. I had something in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thinks that my name has the uh, at the end, but I just had something in my teeth at the press I have conference. Really, very difficult OCD to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Snapping, like tapping his head, all sorts of stuff. So while Harley is still absent, we're going to hear from a couple of wonderful sponsors. This episode of PKA is brought to you by a company we know and love, Postmates. You know what's great about eating your favorite thing? Eating it. You know what's not great? Going and getting it. And the only fast things that do deliver, not what you're craving. That's where Postmates steps in, the app that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants. Imagine anything you want to eat delivered. Don't have to drive, park, or even talk on the phone to order. Download the app and order 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. You can even see where your food is and track your driver. You forgot to get the eggs and milk? No problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for the perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term Munchies booty call. For a limited time, Postmates is giving you $100 of free free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app today and use code PKA. That's code PKA for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA. That's code PKA for $100 of free delivery for your first seven days. Just use the code PKA. $100 $100 over seven days. You guys are going to be eating like kings. Take advantage of it. My God. <laughs> that, that, that offer won't last forever. Believe me. This episode of PKA is also brought to you by GOAT.com. If you're buying sneakers online, there's a very good chance that the shoe you're buying is fake. How can you be sure it's real? Well, GOAT.com is the safest way to buy and sell authentic sneakers online. They're the largest marketplace in the world for authentic Yeezys, Jordans, and over 600,000 sneaker listings. They've made the whole process frictionless and trustworthy. They do this by only accepting sellers with the best reputation and by verifying all sneakers to ensure their authenticity for buyers. Every single detail is inspected from the stitching and color to the size and weight. GOAT certifies that every single pair of sneakers on their site matches exact factory specifications. With over half a million sneakers on the platform and 10 10 million users, you're not going to find better prices for verified 100% authentic sneakers anywhere else. Find the perfect 100% authentic sneaker at goat.com slash PKA. That's goat.com slash PKA. Plus, you'll also be supporting the show, but you got to go right now before the sneakers you want are gone. When you go to goat.com slash PKA, spelled G-O-A-T dot com slash PKA, 
100% authentic sneakers. Go check those out. Get them before they're gone. Don't be don't be a silly Billy who goes and gets fake shoes you're all excited about and then they show up and it's and it's just a pair of bullshit new balances, you know? You get yourself high quality, 100% authentic Yeezys. Listen to the man. Or listen to the man. Preach it. That was uh you know, I, that wasn't even a read. That was, <laughs> that was just from the heart. <laughs> uh, yeah. Taylor. So check them out. Oh, I, I'm sorry. There is it redone? Yes, sir. What are you watching on YouTube lately? What is the algorithm uh, pumping into your head? Recently, my algorithm... I mean, it, it's funny because my algorithm is a constant trickle of 18th century cooking. <laughs> like, there's, there's always a couple, at least one of those suggested because I watch, I love that channel. I, I'm not memeing. I really do love that channel. Uh, other than that, because I watched a lot of Juji Mufu recently and before Juji for the couple months that he was kind of out of commission, I was watching Brian Shaw's channel a lot. Mm -hmm. I was watching uh, Larry Wheels. He's really good. Um, that, that dude's yoked out of his mind. Uh, who else? A couple other big guys, Robert Oberst, who's the guy, his claim to fame, strongest shoulders in America. He's the guy who says don't deadlift if you don't need to, unless you're practicing for the deadlift. Um, and I've been watching. Has, but what is it? Hygiene issues? What? Why does he always look so bad? Does it, he? I think he just looks like a sweaty dude. What? That beard is not flattering. He's. Oh, he's no, I guess not. Mega fat. He he he's like the Danny DeVito of strongman competitions. It, like it like are you trying to look your worst? Always. <laughs> I don't. I mean, he clearly is playing in because I think one of his like shirts that he sells is said like says like strong and pretty, and maybe he's playing up the fact that he's a very ugly man, but he's also he's tall enough and wide enough that like he can look however he like with, with his nasty ass beard. He looks like a Viking warrior. Like, like right off of the, the planes or fucking boat, wherever they're fighting, he looks like he just stepped off that. He's huge. Like, I feel like you get a lot more leeway on your disgusting hygiene when you're also like six foot nine. You're so impressed with like, like this imaginary dude. If he's in a sword fight, I don't even know that he wins. If he knows, well, I mean, he probably doesn't even know how to swing a sword. Not like me, Master Bladesman. <laughs> I have been studying the blade since the beginning. I've been studying, I've been studying the blade these six <laughs> I've been studying the blade. <laughs> Taylor, the blade of the Midwest, of course. No, I think that uh, he, he looks more like a battle axe man or maybe a war hammer kind war of guy. Hammer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you he would. You uh, couldn't toss him Gimli style, but he does look, he has a very... Uh, lord of the rings dwarf face like like very round very fat i empathize with you there man you can't do anything about having a fat face but like his is like strong man fat face we're like i have i've ever since i've been a young boy i've had very very supple cheeks but his like protrude he, I, he's powering so many calories into his body every day he just appears to be like trying to fail almost with regards to he just doesn't look his best he looks his worst and it, I, like every time I see him, I'm like, "Did you? God, like, damn, what is harsh? It's so funny. This is a thought. I'm harsh. I've, I've this motherfucker. What is, what is like? Are you even fucking trying? No, because you look like a, you, you look like the strongest homeless man yes. that ever lived. Imagine a you motherfucker that wakes up every day and, and combs his hair with a balloon. Macro, just like wicka 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 wicka, and then the trash man. <laughs> he combs his hair with a balloon. He roughs up his fucking unkept beard. He's 
a hundred pounds of overweight and body fat. Well, but that's not fair when you're talking about strong men. Like they, you know, all the other strong men are losing weight. Brian Shaw's getting fitter. Thor's looking fitter. They're fighting. They're getting ready for a fight. uh, It's because they're like semi moving out of the strong man sphere. Well, they look good for it. Yeah, he does look way better. I was, I I obviously followed Brian Shaw's channel really closely. And like, first of all, him laying in that, what's it called? DEXA scan where they do (sighs) him laying in that machine. It's like, they should have taken him to like a horse farm and let him <laughs> use that. Elephant farm. It was yeah. absurd how like, and he's such, he seems like such a gentle giant where he's like, I don't know if I'm going to fit in here. And it's like, oh, he's playing it up to be, and it's like, oh, oh no, he, he really might not fit in there. And, and the results, like the guy lost like, I don't know, 30 pounds. And it said he like gained body fat. He clearly didn't. He clearly, clearly didn't. This DEXA scan is inaccurate because he doesn't fit in the machine. Yeah, and it was like he was too kind to point that out that yeah. that they gave him an inaccurate <laughs> DEXA scan. He didn't want to tell everyone that that's obviously what happened. Like, uh, and I'm also being suggested all the strongman and like juji like grip strength stuff because I've been watching or I watched this show on stream actually Taylor Merck on Twitch uh, called the strongest men in history. And it's these guys going around doing strength challenges from like olden days where it's like this guy in the old west lifted a horse over his head. And it's like, well, that's clearly made up. We're going to do it with, I don't know, what's reasonable? 700 pounds? We'll do. We'll do. And then, of course, like Eddie Hall's Someone like, find oh, you, a you pony. Think, uh, yeah, you think you think 700 is pretty challenging? Really? I expected more from you, Brian. And it's like, okay, 900. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Sticking with three digits. Interesting, Brian. Like, they just talk, <laughs> they talk shit to each other. Like, the, the clip of Eddie Hall standing under the. You know, obviously, like the two stands where they have the barbell on it and they put 550 pounds on it. And he, with his arm like this, gets it up off both sides. Single arm barbell press. Only got it like an inch on either side. You don't above. do those? 550 pounds. That's, That's pushed it's in a one mind, for me. Yeah, it's a mind-blowing amount of strength to do that. It's so I cool. saw I saw a clip of them, and maybe this is from that same show. It would seemingly have to be. But they're all at this like diner in i think in england and there's a part where eddie hall like has to take a shit and they won't let him out of the booth they're they're like like, (laughs) they're like keeping him in and and and, like like they won't move and he's just like visibly uncomfortable he's like no no i really really (laughs) i i have to take a power lifter shit you don't even understand (laughs) and and, like like because god knows how many calories he eats a day they were eating a meal like like the they were right in the middle of what had to be a 6,000 calorie meal. Like it involved multiple ice creams and like half a dozen burgers and a pile of nachos and fries and shit. Like mm-hmm. they were eating more food than a normal man eats in three days. Yeah. Each one meal at once. It was cheesecake. They were eating yep. multiple slices of cheesecake each. And I don't mean two or four. Like they had like five slices of fucking cheesecake each and ice cream to go with it or something like that. Yeah. It was absurd. And they, I remember the senior talk they they all got like I remember watching it because they all got like a full pound burger in front of them. But then there's like a plate of ribs and wings and they eat for probably 25 minutes before like all those men are like, "All right, you guys want to start on the burgers?" Pretty <laughs> excited. I've been looking forward to the burger and it's like, "How are you not just vomiting?" Oh yeah, cuz you're 6'9 and you weigh yeah, it, Brian's really slim now. He's a svelte, four hundred pounds. <laughs> you know, just I just I, that's what I I've used been to, most of you recently. I, I just to, love these strongman channels. 
I used to hang out with uh, like a guy that was doing uh, bodybuilding competitions and stuff, and I'd hang out with him on Sundays, <clears throat> and we'd eat like pigs on uh, watching football. This is like way this is like twelve years ago, mm-hmm. um, and he'd come over, and he was like one of the biggest guys at the gym, and he was going to compete, and we would order every single Sunday. It was like everyone chose a place that they liked. So like I always chose Domino's and I would get like the breadsticks, cheese sticks, pizza. Um, uh, my cousin would get this place Dagwoods, which made like 12 inch subs. And they would have like a party platter with a whole bunch of six inch subs. Um, and we would do like, you know, three places like that and wings. So we'd have like sandwiches, wings, pizza, and um, we'd eat like crazy. But the difference was the, uh, the guy who was competing, he came with like his own food first. So before we ordered and we were figuring out what we were doing, this was his Sunday. So it was like his carbo shock day or whatever the fuck his plan <laughs> yeah. was. Um, and he ate like a double Big Mac, supersized fries, the McChicken on the side. He had a big ass milkshake. Then our food would come. Now he's eating with us. And I'm like destroyed. I'm like finished. And I thought I was a bigger. I'm like destroyed. And then he would go upstairs when he was done. Every All the food's cleaned out. He'd go upstairs and come down. And he had a pie. And I always thought the pie was the funniest. <laughs> and he'd eat this whole pie after all that. And then he would sit down, close his eyes while we're watching football. Like, and it's like the first games aren't even done. And he would sleep through the, all the second games. <laughs> and we'd like, wait. And he j- just grew. I'm telling you, bro. We'd look at him and be like, yo, he's growing. He's growing. And he's just there like this. And I swear to God, in his sleep, he was growing. And it fucking, it, I love that. I love, I just love everything about that. I love all the the workout guys. I heard, I was listening to you guys when I was doing my thing, and uh, I had to eat something real quick. And, ro- and Woody, by the way, you fucking roast that guy. I don't know who you were talking about, but I was listening, and you were like, he just looks terrible. Is he trying? <laughs> I Is he trying? And I was listening. He it was actually pretty the intense. Was it was good. I liked it dig. though. We, um, <laughs> he's talking it, about this guy I'll, I'll link the channel but go if ahead. i was going to own a restaurant it would be one of those like um stoner restaurants that uh, <laughs> we ordered from in denver that one time it was like their whole menu had like cutesy names that had they were like marijuana names for all the food and all their food was perfectly like created for people who are stoned as fuck and have the munchies nothing was healthy everything was like over the top and silly I remember we got these milkshakes that had like fruity pebbles in them. It was like fruity pebble milkshakes and and just everything was ridiculous. It was so good. So good. I, I had that a weed, a weed fruity pebble uh, weed dessert at L.A. There's a restaurant in L.A. where they give you joints and you smoke at the table and they bring you food. And they had like a fruity pebble dessert thing. But, you know, sometimes you get high and food that like on other highs or other scenarios, you'd be like, that would be so good. But sometimes your high just doesn't connect mm-hmm. or you're just maybe like you get high and you're too freshly high. You're like more scared about life than you are hungry. <laughs> so you can't think about eating. And like, she came by, she was like the fruity pebble dessert. And I was like, just scared that a waitress is talking to me. I'm like that. high. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. Anyways, the person next to me ended up getting the fruity pebble dessert. And I was like, and then when it comes and you're high, you're like, Oh, let me get a taste of that. And it was fucking <laughs> good. It was good. Like I was blown away. I was. I like savory stuff when I'm high. Like, like I'm. I'm not so much into desserts. Like I would never like just kill a pint of ice cream or a gallon of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Salty treats though. Mm. Uh, but like pizza and tacos and nachos and like yeah. French fries and stuff like that. Like chips. 
that's ch- chips. Steak over sure. cake, baby. Like, like 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 anything that comes in a bag and isn't good for you. Macaroni and cheese, like like all. That's the kind of shit that I want if I'm high. Me too. I like. I like I'm always. So <laughs> I I like a good like I love hamburgers and sandwiches. Like when I'm high, like you bring out like party. You guys have party sandwiches? Yeah. Or is this like a weird? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Party sandwiches, bro. Like that's the type of thing you bring, and I like I will fucking dome the whole box <laughs> instantly. Like I stop thinking, and then I get this weird thing. Like I'm like I like sometimes I'm high and I'm eating. Like I eat fast. I'm like I know I'm rushing. I know I'm eager. But I'm not consciously thinking about. It. I'm just like eating fast and like I'm just like. Do you guys do mushrooms? I have, <laughs> no. and it went poorly. Yeah, yeah. Kyle had a. Bad it is a weird drug. Some type type of drug that like makes you look at your number one best friend and you like feel awkward around them. If it's not like if it's just the vibe is weird, you could look at someone like I've had someone who I've done mushrooms with, and like I left with like we were like three best friends, and we left. And- like yo we're never speaking ryan again <laughs> was that fucking weird you're like yeah man he saw his face on on the bed there on the couch he was like making that face i was like i hated that face <laughs> and like now we're done with that guy that's it we're done you know but that's, that's also doing it at like Does, 18 do mushrooms, do mushrooms make you hungry or no they I can they can like the i think it's the thing is i smoke weed during it at the same time so i guess i'm all I, yeah, I've, you, I've, that, uh, that's a contaminated experience. You don't know if it is. Yeah, I've contaminated the, the stream, so I don't know. Yeah. Does that make yeah. it? Um, but that's. Uh, uh, eating. Um, the, I don't know what weed does to it, but eating like toned it down. Like like that was the, the way that I was able to come down a little bit is when I finally ate some food. Um, that, that time I took those mushrooms and had that nightmare experience. Do you think it was the food or like the fact what that happened? I was passing finally? Man, I didn't know what I was fucking doing. Like, I had done mushrooms before, but I was so afraid of them because it was a new thing that we we almost like microdosed the amount we had. It was like me and a girlfriend, and like I think maybe we had an eighth, like an eighth of an ounce. And like instead of splitting it, we each just ate a little, and nothing really happened. So then later on, like the next day, we ate what was left, and what was left was only enough to like make colors pretty, mm-hmm. which. I think for a lot of people would be like, yeah, sounds good. Colors are pretty now. We went to a park. The greens were so green. It was yeah, it was actually seemed scary. It was actually nice, um, but it, it it wasn't the experience that I was going for because I wanted something new and something powerful. Um, so like two years later, I'm with a different girl at my house, and she's got either she got them or I got them. I got them. That's right. I remember now, and I got again an eighth of an ounce, but this time. I ate the majority of it and I gave her, you know, whatever she was willing to eat, but I ate the majority of an eighth of an ounce of, of mushrooms. And then like some kind of a fucking moron, we went out. I drove us 20 minutes to like go to dinner. And and, and like, I still to this day can't fathom why at a restaurant, like with a waitress coming over your table and being like, are you okay, sir? Do you want a drink? Oh, you have no idea. Like, I'll go through this quickly. That's I told terrifying. You That's... I'm driving down the fucking interstate and the road is stretching like a rubber band in front of me. <laughs> like it's being pulled away. Yeah, from for me. sure. Dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And then like I get a text message from Kitty and she's like, hey, will you pick me up some carrots from the grocery store? And for some reason, I should have been like, nah, I'm fucked up. I can't be going to extra places. But I was just like, well, sure. ask you to destroy the one ring. Like, then just, yeah, she might as well have been like a fucking Mordor. Like, so we go into Mordor, a.k.a. Walmart, 
and I am freaking out, man. Like, yeah. like I am, I am inching closer and closer to a panic attack. And I, I have actual like panic attacks. Like I, I'll go unconscious if I don't have like water to throw in my face, panic attacks, like full Tony Soprano panic attacks. I feel it coming on as we're standing in line at Walmart. So I, I'm, I start making my way to the bathroom. I know if I make it to cold water, I'm a okay. That throwing that in my face is just like flipping a switch for those. For me, I never made it. I passed out face first into one of those carousels. They hang sunglasses on at like department stores. <laughs> Wake up and I'm surrounded oh by a, a, a crowd. There's a cr- retard. That must have been hilarious for anyone watching. You're like, like banging. Bam. No, it was scary. Over. They don't know what's happened to me. No, they, they absolutely dying. knew you were on drugs. They did not. They absolutely did not. They, they, they didn't. They, I, I was like, oh, my blood sugar got low. I'm diabetic. And mm. so you I wake up dilating and then <laughs> don't look at my eyes. Did you see that crackhead? Did you see so that like, crackhead I, I had my fighting sun- the glasses case? <laughs> I had my sunglasses on so they can't see my eyes. So like I wake up and surrounded by a crowd of people. Someone's getting me like a Gatorade or something out of like one of the coolers that's there when you check out at Walmart. Free Gatorade. Um, and like uh, my, 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 my lady friend comes over and she's like, come on, we're getting out of here. And, and some chick in the crowd is like, he's got to stay. He's 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 hurt, and she's she's like, I'm Whoa. an EMT. He's coming with me, and so I'm I'm like, thank. Was God. she? Yeah, and so that would have been a sick mushroom lie. Sometimes your brain works. Right? Weird. <laughs> you just get creative as fuck, and you're like, good call. You're like, I don't even know how I came up with that. <laughs> been a sweet mushroom lie. <laughs> we get to the door, and yeah, just like you lied on shrooms, you're just like on cruise control. Sometimes <laughs> we get to the door, and there's cops and an ambulance there, and like the and I walk past them, of course, because like I'm all good. And the cop, like, I guess the crowd was like, it was that guy. And the cop, like, catches up to me. And she, she's like, hey, why are you walking away from me? And I'm like, you're here for me? Like, like, what did I do? She's like, they said you fell. I was like, yeah, I fell. My my, my blood pressure, my, my blood sugar was low. I didn't feel well. I, am I in trouble for falling? Like, like <laughs> I break, I didn't break anything. She's like, well, um, I, I guess not. You sure you're okay? Like, like she's kind of thrown off by this. I'm like, it's working. It's working. <laughs> and like the ambulance, the, the EMTs are there like with their ambulance and, uh, and, and, and they come up and they're like, where's the guy at? And she's like, apparently this is the guy. And, and I'm like, Hey guys, how's it going? She, they're like, this is the guy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm all good. I got, I got a low blood sugar. I just need to go over there and get some barbecue. And they're like, sounds good to me. I like the ribs. And I'm so, so we, we fucking go to the barbecue restaurant, eat barbecue and uh, I, I just remember the girl being like, can we go now? And, and me being like, I think I'm still too fucked up to go. Um, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the bathroom and look at my eyes. So I go in the bathroom. I look and I'm all good. My eyes look normal now. Okay, okay. Lucky. I come back to the table and she's trying to play it cool, not to stress me out anymore. She's like, so I saw they got blueberry pie. And I'm like, we're going fucking home. She's like, oh, thank God. Closes the menu, throws it. <laughs> she's like, I don't really want blueberry pie. I want to get the fuck out of here. And when we pulled into my driveway... I've never been so happy in my life. Like there was this moment of like all the stress leaving and this pure happiness washed Jubilation. over me. Yeah. And, and, and it wasn't just relief for having like gotten out of this nonsense. It, it was also part, partly from the mushrooms. It had to be because when we got into my bedroom, we just sat in bed and hugged each other and laughed and, and, and just, just were so overwhelmed <laughs> With happiness <laughs> and relief, and so much that's stress. The oh, that you're like we're alive, and we're you have, alive. I'll I'm never so scared I, at Walmart. Was, 
I, I can't tell you even now why I decided to go out. Um, I, I, I really, it doesn't make sense to you me. You were on mushrooms. Here. I saw you, you made a mushroom decision. Like, yeah, let's go out. I wasn't high when I made the decision. I was sober. And I, I, I don't oh, understand why shit. I made that decision. I really don't. It's, it's so stupid. Huh? Had you done shrooms prior to that? Like, did you know what to expect? Kind of, or not really? Well, like I said, I had done it like a couple years prior, but not enough, only enough to like make colors interesting. And I wasn't driving back then. I was just being driven to a park to like enjoy mm -hmm. the, the wilderness. Um, but, but yeah, it, stupid doesn't begin to explain, um, um, or, or define like, like what I did that day. Reckless, foolish. I, I, I completely regret it. It was, it was an awful thing that I did. Uh, I mean that I feel stupid and embarrassed by that story, but it is funny. I'm glad you. it is it. funny. You know, yeah, like and maybe somebody will hear embarrassed by that shitting story in my ex's house. It that makes my teeth. Hurt. I think yours is worse, frankly. It's it because like I'll never see those people at Walmart again. Oh, I'll never see these people again. Yeah, but they they know who you are, and, and they like, do you, know who I am. <laughs> like they're 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 sitting on their couch right now watching this, going like, "Yeah, he fucking ruined the foyer." <laughs> I didn't ruin it. It was hardwood. At least, I mean, oh, I can imagine a little bit of my shit got under the 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 molding at the bottom or something. This fool goes into one of those like half bathrooms to take a shit at a girlfriend's house, and it overflows shit all over the floor and into the hallway. Oh. It was it was the most oh, humiliating. Okay. I, was, I think I guess I was seventeen, senior year of high school, so like twelve, thirteen oh, no. years ago. Like I, I wanted to kill myself for at least but a few. Her days. dad was mad. Her dad it was wasn't mad. Even her, her dad. Her dad was like a, like a kind of passive guy. wasn't very involved. I remember what was it? Uh, this first Star Trek movie came out in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So I was a senior mm -hmm. in high school, and every time I would go over there, he would be watching that in their living room. Every single time he was watching that Star Trek movie again, he just obsessed with star trek loved it but yeah he wasn't the big one it was when i shit and it flowed out of the bathroom into the foyer yeah. his mom or her mom rather yelling like there's shit in my foyer and i just i can i that whole scene there i don't i, I would be hard pressed to find another memory in my head that is as cringy as as well cringy but also like fortified I can see the tile. I can see the toilet. I can see mm. the pictures they had hanging on the wall in the foyer. I know exactly where. You know the, why, right? It's because yeah, you have traumatized. <laughs> it's because you've dwelt on that memory so many times. You've pulled it up and replayed it because that's how memory works. How many times have you replayed that? How many has there been times late at night? Your your head on the pillow, oh, trying to get to bed, oh! <laughs> and, and that comes up, and you and you literally audibly go, nope, 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 nope. Get yeah. out of here. Go away. Nope, uh, nope. Or you're like, you're like hanging out with like a friend or something and you sit there and just, you think about it and you're just quiet. You just kind of go like, fuck. <laughs> like remembering and they're like, what? You're like, nothing. Nothing. But Don't in your head, you're like reliving. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> that happens sometimes. I'm just like, oh my it's God. Like, it's almost like, what? You're like, ah. I was you embarrassed once. I went to a girlfriend's apartment when I was like 18. And like took a really smelly shit in her bathroom and there was no like aerosol spray or anything. And <laughs> I knew that at some point someone smelled the bathroom and it was like, it was, I did my best to like make it not smelly. Like, like as the shit is falling out of me into the water, I am actively flushing. You call that a prison shit, by the <laughs> way, that's how you do it in prison as well. But in prison, <laughs> they've got those like industrial 
aircraft toilets that'll like flush instantaneously over and over and over. So she as you were snaking it out of your asshole, you were flushing like a. It's being drawn out of me. <laughs> it's being drawn out of me like a cat with a ball of yarn. It's just fucking yanking the shit out of me. And and still, the room smelled. I think I maybe even struck a match. I remember striking a match, but that didn't do much for it. And I just remember thinking, like, I hope she doesn't tell her friends. And I, 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 I hope they don't know I've got smelly poops. They <laughs> <laughs> don't know I've got smelly. Dude, I just, I just had another embarrassing memory pop into my head. This is my fr- oh god, this is my freshman year. Of- Sounds good already. This is my freshman year of college, and I was in some uh, some class. It wasn't a very large class. I don't even remember the subject, but. The teacher, this this nice lady, middle-aged lady, was like, hey, I'm having a get-together at my house. Uh, everyone in the class can come. It was only like 20 people in the class. Very, very small for a college class. And uh, maybe it was like ancient history or something. I don't remember. Some kind of civics. And so uh, I'm like, okay. You know, she was like, this isn't required, but you'll get extra credit, you know, if you come. And I was like, boom, you know, I'm doing fine in this class, but extra credit's always great if I want to, you know, slack off in the future. And so... I go, it's probably like 11 of the 20, 25 people in the class there. And she has one of those kitchens and we were sitting at her kitchen table and then there is a bathroom attached to the kitchen, right? Like very, very close, like another half bath. I go in there, I just pee because I don't have to poop. And then like, as I'm standing there, like washing my hands, I like, like (laughs) I have one of those reverberating farts that is like, I just... And I was in the bathroom, and so I was like, I feel safe. I could just let loose with the fury of, of get it out, get it out. And it was a, it was so loud that I start hearing the people that are there with me laughing outside the door. And I was like, I have to, I once, once again more, the horn, the horn of Helm Hammer Hand will sound in the bathroom. Dude, I have, I have not thought about this in, what is it, almost over 10 years like 10 you years. actually just gave you gave me one actually i um i remember <clears throat> oh going set, up uh, to the kitchen table was so embarrassing <clears throat> on the set of video game high school i was um i was playing a role and there was a whole bunch of extras now there was like these this setup where like i had my changing room but then there was like this room for extras mm-hmm and uh like i remember like walking with like a bunch of people and i was like talking to them and i was like oh yeah hey this is me and they're like, yeah, this is us. And I'm like, sure, I get into my room, close the door behind me. And then I just exactly like what you said, like a reverberating fart, like a braps, a yeah. pungent braps, like a shaboosh. The and I'm like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, like I'm like, that's a good fart, you know. Um, and then I'm like <laughs> taking the shirt to get ready and I turn around. And that's when I realize, like, when I look up, there's no, the, the, the wall doesn't reach the ceiling. <laughs> it's just like open. It was so weird. I was like, look up, and I'm like, what is that design? And now I, I didn't get the the laughing that you got. I got something even worse. I got like a did you, did like whispering. <laughs> like they're whispering. Like they were being polite, being like, yeah, did he did you hear that? Did he <laughs> and I heard the whisper and I was just like, oh fuck. Well, whatever. I mean at that point in life, anyways, I was like, I don't know. I guess it didn't matter. I was like, I if any, if, like it's not the, it's not like I shat on their fucking foyer floor or anything. One thing, one so thing I was always, one thing I was always really careful about was when you're mic'd up, 
and you and you go to the bathroom or something to turn that motherfucker off because like <laughs> yeah, you don't I've been mic'd like that one guy like, oh, they're like, about to catch me. <laughs> yeah, I've been mic'd up a lot, right? I'm, I'm sure you have too. And like you know, we sometimes we just be in the field and like my cameraman has like one ear on all the time, so he's always got me plugged into his ear. So if I walk off, like even even if I'm gonna fart, I'm just like this thing needs to be off unless I am talking. So I, yeah. it's, it always was off. Like, like a lot of the times he'd be like, you have to you'd be like, yeah, turn your mic on. I'm like, no problem at all. That's a whole lot better than me shitting in your ear. <laughs> like, like, like and, a whole lot better than, how can you turn that mic off? You're shitting. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of times where that would happen or like, you know, but you get mic'd up at the very beginning of the day and stay mic'd up all fucking day long. So like, you also have to be careful. Like if you walk off, and like maybe you're a little miffed about something like you don't want to talk shit about somebody like like potentially and then have them be like am i really an asshole like come on man like, like yeah. I'm, I'm sorry that was I, that weren't supposed to hear dude, when, I, when i was like nine i'm remembering this i was playing baseball and i hated baseball you know i was younger than that i must have been like seven because i wasn't that into hockey yet once i got into hockey my dad got more accepting of like okay he's gonna play hockey that's his sport but i was terrible at baseball and and soccer i just had no interest and i was like up to bat once and i i had been telling him like since i was like three up to bat like i've got to go to the i got to go poop so bad right now this is one of those like you know it was a grade school where it's like school's up here then there's like a different field and then kind of a dip down below and then the baseball diamond so it's it's a bit of a jog to get into the bathroom and i kept telling him like i have to i have to go to the bathroom i have to go to the bathroom and i think in his head he knew i hated baseball and he was like this kid's trying to get out of batting so that i lose interest and he doesn't have to play baseball anymore and i think that's what he thought and so i went uh i went up to bat and i hit it all right enough for maybe a double Except I got to the second base, and because third was on the side of the school, I just ran through third, didn't go home, ran all the way in and shit. <laughs> and I don't remember how they managed that score or something. They probably just put a different shithead kid on uh, on third base for that. But yeah, it, he he believed me. He believed me after that. Another, we, I was playing. Uh, this was in a tournament. And I think it was Detroit when I was like sixteen playing hockey, and me and the other goalie. Uh, me and my backup goalie both had the flu. And so one game, uh, toward, just, thank God it was towards the end of the trip that we got sick. There were only a couple games remaining. And he and I had to keep switching back because like, I started the game. I remember us both talking before the game. I was like, Adam, you know, it's a 10-game tournament, whatever it is. I've already played eight. There's only two more. Can you Can you step in for me, man? He's like... I really don't want to, man. I'm like, but you you better be fucking ready if I skate off because that means I need to take a shit. And so I like start the game. I get maybe like four or five minutes into the first period and like a whistle happens and I'm skating over to the bench so fucking fast. I'm like, Adam, you're in. You're in, Adam. I'm getting off. The coach like basically told us, he's like, I know you guys are both feeling sick. You handle this however you need to handle it. You know, we'll try and keep our, our forwards and defensemen keeping you safe as if that means anything. The other team's not helping. So you know, we switched, I think, four times throughout the game because then I came back and I wasn't about to jump back in the game. I wanted to sit there and feel sick. And so I sit there and I let him like grind out like till the, 
the first is almost over. And then he starts skating over, being like, I got the hot snakes! I got the hot snakes! And then he's just skating over, and then I have to jump back in the net. It was, it was That was the worst game of hockey I ever played. I was telling him how Woody, when I was maybe 16, 17, I was playing a tournament in Detroit, and the last two games of the tournament, me and my backup both had the flu. And so we had to like, and it was like the stomach like shitting flu. And so we were just switching back and forth. They should have made a rule like you can't switch your goalie every nine minutes. Like, well, we have to. We have to. You do it with every other it. position. That was that was the thing. Uh, Roberto Luongo, one of the best goalies in NHL history. There's a clip of him where like he's just in the middle of the game. They're like Luongo's skating off quickly. What's going on here? Uh, not not sure, Adam. What, what could possibly be going on there? And the afterwards, like yeah, I had to, I had to shit so bad. <laughs> it's like no, you just left the game against the Maple Leafs because you had to shit. Is the backup goalie ready to jump? Like, as a, a every other player is always instantly ready. If you see your guy come over, you kind of know it's your turn, but even if it wasn't, you'd be. Is the backup mm-hmm. goalie, can he just throw his mask on and get in and do like a shift change? Uh, that's what we did. He, he didn't play that much because I, I, frankly, I was better than him. Uh-huh. Um, but games that he would play, like, I would always pray, like, please do well. Please don't get pulled. Because there was nothing worse than, like, middle of the second period. It's like, oh, your goalie's getting fucking hammered. He's out, you're in. It's like, oh, awesome. I'm cold. I've been sitting here. I'm tight. I'm not ready to play. Other team's on a roll. Yeah, the other team already has momentum. Like, you, you really want your goalie to take a few shots in the beginning of the first to build confidence. You when don't you're like, back up, how long would it take you to get ready to play? Can you just throw your mask on and get in? Uh... I, I never played backup on a team. I, I was I was the but starter on the team. The backup, even the starter doesn't play every game. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. Like holding it off. Yeah, I, it was. I would want uh like between two and four shots, and I'd be like, okay, I'm feeling good. Like if there was a, a breakaway and I saved a breakaway, it's like, all right, boom, I'm in the fucking game. Like I'm ready to go. If it was just a bunch of point shots, then it kind of takes you a second to to get your angles. Hmm. Carly, by the way, you look like the most. You look like you're going Halloween as a hockey player right now. Like you look so hockeyish. Not just the Canadian. If I, <clears throat> the backwards hat. If I put my hat on forward, I feel like I look like a retired baseball player. Let's see it. <laughs> if it's on forward, just retired. It's retired. <clears throat> I see it. I see you it. Look, yeah. Yeah. You're the, you look like a like pitcher for like, the fucking I, Expos. If I do this. If I do this, I'm racist. Pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. If I do this, I'm racist. You know what? I don't think that's fair. I don't think your mustache screams racism. It's more the mullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the mix. It's the mix. Mullets are going to come yeah. back. I think I think they're kind of back, back a bit. I think they're kind of back. Some they're still not, literally just banned not, mullets for their players. What? Why? Yeah, yeah, I saw that the other day. Like, like I didn't like look too deep into it. Like, let me let me get like the nitty gritty on What's this. Like, like, that's a good that's question. Dumb. School what did Kyle say? I missed his bands. He said that they well, banned mullet for a sport. A school sport. Oh, why the hell would they ban a hairstyle? They said because they deemed them unacceptable. Um, let's see, Salt Lake City. I might be siding uh, with the man on this one. Oh, is it Brigham Young University? Trinity College in Perth, Australia, is a school for boys. Um, and they, uh, in their newsletter, the school stated the current trend of growing the hair at the back of the head and or closely cropped at the sides of the head to accentuate the quote unquote mullet style are, are untidy, non-conventional and non-acceptable at Trinity college, as is the trend of long hair and fringes. This is fascism. 
Yeah. So then, I then, think then that's ugly. Like then they got like a long list of like how the hair should be cut if you're going to attend Trinity College. That's like what Van North Mullins. Korea does. Approved yeah, I don't like that. No, thank you. Yeah, I don't like that. You should be able to look as dumb as you want. Like, I get it if it was like, yeah, hey, you're playing football and you have bangs down to your nose. Unacceptable. You need to be able to see the ball. But like, come on. You're, 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 you're business in the front, party in the back. You're already business in the front. You can see. I the- do. I think it's tidy. They said it's not tidy. I think a mullet, a mullet could be tidy. But I'm starting to think what kind of mullet this is. Like, once he said, what did you say? It's Australia? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm picturing those like weird, weird gelled, like spiky mullets, like the fashionable ones that were like, like, Boy, like, 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 like douchey guys had them for a couple of years. You know like what I mean? You know what I'm thinking about? You know what I'm about? A, yeah, like a the Ricky Martin in the front and the like. It was like you were like uh, you're like a jacked like British bloke and like you got that like spiky mullet. It's like it's like the Euro style mullet. You know, there's gel in it. It's not like it's not like the extra lettuce like in a hockey helmet or something like that. But I yeah. think it should be loud. I don't like that. I don't like. I don't like the uh, lettuce. You I, are you know, Canadian. You can't get away from it. You can't, you can't get away from it. I don't like the man, you know, knowing knowing my moves or telling my moves like that. Right now, where I live, there's a curfew. Like I'm, I'm, I'm cool with COVID shit. You know, locking things down. You know, I was choked when the gym was locked down. I'll blame me getting fat on that to the day I die. But like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there, there's when they added the curfew, I was like, no, I don't like that. I don't like as a Jew, maybe deep down, you know, I don't like the government telling me to stay inside. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, what are you going to do if we, we don't? I oh, dude, like, I love the government the telling me to stay inside. The rest of us are all about it. The rest of us are like, oh, man, I'm having a ball. I'm, I'm good with something. Some things, like, I get it. But, like, the curfew, like, now, like, so if I want to go walk my dog, um, like, if me and my girlfriend wanted to go walk one of our dogs, like, you need one dog per person. Like, you can't walk your dog with – like a husband and wife can't walk their dog together after 930. Well, and I'm just like, I don't know, already. man. I know. I don't. It doesn't. To me, it's just ugly and dumb. And that bothered me. The curfew was definitely bad. And then I can't say shit because like the numbers here are 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 good. They're like they're dropping. Uh, but at the same time, like, you know, who knows? So I'm just kind of like like some things like that. The hair, the haircut I have, even though it's not it's not the government, you know, it's still a form of the man. Some moves I don't like. Some things I don't like where I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm with you on a lot of things, man. You know, fuck, put a tracking device in me. I'm cool, man. 5G, whatever. <laughs> this, my hair, nah, not that. Not the hair. Telling <laughs> me to that. stay inside? No, <laughs> you can't. You can't fuck. even go move your car. If you I, People get tickets. They go move their Let car like after 9.30 that's, p.m. That's like extortion. How would you, you move your car and they give you a ticket if you don't move it? That's trash. How would you feel about some sort of a badge or something you wore that indicated you had been vaccinated? Ooh. Well, he's, he's what do you Jewish. mean? Oh, they they make you wear that? No, I'm asking. I I, I was gonna that. say the flip. Like, if they're like, if they're like, uh, yeah, you have to wear a yellow arm badge if you're not vaccinated. I feel like that's even worse because it's like a sign that like you don't have like you're not allowed to be there. And then people are looking at me. I got a yellow arm badge. They're like he's got a yellow badge. Don't let him in here. You're not allowed in here. You can't come in. That I feel like it's like it's like they they would have to would pick be- a different. They'd have to pick a different color and definitely not a star. They'd be like, no, it's a it's a circle. The man. star of vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It's it's a not for, yeah. I, I, I think uh, I think it's like it, it's, it's definitely. There's so many weird questions. Like uh, vaccination. Passports. It's weird, isn't that? 
You know, like if you want to travel freely from country oh, to yeah, country, you should be vaccinated. Dude, that, that's uh, given the government way too much. But not, not, not a physical. No, what, what buildings I'm going into, my day-to-day like schedule. No, like, no, 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 not that. Not, what if it's just like your actual passport, right? The one that the U.S. Marshals are holding. Now I to. need to use it to go to the grocery store. I need to use it to go to a bar. I need to use it to go X, Y, Z. You don't need to. But but like what if what if your what if your passport like like literally you you have a passport you probably have a passport I've got a passport but like I said the U.S. Marshals are hanging on to it right now Chicago yeah. what if there was a second page in my yeah you know if I ever want to go to Chicago again what if there was a second page <laughs> it took me a second to process that you know there's a second page in my passport book that says vaccinated and like if I want to go somewhere I can be like aha got one of these and be like oh right through right through here sir just like the yeah, quick but look pass at how, like like if you're talking about different countries I totally get that no like, no 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 I'm talking about fucking the most m- the mundane places. Oh, dude, you can't, Look, I'm not you saying you... No, 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 hang on. Act. You can't give them this amount of no, power. No, I'm not saying that you don't allow people to come in and, unless they're vaccinated. I'm saying it's just like, all right, so I got an easy pass here in Atlanta. I get to yeah. drive in a, spe- a special lane. I've got um, a, um a, the, the the quick pass at the airport. I get to go around security. This is the This would be something above and beyond what the average person would would have and it would be like a little quick pass for me through life it won't be though like it's just really letting what, the like they'll say oh we want to we want to track you for covid it's like no they want to track you for a million different reasons that, and they would they would overextend just like they did yes it is if they're if they're if they're discerning and scanning every time you go into an establishment somewhere say any of that. The grocery store when does he well, but that's what you're saying. You're saying that I, you I don't. Point, I'm not saying that. I've got an ID in my pocket, a driver's license. It, it, same yeah, but, thing. But, but I, I, I think this up. is the point. You, I, I, I do. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but you are tracked right now everywhere you go, all the buildings you go to. You, like that information is available. Yeah. But like, and it is available. No, you go, like the government still has you, to go through steps to get that from AT and T, from Verizon, whatever. And this is just make just make it easier. Don't for even me. know. Are you sure? I, I, I'm not like, I'm not, a, I'm totally not a conspiracy theorist at all, but I do believe that the government knows exactly where I am and they they really don't have much pushback to find that out. I thought that was the whole, like the, the, the beginnings of like, you know, the whole Edward Snowden shit was just that like, yeah, they have that information that's available to them. It's I've right. assumed that like, they, they do know where you are. They do know what you're doing. They always have that. Um, I feel like uh, in, in the whole war against Big Brother, we totally lost that before we even realized we were at war with that. Uh, I feel like there are six terrorist attacks on the Capitol, the riots. Uh, they use their phones to determine who went inside. Yes. Yes, they did. And so, like, got I'm, not saying, that, I'm not though. saying that they can't, like, uh, ascertain all this information if they want it. They obviously can. It's the government. Very powerful. But, like... We don't want to easy track this kind of shit. Like, don't, I, don't make it easy for the government you. to do that. Like, look at what happened with the Patriot Act. Well, we're just gonna we're gonna get rid of those terrorists in, in Iraq. It's like, oh, oh, so you're not gonna surveil Americans forever? Oh, no, you are. So, like, don't don't give these fucking bastards any more leeway to track us or do any invasions of our privacy than they already have. It's already so over the I line. I agree with you. Um, what 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 Kyle was saying that i found interesting in regards to like what you're saying is um in my opinion i think uh like if you're if you're having this uh if if you're uh wearing a, a passport i find that interest an interesting question that he brings up because if, if like what you said to me like an arm badge show that you've been vaccinated is that's the type of stuff that and once again i'm not a conspiracy theorist but tearing apart the people from one another 
is like, you know, the whole like divide and conquer. If some of us have visuals that we are vaccinated and others that aren't, that's when it gets like to a whole like, get the fuck away from us. This is the vaccinated line. You, you, you non-vaccinated. Yeah, uh, like I'm a cat. Back, it's like, like I feel like government already knows. They know how many times I wipe my ass today. They know. But like, I don't need like neighbors <laughs> to turn on me for not being vaccinated as quickly as them or something like th- those that. Those people should be turned on. Um, I, I, I am all for it. Um, like, like, like uh, you know, opening day for the Braves is coming up. I would love it if attendance was limited to vaccinated people only. And if you're vaccinated, you only want that because it'll be less crowded and you can. Spread. No, I don't care if the place is. I mean, I don't mind baseball game. It's stadium seating. Like, like pile in here with me. Let, limited let's fucking capacity do life is hype. There is some good stuff. This limited capacity life is pretty hype. But some of the things that point. I do now, you're not allowing I, him to make his. Yeah, point. I don't care I think about what his capacity. point is. Is that he wants to be surrounded by healthy people, and there are irresponsible people who either make up five G conspiracy theories about the vaccine. They're irresponsible people who just say "fuck you." I don't give a shit about anyone but me. They're not getting vaccinated. They're not wearing masks. They're not doing their part. And Kyle's like, you know, if we, you can be you, but stay the fuck out of public areas if you're going to be an irresponsible asshole. And the best part about it is it's about protecting them from themselves. It's not that I don't want you to come. It's fine with me if you're unvaccinated and you come to sit sit right next to me at the Braves game. We'll do the wave together, right? We'll do the fucking tomahawk chop. But I can't have you sitting next to another version of you. And and like you infecting him, and then him going infect. All right, that's how we got yeah. in this situation already, where we can't go to ball games, and we and we and we like get barked at when we get up to go to the bathroom at the restaurant. And we don't put our bib on our face, What's right? Going on? Like, like we don't have vac- we don't have vaccines here in Canada for people my age. But the second I do, obviously, I'll jump on the vaccine. The second I get the chance. Um, yeah. Until then, I don't I don't do anything. I stay in most of the time. Wear a mask everywhere. But I, I did, like, on, on a side note to what you were saying, uh, I went to go see Kong versus Godzilla, and I wanted to see it in the theater. So my buddy bought the seats, and he bought them, like, because it has to have a clearance between every seat. So we were, like, nine people, and he strategically bought the seats within the theater, like, as if it was Minesweeper to keep everyone <laughs> away. So we got this whole theater practically, like, by just picking and choosing seats with max clearance. And we get in theater, and there was, like, really no one there. And it was one of those things, like, you know, I get in, like, super baked. I get into the theater, and I'm like, yo, this limited capacity shit is okay. You know? But I agree with you. Yeah, like, even though people are getting vaccinated or not getting vaccinated, like, uh, the not vaccinated people should be protected from themselves. Um, But hopefully there's still some limited capacity vibes that can stay because – wasn't the worst. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to have low-key PTSD after all this COVID stuff. I think a lot of people will that they're not registering. I think later on, people are going to realize that, like, you know, you kind of lost a year. I think you're right. And yeah. you didn't let that soak in. And it's going to come back in the weirdest ways because now trauma works. It's, you're not going to know what it's from. And, like, it's going to come and hit you in the weirdest ways. It might be something strange, you know, like some reality show that was playing at the beginning of pandemic or who knows what. But I think a lot of people are going to mess with that. But there is an element for me where I'm not so eager. I I had a lot of concerts I was going to and stuff. I'm not so eager to go and be shoulder to shoulder with people. I kind of like think we're a little gross you know, now. I look at us differently. I, I think I'm you're 100% right about like the PTSD, like, and not even PTSD necessarily. Like, 
like you can look throughout the the COVID thing. Like we're, we're social animals. We're supposed to be sociable and, and talking to people. Like look at the explosion in addiction problems, opioid overdoses, deaths of despair, suicides exploding. Like already we know that, that like happened the before COVID though. Right? No, no, there's been a huge explosion in suicide since COVID. But I mean, suicide's been, you know. I was talking about opioids in particular. Like that's oh, been- opioids for sure have been a huge problem for a long time. Definitely, definitely. But I mean, like addiction, things like that, deaths of overdoses, suicides, all of that is. And so you're a million percent right, Harley. Like it's, you don't even have to wait till PTSD. That'll definitely be a thing too. But people are already, like you can see, Dude. locking a bunch of people down. Like we're social animals. We're, we're supposed to be. You know, so I got two things. You said he was the opposite of me. I wanted to know what it was. You said you were the oh, opposite. Yeah. So you were like, hey, I'm enjoying this limited capacity thing. I, you know, I like my elbow room. The fucking Woody social slingshot has just been getting loaded and loaded and pulled until great tension. I am on a fucking motorcycle trip on June 4th. I can't wait to let this bitch go and just fucking get out in the world and start my life again. We are going to hit this midlife crisis shit head on and we are going to we're gonna i'm looking at motorcycle tattoos and and there's random (laughs) we are launching out of the gate ladies and gentlemen we are going to make shit happen we are going to begin life again because it's been put on pause for too long i have to know what what is the motorcycle tattoo idea (laughs) the beamer boy (laughs) what is that bmws like like uh... I like that one. Oh, the BMW logo. Yeah. Uh, well, it would say the Beamer logo Boys, That's ridiculous. Hold I, on. I like cheese. It's. I'm not going to get the Nabisco logo on myself. What it, would you get it if you got a lifetime supply of cheese for free? Yes, on my forehead if need be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. This one has a transparent background. Eh, something like that is is you know in my mind nothing set in stone. Where does that go on your body? I don't know. See, the I, the places that I like to ta- put tattoos are like chick places. Like, what about my ankle? What about my wrist? Or, you know, like, whereas guys get them on their deltoid or like bicep or something. That, that's calf? Not where I, want I feel like calf's a cool. Calf is a cool place. Hey, hey, hey. hey. You're getting no, right now, no. too. Don't fuck with you- the. I mean, calves are good as they are. All right. <laughs> you don't, don't you dare uh, exercise those beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> carving you know yeah <laughs> one of the problems with the tattoo is like the i don't know i don't know where i want it maybe a butt cheek i can just hide it there or something that is that the girliest of all kyle made a face i don't I know don't i mean come on i think i'm gay if you got hey I'll, I'll say this i'll get a group tattoo if we could all agree on something and i'll i'll put it just about anywhere so I think won't. that one over all right. Um, so, so I got two things. Um, Are you guys going to get a pill tattooed? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Death before dishonor, of course. Um, so AMC theaters, uh, I'm going to take advantage of this this weekend. You can choose from any of their available fan favorite movies for a hundred bucks. You get the whole theater for a hundred dollars. And their this. fan favorites are this. like classics like Jaws and stuff like that. For a hundred and fifty, all the new releases, the whole theater. And you can bring yeah. like a dozen people with you or something like that. But if you just want to go on a movie date, you and a girl can get the whole fucking theater, watch mm-hmm. Jaws, 
and then go to dinner. Me and my I girlfriend have... did Shrek. I, I never saw Shrek in theaters. I never oh. saw Shrek in, in its entirety. And we did this about three weeks ago. Got the theater and watched Shrek. And it was like, cool, you just get baked and sit, sit AMC in theaters. AMC should and be like, paying okay. us some fucking Great. money. Message at AMC's Twitter uh, <laughs> and, and let them know we're pimping them out over here. And they should be paying us. be like, times damn. are tough. All right, I'm gonna. Times are tough. I'm gonna say some strong words to AMC right now. Mm. Um, and AMC. the other thing is, you mentioned Kong versus Godzilla. I watched it last night on HBO. What did you think of it? I, I thought that movie was um, also right off the bat. It was good. I liked it. It was good, and I liked it. But there were a couple times when I was watching that movie and I was like, this is fucking weird, man. <laughs> this is a fucking weird ass movie. It was sick, but there are things that are happening. And, and I'm like, they, they talk about Godzilla so casually. They're just like, hey, Godzilla's back and he's hurting people. And I'm like, yeah, if Godzilla is back, he's not hurting people. He's destroying fucking cities. He's yeah. leveling. And I just thought it was so weird. They talk about him like he's. Like he's hurting people's feelings or something. The Godzilla's <laughs> back and he's hurting people. And then King Kong, there's like, yeah, he's on a boat. King Kong's on a boat now. Oh, King Kong's jumping boat to boat. I know those boats hold tanks and, and fighter jets, but like this is like a fucking huge ass ape, like jumping on boats like it's a Super Nintendo platformer. I was obviously <laughs> really high, but I was still like, this movie is fucking weird. I loved it, though. Dude, I didn't like the first half. The first half. Agreed. They, they, the second half were, was stronger. The first half, they were like, all right, we got to come up with a way to make Godzilla fight King Kong. And uh, we're really going to have to make up a lot of silly shit to make that happen. Like the whole storyline, uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. So anybody listening, don't worry. But the whole storyline of Alexander Skarsgård, like, and that, that ship they use to go to this. This isn't a spoiler. This is just a plot point. They go to the center of the earth, to, it, it, which is where Kong is from. Like, all of that was like silly to me. It was like, why are we even doing all this? This is just filler. Like, I don't need any of this. I just want to see them fight. When they finally fought, that was fucking cool. I actually liked yeah. that. I thought the fight was well done. Um, it That was the fun part of the movie. That was the part of the movie I liked the most. I don't like that little girl from Stranger Things. She's. It was. I kept being like, oh, yeah, she's in this. What are we doing here? And, and she's like a than sleuthy, like investigative, like type and she there she's in these scenarios guys you're watching the movie and you're you're literally gonna be like well you got it pretty easy doing what you're doing like getting around and and being where you are you know her dad calls her, where are you she's like i'm in hong kong in the secret lab and i'm like yeah you are aren't you by accident that was funny <laughs> the word and then like, there's you know, um, and, there's and you like know what a- I, I might unintentionally spoil some things here by the way but guys it's king kong versus godzilla king kong godzilla fight like Anything, nothing matters. Yeah, it's one of those movies where like nothing in the movie matters, and I'm just happy we got tons of fight. Like it wasn't like a 10 minute fight at the end, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm going to give it a, a good review because we yeah. got that, we got those fights, and that's really what what it was, you know. And it looks cool. It looks pretty. Oh, sorry, cool. you were about to say. Um, that there's a, a black like janitor guy who's like the comic relief, and he didn't even make me grin. Like he didn't say anything. They, they were trying so hard to make him the comic relief, the sort of jokey, always got got some funny quip to make. And I was like, God, I hate this guy. He is not funny at all. Yeah, he reminded me of a person that I actually know and I actually hate. So I was like, <laughs> it looks like I, this guy is doing an excellent impression of someone I dislike. So I'm actively getting mad at him. 
Um, a couple of characters like like sucked. I thought even Alexander Skarsgård, who I love, I was like, I don't really care about this guy at all. He was kind of shit. But like once again, like it was just King Kong and Godzilla were really awesome. Like they there's did some a things in that movie that were fucking cool. Look, this is a movie where a giant lizard fights a giant monkey in the middle of Hong Kong at the end. <laughs> and the most ridiculous thing in the movie is when Alexander Skarsgård, who is an author, gets behind the 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 wheel of a hover Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, he gets behind the wheel of a hovercraft. And all of a sudden he's like Han Solo or something in the millennium Falcon yeah. doing like 720 spins through rubble. That's crashing down that from the sky goofy. and stuff. And it's like, has uh, he ever even driven a fast car? Like, like, mm. like, like, like yeah. when, how is he a pilot in a, it was, it was. And, and, and I think he just like, and that was new technology to him. It's not like Brand it was his new. or anything. It's new technology you know? he didn't for the know planet. what that thing was. Like, like, yeah, like, keep in mind, yeah, this is, I don't did. imagine a helicopter, a Harrier jet. Those would each be much easier to fly. This is some sort of a hover, uh, 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 like a space-type hovercraft. Like something out of Halo. Mass effect. It's yeah, like, like Mass, mass Effect, effect like boarding, boarding thing, yeah. It's got like four mm. like engines on the side that are like anti-gravity engines. Like this thing doesn't have a propeller, not a jet engine. This is like a sci-fi craft that he is flying it's a spaceship essentially and he's just like here we go yeah. and he just gets in and drives it like it's a volkswagen or something that was the most unrealistic part king, of the movie in king which kong king had kong rough. fights godzilla king, king kong had it rough like king kong like he's like you know he's just like from shit situation to shit situation to shit situation it's like the humans are just like yo wake up wake up and he's like we're, we're in antarctica now and they're like yeah go in the hole he like goes in the hole. He's like fighting creatures in fucking Lord of the Rings now. Like he had it hard that whole movie. And all I was just like, you know, I'm not spoiled. I was just like, you know, I want King Kong to catch a break somewhere here. Yeah. I went into it. I went into a team King Kong. Godzilla is great, but I just relate more to this big ass ape than I do a fucking swimming lizard type yep. dinosaur. Uh, but like, uh, I think. Uh, I don't know. I I, I know Godzilla. Godzilla is deadly. He's always. I never thought King Kong. Like, anyways, I don't want to spoil anything. Check it out, guys. It's cool. And that movie, you could rent it on Amazon or whatever for twenty four ninety nine. Free on it. It's free That's, on HBO uh, free. Max. Oh, and it's free if you have HBO. Uh, but speaking of Amazon, have you guys seen the show Invincible or Red? No, Red I've seen the previews for it. It's the animated show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's animated show. It's 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 low key. It's just Superman. It's about mm -hmm. like a half. Uh, I mean, it's about a, a an alien superhero that's literally Superman, um, and he has his kid. And there is a Superman show now where Superman has kids, and it's like, oh, their kids have powers. I don't know. Uh, but this is the story of like Superman's kid, um, and there is a scene in it with him, Omni Man, the Superman, and he's like fighting the Justice League. And this is like Robert Kirkman, like uh, Walking Dead. So it's like, imagine Superman fought the Justice League and fucked them up. Like, this is in the first episode. And I, I, for me, it's what got me hooked on the show. So I don't think there's uh, spoilers here. But like, it's like, and it's on YouTube, all over YouTube, that scene. He like, just like, if Superman really just... I've always been like Batman could fight Superman. He has a plan sorted out. But imagine Superman was just instant about it. It was just like, no, I'm gonna fuck you all up right now. And it's like us, it's like disgusting. Put that show on, guys. I recommend Invincible on Amazon Prime. There's three episodes up now as of this recording. And that show's good time. I recommend it for you guys also. Yeah, uh, but shows like that, shows like Batman the boys. 
against yes, it. Batman would have a chance. Here's why Batman has a chance. All right. I'm team Batman has a chance also. Batman has a chance against Superman. The same reason I have a chance against Brock Lesnar. I know we're going to fight. Bring a gun. <laughs> yeah, I bring a gun. I bring a gun and now I win. And you act like that's ridiculous <laughs> to say. You act like that's ridiculous to say. Batman's gonna bring a fucking crypt kryptonite gun. Oh. He okay. literally does yeah. in the movie. You gotta also like, you gotta like, think yeah, you gotta think of something else also. It's like bat like like I imagine Superman, like this is a guy uh I've never been to Kansas, so I love everyone from Kansas. He's like an American dude in Kansas. He's got like white K Swiss, like cargo shorts. He's got like a backwards hat, like right up to here. He wears yep. like, you know, two polo shirts with the pol co collars popped. He's like a, a real Kansas, like American boy. Like, you know, he, he doesn't have any serious hobbies. Uh, you know, he ended up going into dirt. Like, this is just Superman's got the brain of just a guy. Yeah. And it is brain over bronze i think and batman is coming with a fucking plan and and one misstep superman like i mean will obliterate him but like if if like this is the key thing like kyle said if he knows if batman knows then i think he has a great chance and if batman, batman does not know that's something superman he's fucked won't up do. if superman's like wake up we're fighting it's over how fast so, but if batman knows what so, so, how fast can superman fly Oh, it, it depends on like, the context. He, like, fly around. Nice I, to he turned time. he turned time back in one of the movies, dude. Like 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 just just as fast oh, as that's he wants. Flash. Batman's fucked. He can probably dodge no, bullets. Superman. Oh, he can absolutely dodge bullets, but it won't matter because the bullets bounce off of him. Superman brought back time. Krypton. Yeah. If you're shooting yeah. Krypton bullets at him, then Lois Lane died in an earthquake. He can dodge and he those. He got very off. upset, so he reversed time and brought her back. Yeah, that's in one of the movies, though. Look, look. The, okay, Flash could do and, that and too. Then, and then the Flash other, and the other thing is, is, is that Superman's like a, a genuinely like pure-hearted like individual, according to comics. Batman's a real dirty fighter. That's kind of his thing, right? Like, like this argument. I always hear this argument that Batman would win because he'd be willing to win, whereas Superman will take pity on the other guy. Yet Batman hasn't killed Superman, right? It always ends with, "Hey, I just want you to know, I could have." Right. And, and it's like, oh, so where's this killer instinct that you always get credit for? Superman could just the same be like, yeah, I'm looking at you right now. You're dead the second I choose laser eyes. Yeah. yeah. It, it is such a lopsided fight. It's just a dude with a gun against a god. It's not fair. He can fly apparently fast enough to reverse the Earth's polarity. And he can like if you shoot a nine millimeter at him. He can like see it, register it, and then casually move to the side. And then or he could catch it with his eye. Oh, you think he's moving for a nine millimeter? <laughs> he's taking that for sure. No, I'm saying he can, so he can dodge these regular bullets if he so, if he if he pleased. He doesn't sure. have to. You just let him. But a Krypton gun is gonna kill him. Why wouldn't he just dodge oh, that? Too? You got to You got to You got to get deep. You got to go deep here, though. Here's where you go, go deep. Do those go? You go thousand times as so, fast. So the way they did it no, in it, the it, comics. It, it, is they uh, they used um, um, it? I can't remember the the. I get confused with Marvel and uh, DC, but they it, it, maybe Green Arrow uh, in this like alternate time frame. What had happened was Nixon. This is the time era that it took place, and Nixon had like outlawed all of the superheroes, and and you had to have like a superhero license. And uh, Superman had actually cut off one of Green Arrow's arms so that he couldn't be a superhero anymore. <laughs> and so like you can't draw the bow with one fucking arm. Well, Batman like recruits him to like help him in their final fight when he's fighting Superman. 
And uh, the Green Arrow, I don't remember exactly how he does. He's got like a one-armed bow or something, but he shoots. Oh, he's the Green Javelin. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots. A, That's a good line. I like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he shoots a kryptonite. Uh, he shoots a kryptonite arrow at Superman, and Superman, of course, hears it coming, turns around, and catches it. And he's like, "Really, dude?" And but then the tip of the arrow explodes, and it's kryptonite gas that he breathes in, and it like weakens him severely. Yeah, and then too fast twice. for him. And then Batman comes in and starts beating the fucking shit out of him because like so the I'll, kryptonite I'll, gas withers him a, away. That's a two on one though. Like, but no, and but also, that's, like, that's, he's not going to fall for that. Batman doesn't fight fair. I uh, yeah, I I agree. I also think that the thing is like when you look at the richest man in Gotham, like you got to connect with the richest man in Metropolis, and that's Lex Luthor. And these are just two rich guys talking, but like these are two guys that it is very important to them for very different reasons to know the ins and out weaknesses of Superman. And as I believe Lex Luthor has like there, it depends, it all depends on the, the author and everything. Lex Luthor, Luthor's got a power suit that helps him fly and be super strong. Is, and it's never Lex strong Luthor as a, a Superman spider or I'm um, sorry, Superman. That's a Superman villain. That's a Superman's nemesis. Um, and he's a great, he's a great villain, but I read this one uh, book called Luthor. And what was so cool about it was uh, it was it was Lex Luthor flying into Gotham. And he was just like, you see the plane landing and Lex Luthor's like, I fucking hate this city. He's like, it's so dirty or whatever. He goes to the fanciest restaurant in Gotham to have a one-on-one -on -one dinner with Bruce Wayne. Um, and he goes to Bruce Wayne and he's like, hey, listen, I don't know if you know about the alien in our city um, and you're just some guy. He doesn't know he's Batman. He's like, but it might be be valuable for you because i know you have ties with batman to take this and use it and i've seen you see lex luther give batman kryptonite and he's like uses and bruce wayne's all like what am i gonna do with this shit but batman inside his head is all like oh like this is very interesting like what is this like material i've never seen before but you see lex luther giving it's like this is like a network of humans because superman is an alien and if superman existed you know how many people on earth would be like bro this guy could tear the world apart in a second it's almost like similar to the kong king kong versus godzilla has a similar storyline to some extent like men want to be the apex predator and if superman is the apex predator there are a lot of powerful men that'll be like we need to do something about this and batman's not just a powerful man but he's like a paranoid guy yeah and and i know in justice league's in the past like batman has a file on how to kill every single member of the justice league and the enemies get their hands on it at one point like superman doesn't have a file he's just like i'll fuck you up bro yep that's it in that luther comic by the way he ends up making it is some sort of javelin a kryptonite javelin yep. um, and he shoots like this harpoon but like it's just not enough like it really Luther's, isn't enough the psychology, superman the, psychology ends up coming on top. the psychology of luther is fascinating like it's one of the coolest things in all of comics because he, uh, I saw this one. I don't I remember what 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 uh, what movie it was, or what cartoon, or whatever. But he's having this conversation with Clark Kent about why he wants to like take Superman out, and and uh, and he's like he's working out in the gym at the time, and like Luthor is like the pinnacle of of human fitness. Like he is about as strong as a human being can be. Like, but like, he has no powers, right? None, none whatsoever. He's just incredibly rich, and he's a super genius. And uh, and and yeah. he's like spent his life becoming the best human being he can be. He's he, he's he's knowledgeable in everything from like fucking ancient ruins to, to to art 
to 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 like uh, you know he invents all these like crazy gadgets and futuristic toys. It's why Luther uh, Enterprises or whatever it's called is so uh, it's why he's so wealthy. And he's having this conversation with Clark Kent, and he's like, you know, I, I spent my life, you know, becoming as per- close to perfect as a man can be. And while he's doing this, he's doing like overhead presses with like three hundred and fifty pounds or something. Ooh. Like, like he just, just cra- like four plates or something absurd. Like, like he's just crushing it and he, and he drops and it's just like, boom, 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 boom. He's, he's, he's like wiping the sweat off. He's like from, from fitness to, to intelligence, to culture, like, like every step of the way I've tried to perfect my life, to live the perfect life. And then this alien lands and he's just given everything and more everything that i could ever want to accomplish he's given it he didn't work hard a day in his life he's a he's a walking weapon of mass destruction whose 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 motivations we don't fully understand because he when's the last time he had a press conference and answered one question to us he flies around at the speed of a bullet enforcing justice as he sees fit he is unregulated he is he, he, he answers to no man, certainly no human. He has to go. He needs to go for my sake, for your sake, for the world's sake. God damn it, he's right. And even Clark Kent he is. is like, you know, Clark Loki Kent's is like, kind of right. He's, he's, he's 100% right. You can't have this guy. Superman, does, is he immortal? Does he live forever? Essentially. As, as, okay, as well, he, then eventually he's going to become a fascist. Eventually. I, I mean, there's comics where he does. <laughs> What if he, he lives, if he lives forever, he'll he'll go through every every possible thing. He'll, he'll oh, okay, try every, okay. he'll try every way to to manage the humans for their own best. I'm doing this to protect them. Sure, you know if I have to do something egregious. Pretty sure that's that's like probably a couple comic book lines. Actually. It is. I think that is a couple of them. Where oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. And so like. Okay, first of all, the way you explain that, Kyle, I don't know anything. Everybody knows I don't know anything about the superhero universes. I get them confused often, but Lex Luthor was making some good points there. That makes right? a lot of sense. He's amazing. He yeah, makes Superman good. interesting. I don't all, find all Superman I interesting. Is, I find him interesting. I heard I work really hard to get good stuff, and this guy got good stuff without working hard, so we should take it from him. Why? Life's not fair. Suck it up. No, not kick him out. No, because like, it's, more, it's more like, yo, at any moment... This alien that you know nothing about could tear our planet in half. Guilty. Yeah. He could breathe in space innocent. and fly to some and fly to another one. But he hasn't. I mean, All he's done is devote his life to making this world the best place it can possibly be. There's been no one ever as pure-hearted as Superman. And then you've got Lex Luthor over there, a super villain, trying to convince you that you need to stop Superman because he is. But too we don't good. know. We don't know these are super villains in the universe like we do because we're readers. But people there, they don't know. They're like, they're like Lex Luthor's literally like, yo, he's a boss ass all American entrepreneur. If you don't like Lex Luthor, you don't like America. Oh, it's good. Like, that's it. I hear you, but he's not making a good argument, right? It, it, no, he's a supervillain. He is ultimately wrong, but you could relate a little bit to what he's saying, no? But is but yeah. is he ultimately wrong in his argument that, hey, allowing this person who's basically immortal and who can circumvent any of our laws at a whim, and he will eventually pivot to an area that is bad for us. That's kind of a natural thought process. And do I, we want to yeah, allow but, uh, try to live here in our society when at any point he can just decide, you know what? I don't like this whole government thing. 
I'm going to destroy every government on earth and I'm going to be the ruler. Like, I mean, it's no scary that, that someone has that much power, but if he hasn't done anything to deserve a punishment, then he shouldn't get one. It's just remove him. It's, it's true. What, what helps Superman is muted. You're muted. You're muted. You wouldn't, you wouldn't agree to that if it was, a, <laughs> if it was a person though. Right. And not some like flying alien wearing an S on his chest. You would never say, you know, a, Biden's never really done anything that bad. I mean, I guess he can have control over every aspect of my life. In fact, every the as, every aspect of every human being's life. So yeah, so he's going to live forever now. All right. Well, I guess he'll just you know be con control of everything forever. All yeah. right. Sounds good. If we're doing parallels here, I think the stronger one is all of you are against guns, right? Like it, the, the what you could do by owning a gun is horrendous. You could go to a mall, you're infinite KD, right? Everyone else is walking around unarmed and you have a gun. So I need to take your gun from you so that you don't do things. And it's like, I have never done anything bad. Why are you punishing me? I, I disagree. I, I think, think, I think the biggest I think, thing, I think the, I, the, a, a more equal comparison would be a society full of guns and then one guy who didn't earn it is in charge of every single nuke on earth and you need to realize that even though that guy with with the, his finger on the button of every nuke on earth china the u.s everything he's been benevolent so far he's been benevolent so far so we're, why, we're assume also any, why assume that anything in this world would ever change like and in this that, situation he I, didn't I, do I, anything to, saying, get, to earn all those nukes i'm sorry harley he just happens no, but to it, know how yeah, but he shouldn't. It's have not just that. that. Power, what, what, what we're missing, what we're missing is super important. Is also this guy is like aliens are attacking and he's defending us every time. That's a big plus. We're not only Absolutely. is he just like yo, he yeah. didn't do anything look, bad. Look, it's also I like, like bro, he literally saved the whole planet yesterday. And he's going to do it again tomorrow. Yeah, like absolutely. that is a big yeah, and, plus for and, Superman. Uh, and you know, a, a tyrannical dictator will defend his kingdom from an attacking army so that he can maintain a tyrannical dictatorship. And so, like, that doesn't really, you know, make it through the wash for me as a rationalization. <laughs> well, there's nothing that could. No. <laughs> so on the same topic <laughs> as <laughs> on the same topic as this conversation, which will spiral into circles into infinity because we're talking about fictional characters. I uh, I watched half of the Snyder Cut last night. It is four hours and like fifteen minutes long. Oh um, I got sleepy about about two hours into it. Um, not because it was not entertaining. I was it was just late. It was really late. I had to get to bed. I had to be okay. up, uh, up early this morning. I am so shocked by how good it is. Like I watched the, the I watched the Justice League that was released the the Joss Whedon cut, and I hated it. I really worst movie. It. it was literally the worst superhero movie. And I thought that like, okay, so the Snyder cut. Okay. What, where, what is he filling four hours with? How could it be that much different than the movie I've already seen? It is so fucking good. And there are moments where like, now when I watched Godzilla versus Kong, there was maybe like two seconds in it where I was like, Oh, this is epic. I'm seeing a thing. This is like, this is almost like Lord. Lord, like, like Lord of the Rings has a bunch of epic moments where you're just like, especially the first time you saw it, where you're just like blown away. You're like, fuck yeah. Oh, but when Gandalf appears at the top of the hill, right? And he's about to ride down to Helm's Deep. It's like, dun, dun, dun. oh shit, Gandalf's here. And he brought the whole fucking Rohirrim. Fuck yeah, let's go. Like there are so many moments that are honestly equal to that in the, in the first two hours of the Justice League recut that I've seen that are epic. They're like, like they spend so much time on each character fleshing them out. Like bear, the flash gets his time. Cyborg gets his time. 
Um, Wonder Woman gets her time. Wonder Woman gets a whole like action sequence. The Amazons, they get a whole action sequence. Aquaman, whole action sequence. Everybody gets their story told. And I'm only two hours in. There's this part, <laughs> there's this part where like um it's the part where in the Joss Whedon cut, um, the bad guy shows up and he steals the box from the Amazons on their on their island. And it's real quick in the in the Joss Whedon cut, like maybe 10 minutes. I'm I, I think it might be half an hour or more in the yeah, in the great. Snyder cut. Of all action, literally all of action. All action. And it's not it's not that crazy like shit flying everywhere and you can't even tell who's winning or losing. And it's, it's not just that like Braveheart style fighting where it's just well, I mean, that so would, shaky and so terrible. Well, you know? like it's not Star Wars style where it's just like everything's exploding and you don't know which ships are which, and it's just lasers here and lasers there, and it's well, it's a good time they all Good thing they all got together before they started and agreed the good guys will shoot green lasers and the bad guys will shoot red lasers. Mm. Or I'd have no fucking clue what's <laughs> happening right now. Oh, how'd I never think of that? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, like they all agreed beforehand. So, no, there's this great sequence where they're trying to keep the box away. There's this one moment where, like, this this box is being has been, like, safeguarded by the Amazons for thousands and thousands of years. Mm -hmm. And it starts moving and wiggling and vibrating and making noise. So like, I don't know, let's call it 50, 60 Amazons are surrounding it. And they're all around it with their weapons drawn out and everything. And, uh, and like the queen of the Amazons is the, like, like shows up, she gets the call and uh, um, the bad guy comes through a portal and he says something like, uh, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he's, he, he's like, show me your fear or it's like you will fear me and the queen's like amazons show Suck me his dick! <laughs> <laughs> they're like look, the queen kind of smirks and she's like amazons show him your fear and all the amazons like chant together we fear nothing or something like that and it's like one of those like 300 moments where it's just like i was just like ooh. <laughs> I, got, I got the chills a little bit like that to be a cool battle I'm ready. And, and, and they all just start fucking shooting arrows and swinging swords and killing all the uh the the dragonfly demon it's guys. a crazy game of keep away it's like a keep away game they have this like game of really keep away that is really sick. cool and and this is mm -hmm. r-rated i think who's the main bad guy sorry steppenwolf steppenwolf, steppenwolf. Yeah. <laughs> he is but, but but the real <laughs> bad guy is dark side dark side is like an uber villain in the DC oh, dude, universe. I fucking spelled that right because I knew it was based on a German. <laughs> like, 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 like Steppenwolf. S T E P P A N Wolf. Yeah, oh, Steppenwolf like... is okay. Steppenwolf is Dark Side's like bitch boy. All right, and 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 Steppenwolf Rainus. himself is Steppenwolf himself is like almost uh, uh, equal to Superman. Like, like he can beat up anybody in the Justice League except for Superman. Dude, this guy is like, he's like that scene I, where they're talking about Nazis and like, are we the baddies? Like, he's wearing devil horns, a devil head on his yeah. chest. He's got a, he not only has a devil horn on his chest, he has a smaller, lower devil on his stomach. <laughs> like, you, gotta, you gotta make sure you know who Steppenwolf is worshiping. Satan, probably, right? The, um, uh, uh, dark the, by the way, just, just, just to say the, uh, like Steppenwolf is like far more powerful than the Justice League and uh and, and the Amazons and stuff. But like when you do when you do continue and it's, it was in the first one also, um, if you saw the the older one. I, I had forgotten some of the scenes. But Superman does come and has an interaction with Steppenwolf, and you realize that like however much more powerful Steppenwolf is to the Justice League, Superman is that like times ten to Steppenwolf. Really? It's like 
you only get the one thing that bothered me about this one and the Joss Whedon one is like, I like seeing extravagant things in the theaters and like, so Superman should, should, should take up a, a portion of the movie. And if it's four hours, it does kind of suck when it feels like Superman is in it for 10 minutes. Um, Cause he is, it is like very short, uh, but like Superman's powers and, and the way they show it. And it's like a lot of buildup is just very cool. Like I don't like Superman or find him quite interesting. Uh, but when you get to see him in a movie, that's when it gets cool. Cause I love when movies show like extravagant things. Like there's a part when, Wonder Woman's blocking bullets from like a fully automatic gun and it looks cool because it's like, what would that really look like for real, you know, or just their take on it. And there's a couple flash moments that are really cool that remind me of uh, the Quicksilver moments in the X-Men movies. Remember those? When yeah. All those scenes were so cool. And I like when they could show you the powers because when you're like a, a, a filmmaker or whatever, you got to sit there and think about like, how am I going to show this in the coolest way? I, I personally thought the whole movie was kind of goofy and, and and shitty, but it was so entertaining. This and it Snyder reminded me, like, you know, Zack Snyder's... Yeah, yeah. Zack Snyder's got an eye. Like, this guy knows how to make things look fucking cool and good. And I used to love Zack Snyder. And then I saw Sucker Punch, and I despised that movie. I wasn't about it at all. He did 300, didn't he? Right? Yeah, he did. And remember when every movie looked like 300 after that for a while? Like, every action movie wanted that style, they all tried that to mimic darkness. That, that, like, that blood-spattering style, yeah. slow-motion action. And in, like, mm-hmm. in 300, it was so cool because it was unique at the time where it was, you know, the slow or the fast-motion slash and then yeah. slow and you see the guys, like, torso tear apart. And then you're right. Every movie after that was like, oh, 300 found the formula. We're going to do a worse version of that. And it was... It's funny you mentioned Zack Snyder and his appreciation for style, like what he has. Because I thought about that too. I made daily vlogs for a while. I made like 140 of them or something. There is nothing in Casey Neistat's editing that we don't all know how to do, right? It's just jump cuts and some music, speed it up. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's not that. What Casey Neistat has is taste. You know, the music that he chooses, the, the pacing that he puts in. Of course, the things that he does are extraordinary. But even when he's not doing extraordinary things, right? He, he can just put a hook in that fucking studio, which is so interesting. And he edits it with a taste, with a style that makes it compelling, with the pacing, with the music, with the, the jumps are in the spot that lets you see what's happening. And it's like, that's why this guy's so good at this. It's not, people think he's good at editing. <sighs> we all know how to click on jump cuts. He's good at pacing, at music selection. He's good at lighting. Like he's, I don't know. I appreciate what he does. And I guess Are Zach Snyder too. Him? He, he doesn't really, I just want to his channel. He doesn't do much anymore. Yeah, he, he, has he a, gets, he's posted one video in the last six months. I think Jesse rich. Wellens is a good, is a good follow-up. Because Jesse Wellens take, also makes like these vlogs. And I watch it. I'm like, bro, relax. You went to the beach. I can't believe you brought three camera devices. And <laughs> there's like, you got the drone shot, but make it look like you, like, you know, everything just goes together so crazy. And I, and I do have like a, a lot of respect for that. People that just have an easy time, like, you know, or at least they make it look easy. You know what I mean? They make it look easy when they pull it off. It makes um, Zach Snyder so hard though. Like it, I don't know. I, I've done vlogs of me changing the oil on my truck. It takes me 15, 20 minutes to change the oil in a car. It takes me an hour to do it while taping. Just the, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's so much pain in the ashery involved in lighting and videotaping and stuff. It, it makes every task three times harder. 
Do you think you'll ever go back and, and do some more vlogs like that or not really interested at the moment at least? It doesn't excite me. I was thinking of doing them for my trip. That's but, a good idea. I mean, that's, that's if two months else, away. Plenty of time to amp yourself up about it. <laughs> it's, I, I, I kind of want it uh, documented, you know, like even just for me and family or whatever, you know, to show mm-hmm. the adventure. Uh, it's almost a way to like communicate with guys while I'm gone. Like, hey, this is what it is. This is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm doing. I'm going with a buddy. Oh, Harley doesn't know. Harley, on June 4th, I said Motor- Motorcycle trip? Motorcycle trip from North Carolina to Oregon and then back some way via dirt roads. And uh, apparently there, there's something called the Trans-America Trail, which is basically gravel roads, mountain passes, shit like that. Uh, it's all sort of off-road. And that's what I intend to do. The East Coast. That sounds really awesome. Dave. The fact that it's off, off-road also sounds really awesome. That sounds like a really cool aspect to it. There's like a trail you can only take with like a bike. You wouldn't be able to get in there with a car. Mostly. Yeah. There's, they call that single track when it's just like motorcycle width and there's some single track in there. A lot of it is just like gravel roads and stuff like a gravel That's cool. highway would be. Um, what, what speed will you be going at? Cause if it's a lot of it, a lot of it is dirt and gravel, like 40 miles an hour, 50, like, Oh, I don't even know motorcycle wise. Like how fast will you be going? I think there's parts of it. Like, so in, in North Carolina, actually a lot of it's paved. There's just some like river mm-hmm. crossings, but paved. Um, and in there, of course, you'll be able to go like 50, 70. It looks, I've watched a ton of videos on this, on the dirt roads. I'm estimating these guys are going like 30, you know, something like that. Oh, damn. No uh, wonder yeah, it's going to, it's going to be a long trip, but, but like, it's not about getting there fast or he'd be on the interstate. Yes. Yeah, journey. Or, 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 if he just wanted to get to Oregon, there's a flight every day. <laughs> you know? like, where do you sleep? Are you getting in hotels? Do you have like hotels trip or do you like camp out at all? There's two ways to do it. You can do it via camping or hotel. My my buddy's like, so we're doing hotels, right? Or motels. Like picture small town, bed and breakfast, Airbnb type things. And I think we're doing it that way. Part of it is I'm not that good at motorcycles, especially off-road. I have real limited off-road experience. And if you camp for even one day, shit, you're bringing like the capacity to cool food, cook food, tents, rain gear, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, yeah. whereas you can save a lot in gear if you're not camping. So that, I think that's the thought, just lighten up the bike by 80 pounds by not camping. What kind of bike do you have? It's a BMW G650 GS. It's an adventure motorcycle. They're smaller one. Um, I could show a picture of it. Yeah, please. Is that, is that, they call it how, how long you a mo- motorcycle? That's yeah. interesting. How long have you been a motorcycle? I didn't even know that. Did I know that? Did we ever talk about that? And by the way, the link that I put there was for a Luther book that I read. That's that if you liked what Kyle was going off on, it's all from the perspective of Luther. Um, it's just by Brian, Brian Azzarello. For those listening, if you're interested, Brian Azzarello, DC app, check it out if you want or not. Fuck DC. I don't give a shit. <laughs> They're not fucking paying PKA. They could suck <laughs> I, our dicks. I got suck a, I got our a, little sour Jewish dicks. I, I got link was going to have a bunch of fantasy fun. book series first. I can't buy any more books. <laughs> I like that black one there. That's what mine is. It's black like that's that. That's what you have. That's sick. So what, yeah. uh, what amount of this weight? This is like, I don't want to disrespect it. I don't want to disrespect it. But this is like the this is like the thing I always jump on in in like open world video games. If you have this as an option, like I'm going on that. This is like, <laughs> like I don't know if you played the latest Ghost Recons, but they have some of these like, and you're like going up and down like dirt roads and shit like that. This looks like it's between, and I don't know anything about that. I'm talking on my ass. This like it's, it looks like it's in between like, a sick ass motorcycle on roads and like a sick ass dirt bike. It That's looks like it's, uh, it. yeah, like it, it's it's not as hardcore enduro like 
you know, as a, as a pure dirt bike, but it's meant to be a little of both. Well, What's you have enduro? Huge, what do you mean uh, enduro? Well, you have huge oh. saddlebags on that. To, yeah, to saddlebags and a, and a top case maybe, which goes like on the what very back mean? behind the passenger, like a boxy thing. What's a top case? <sighs> Shit. Um, when did you get into motorcycles? Container on the back, and then like two giant saddlebags on the side, right? Oh, I'm clicking on the wrong. Because if you're gonna potentially camp, you're gonna have to carry a good bit of stuff. I think. We're oh, he said he gonna wasn't camp. gonna camp. Yeah. I thought. Um, yeah, fuck it. Camping's stupid. Unless you want to low key fuck your friend, then camping would be hot. No, I want to. I want to high key fuck Kyle. So. So, Next bro, Blazer Nick, Kyle can fucking he could blast all of us, right, boys? Mine <laughs> doesn't look just like this, but this is what a top case is. It's that case behind. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, I know yeah, this. Yeah. The uh, the thing I linked, like like um, I think we talked about this last time, and I've talked about it at nauseum. I, I know everybody doesn't want to keep hearing the same shit, but um, this is such an aesthetically pleasing bike. This Indian, it looks so cool. I know, right? I fucking love it. Um, I don't like I, the red as much. I think it would. Look I don't better. like the red either. I'm uh, black. black. I'm all about maybe even matte, like a matte dark gray finish. I, we're same fucking page, brother. Either black, uh, shiny black, matte black, or the matte silver that they do as well. Uh, in 185 days, I'm moving, and uh, and like this is pretty high on my list of priorities that that I want. Like like I want that fucking motorcycle, and they're cheap, as you can see. Like. Yeah, it's nine grand. It like it's it, and that's a brand new 2021 is nine grand. Like uh, granted, it's that's probably the non-ABS model that's being like promoted there. And I do want anti-lock brakes, but used you can pick these up for six grand, five grand, even if you get one a couple years old. I want the current body style, which you're you're looking at there. I'm not exactly sure when the body style changed, but that's neither here nor there. That's a little bit down the road. But yeah, I like that bike a lot. It doesn't have the versatility of what Woody has, but I I like You're the style really of it. Whatever fits your mission, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I really do like Woody's bike a lot. Like, like it. Woody's bike looks like a. It looks utilitarian. How it much is your stunning. bike, Woody? Uh, so they don't make it anymore. New, it was like seventy five hundred, and I think I got it for. And I have no concept of how much motorcycles cost. I'm shocked. Is that higher? I, mean, or I like. I I, know, I looked at your motorcycle and I thought that was like a $20,000 thing. And then the one that I'm looking at here, I'm like, I would have thought that was $20,000. I have no concept. Then again, I'm also automatically thinking Canadian numbers and like uh, like a ski-doo is like $15,000. And I just, like, I don't know why I didn't think. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know why um, I didn't think. Like some brands are really expensive. Like Harley Davidson's can be $20,000. Like you said, Ducati's like, like can be really expensive. Um, that I Indi knew. I knew that was an expensive brand, but I still thought. Let me show you the bike the that I love. Civic or something. I just want to squeeze in. I, I feel like I dodged Harley's question twice. When I got into motorcycles as a teenager and in my twenties, I rode motorcycles all the time. I didn't have a car, so I just that was how I got everywhere. And um, then there was a huge gap, and I got this bike four years ago. I rode it, kind of didn't ride it for like two years, and now I'm back at it. So there's so. I'm sorry, I cut you off at the end. That's cool. Um, so this link right here is the bike that I I love the way it looks. I think it's super fucking sexy in that color scheme that it's being like put in there, but it's way too fast for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I, I'm a completely unexperienced rider, inexperienced rider, 
And um, I, I think the Scout 60 is a lot more stable. I've seen people suggest it as a first bike, which seems a little crazy at 1,000 cc's or whatever it is, 1,100, I think, maybe. Um, but my thing is, like, just don't fucking twist the fucking accelerator that hard. And, and I have no interest in going fast or, like, what, like, a, a bike guy would consider fast. Like, the speed limits are fine with me, if that makes sense. I, I have no interest in going 100 miles an hour even, much yeah. less 150 200 miles an hour which some of these crazy high-end sport bikes are capable of but this bike this 1200 indian this ftr is so sexy to me I don't, I don't have like you the, seen the fort nine video on this bike i'm pretty sure it's this one i've if it's made recently no but like if you go back six months i watched every video for every bike he does that was a current video and i think it's this motorcycle about like what beauty is in a motorcycle and he points out this sort of like line the red one that goes from the bottom left to the upper right through the shock uninterrupted he points out the special effort they put into towards making the top of the motorcycle level like it is right that's not not all bikes are like that the 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 fork rake it like they go through all this effort to make this a beautiful motorcycle and he's like a lot of this stuff you wouldn't appreciate unless you're a designer but if you're a regular person you just look at it and say "Ooh, i like and that's where i am on this i'm like yeah i like this i instantly liked it and i'm like oh wait this is the one from that video that the designers really put a lot of effort into making this so wonderful i like this i bike. like that it's upright it's an upright bike too I, mm -hmm. I like that like like it's not full-on fucking um uh, rear rear peg uh, bike, you know it's yeah. It appeals to me a lot. <laughs> rear peg, rear peg, rear peg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah rear peg bike will get you fucking I rear peg. That's what it'll do. That. Yeah, I have no interest in that. Like like um, but but man, um, the Indian motorcycles really appeal to me. They're American bikes. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're older than Harley. I think they're the original American bike. Could be wrong about that. Probably, um, I wouldn't know. But Harley is um, from what I've read anyway. I'm not a bike guy. I don't pretend to be but harley seems to me to be very overpriced and they don't get nearly as much bang for your buck and you don't get as much bang for your cubic centimeter of engine displacement either like and like, this, like the just the optics of it how it looks like i just linked something because i was curious and harley was 100 percent on the dot twenty thousand dollars for this 2021 pan american 1250 special harley davidson this thing compare the two. Way, this thing looks way less cool than your Indian or 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 Woody's. Bike. If yeah. you told me this Harley was a three thousand dollar bike, I would have believed you. It looks. It doesn't even look cool. It looks like a fucking scooter. It looks. It looks mm. so. But they're jacked. Ugly. Their prices are jacked then, like, up, aren't they? Harley Davidson, just, big time. Uh, it's not just the coloring of it. Scroll down, and you'll see more versions of it that are even more expensive. They all look shitty. None of them yeah. are cool. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pass. I don't know shit about bikes. Probably least less than anyone here. But if I were to pass one of those, like a twenty thousand dollar bike, which is apparently very nice, I I wouldn't register that. I would think that was like, oh yeah, someone cobbled together a bike out of miscolored parts. Like it, it looks like shit. Looks oh, like I watched shit. that Fortnite video. That's I just looked up the video that I saw that it was the Harley Davidson killed itself video, the Fortnite oh, one. Yeah, yeah. That was a sick ass video, and it was like. Just talking about how motorcycles were so cool going in, coming back from the war and stuff like that. And then Harley Davidson fucking with their prices to make it seem like more of like a, like not designer, but like something like yeah. that. Like, you know, sometimes it like gets people interested. And then what they did, 
uh, and they get like I don't know was it subsidizing, but they get a lot of help from the government or whatever it is. Uh, what's those Sons of Anarchy bikes where like the pipes or the tubes go down really low and the the wheels way out front? Are you looking for chopper? Is that what it's called? A chopper? It's like the yeah. style. Of well, bike. it's a style of bike. Really. That's what I always associate as a non-bike knowledge haver of Harley's. Like I always assume that's what Harley means. Like a chopper. Me too. Harley's truck. So this is an adventure bike, like in the same class as mine. I actually like mine more, but maybe I'm biased. For sure. Yours looks cooler. Um, but Harley's making electric bikes now. They're doing everything they can so that they can expand their market beyond, you know, 65-year-old dentists who are, who are yeah. the people buying it today. Yeah. And they're just trying to appeal to kids, adventure bikes, whatever. They're just trying to, they're like, oh, look, our market is drying up. Seven years from now, they're all going to stop buying motorcycles. So how do we get the next gen of buyers? And, and What is the benefit of a chopper-style motorcycle? Is it more comfortable to ride? Is it the visual that people like? Like, is I think it's about the visual. Yeah, it, it you're kind of doing a sit-up a little bit. Uh, they usually have back support, like the way that the seat sits, yeah. but like I have, I've ridden one. It wasn't for me. I, I felt like uh, maybe I'm just uncomfortable with it, but I didn't feel that in control. The The upright style that Kyle likes and, and that I have is the most comfortable for me. Just sitting up, sitting on top. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I like Harley. Sometimes I think about getting one. I'm on Craigslist all the time looking for more bikes now, but... <laughs> I don't even know what I want. I see like, or I'll like, oh, this is what I want. I want this. I want this. Then I see it, and I'm like, but um, yeah, get an Indian it. Scout 60. I I know right where you can keep it. <laughs> this FTR looks cool. How much it is does. it? Oh, eleven five is not as high as I expected. You can't again. I bet that's non ABS. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, I, I looked in the wrong spot. That was like previous models starting as low as eleven five. No, these are fifteen seventeen. Yeah, so. but yeah. Uh, and and I, I watched a, a video. The gauges are very cool. Uh, everything about it's real cool. I don't know, it's a cool bike, but it's not the one that I'm going to get. I'm I'm almost certainly going to get the Scout 60, which I'm pretty sure the only difference between the Scout 60 and the Scout is one less gear. I don't need six gears, dude. Honestly, I'm on Harley Davidson's website. I'm looking at all their models. These are the ugliest bikes in America. These are terrible. <laughs> there aren't any choppers. There's nothing cool. Huh. It just it looks like shittier versions of what you guys are both interested in the indian you have or you're you're selecting kyle very cool aesthetically woody your bmw very cool i like i like the finish you decided on i wouldn't have liked it if it was colored but i like (laughs) i um it doesn't look good on their website but i've seen videos and stuff of their electric motorcycle that i thought were pretty cool uh the live wire all right I bet an electric motorcycle doesn't have any problems with range because that's isn't that the biggest complaint with the cars? It has huge range problems with range. It has, really? Yes. It, it, <laughs> yeah. It's like because electric cars have room for a gigantic battery, but yeah. they still have range problems. They'll be like, oh, 200 miles, 250 it's miles. It's like 100 miles on a motorcycle. <laughs> that's fucking <laughs> It's so much smaller. It should be better. Uh, so is the battery right like it, it, yeah and, if you want to tow a battery behind you on like a little u-haul trailer then <laughs> wait you go a long way on a motorcycle. You just go forever with a bunch of car batteries on a u-haul you look like an asshole <laughs> weight's a big deal on a motorcycle because if it tips even a little bit then all of a sudden that's you pulling it up and mm-hmm. um so they you know they have this balance like how light can they keep it they have problems with range but also i'm told i've never ridden an electric motorcycle because it's so quiet 
you like connect to the road in a different way. You're not hearing the engine. You're hearing the tires on asphalt. You're hearing the birds. It's a different mm. sort of zooming environment that's really pleasant. And I, I think it sounds attractive to me, but I haven't tried it. Isn't a big reason that a lot of people get motorcycles, or I guess this is probably also a chopper thing. Like they like the loud noise it makes. Regular motorcycles don't quite boom that that right. Volume. A lot of car so that's guys. That's a pipe thing. Like, like like you can put pipe you can put different pipes and and your your motorcycle can be as loud and obnoxious and as obnoxious as you want it to be and but but one of the things about you know there's that south park bit about you know what do you call somebody that rides a one of those loud harleys up and down the street and ru ruins everybody's time a faggot mm. and and you can you can see it that way but the the reason that a lot of people want loud pipes is because you are on a two-wheeled rocket ship that is one little nudge away from you spinning down the interstate at 80 miles per hour with nothing yeah. between you and the asphalt, but your fucking pants and your shirt. And so your they want to be loud enough and your skin meat crayon style. Yeah. So they want to be loud enough that people know you're there. Um, the, the, the problem is, Oh, you I want everybody to know that. you're there when you know who the biggest douchebags in the fucking world are. Those people with radio systems on their bikes that ride through town. Like, like there's a nice little area near me with like lots of little, little hippie coffee shops and like antique stores and shit. And it's mostly foot traffic and, you know, there's speed bumps to slow the cars down. It's a nice little area. We go there. We, we, we hang out. It's, it's a real nice place to go. And this cocksucker comes riding through on his loud ass motorcycle and he's just and I'm like what a douchebag and then he starts playing kid rock so fucking loud that you can hear it inside the fucking coffee what shop what an asshole oh Cowboy. I agree you know you know who well, I hate? Well, I'm up my game and I'm going head out west. He, he likes the song so much that everybody has to listen to it. I'm with yeah. Kyle, but this behavior, the twist on it. So now, COVID, outdoor seating. I'm always doing outdoor seating at restaurants, ideally with a propane heater or something. Those guys that start their loud-ass bike and take like 10 minutes of warming up before they leave, just fucking go. You are bothering everybody out here. There is a whole <laughs> restaurant full of people sitting outside because of the coronavirus listening to you warm up your goddamn noisemaker. That if your bike takes 10 minutes to warm up, fucking get a different one. Just start it and leave. That's how I my bike. I warm it up for like as long as it takes to put my gloves on. What? 40 You're seconds. Right. It, it's so fucking inconsiderate. To yeah. do. It's like someone being like, oh, it's a little chilly out. You know, I don't want my car to be even a little chilly. So I'm going to go roll all my windows down, turn on my car and turn the radio up as I'm going to put on the oldies as loud as it goes. <laughs> you're you're a fucking dickhead. You're yeah. an, you're a you're a rude person. Don't do that. It, it infuriates me. I'll never be that guy. Even if I had a loud bike. I don't know. Think about the people around you. Just start it and leave. Yeah, I'd start it and be like, I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, but yeah, I'm very excited about this trip. All my waking moments are thinking about it, preparing for it. Just spent three days working on my motorcycle. I did a task that should probably have taken one. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's finished now. Tomorrow I'm going to ride it. Very nice. Sounds awesome. That's a cool yeah. ass trip. So, no. You know, it would be the perfect apex is if your interest in this met with your interest in outdoor survival <laughs> and, it, and it, 
you know, and so you were like camping the whole way. But I'm also glad that that's not the case because that would have absolutely ruined your trip. It, it would have been so unpleasant, like day two. And you're like, I'm so tired of beans. <laughs> just There's the sleep it. apnea thing, too. I'm like, how am I going oh. to sleep with the CPAP machine and charge it every what am I going to charge this, like run off a battery and then charge it off my bike all day long during the drive? How am I wiring this? And like that kind of thing. It, it's so much nicer to just stay in a motel and not have camping gear to bring around and. Uh, the yeah. the BPAP machine helps you fall asleep, obviously, but ever since you got it, has the act of like laying in bed, putting it on your face, also helped you fall asleep because it's like this is sleep mode time. We're we're finalized. That's it. Whereas like if you were just laying there regular, you might be like, oh man, I, I want to watch another motorcycle video. I want to. I want to. You know what? I'm not quite tired enough yet. Have you noticed that? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, you know, we're initiating the sleep sequence. We're going to put this thing on and go to bed. Uh, it doesn't help me fall asleep, although maybe it does. It helps me stay asleep. That's the big thing. Is it weird while you're awake feeling it like push air at you or no? Not anymore. At first it was. Now, like I'll wake up in the morning and I'll like leave it on because it's heated air. It's humidified air. It's pressurized air. What, am I just going to fucking breathe whatever airs around me like some sort of fucking peasant? No. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a cart like a like a person who's on chemo. <laughs> Kyle, you're muted. You are muted, my friend. Would you like it if it were flavored air? Oh, I didn't even think of that. That sounds what great. If, what if, what if it was butterscotch? What right. if it was butterscotch? And you were just like... Jackie's like, where are you heading, honey? To bed. She's like, it's 5 p.m. <laughs> you know, I'm a little hungry. And uh, yeah. yeah, I'm heading to bed. That would be badass. Be such an awesome feature. You could like set it to change. So it's like, yeah, throughout the night, I breathe lavender scented air. So it keeps me asleep. And then around 6 a.m., it pivots to coffee scented air. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah, I don't know why my BPAP's not flavored. I'm really, I'm, I feel like this I'm missing out on idea. something. Put some of this orange creamsicle in there, and you're never gonna want to wake up. Uh, yeah, but yeah, sometimes put, I'll put wake pizza up in, the morning. in there and breathe it. Mm, breathe pizza for lunch in the yeah, morning. I'll wake up, meals. watch breathe YouTube them. videos, wearing the BPAP, and just like you know, easy breathing, easy, warm, humid, lovely breathing. On your phone, right? Like you can't leave the bed with it, right? Yeah, it, there's a hose. You know, you're you're kind of. As a matter of fact, if you sit up straight, or like if the cord, like I'm on a laptop or something, I have to reach down and grab it. It's like pulling my head. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's not. You gotta invest in a longer tube. <laughs> so you can have, <laughs> it's not that it's not. It's like routed behind the pillow in such a way that it's like not disturbing. So it that's why it's such a short leash. Okay. But uh, yeah. I, that's one of those things where I'm like, man, I'm glad I don't need that. But then also, I might need it. Like, you, you probably don't know until you try it. How much you don't know I, until, like, your sleeping partner lets you know. Like, like I, I, do don't, you I don't really snore, but I do have a lot of trouble staying asleep for more than a few hours at a time. Do you wake up having to piss, or are you just waking up? Uh, often, I'm just waking up. I keep waking up having to piss. and I, I drink so much water b before bedtime, I got to mm. slow that down. Like, like it's not a prostate issue or anything like that before our resident doctors get ahead of themselves. I, uh, it's, it's, I'm always like filling this motherfucker up and drinking my Morocco uh, and drinking more water. And, uh, yeah, it's the same exact one. 
and uh, got the Nalgene over there. Okay. Old school. Yeah, I piss, I piss all the time. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like every time I get up, like from this show, I'm like taking the longest. Like, it's one of those pisses where I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm glad he Taylor decided to read some ads. I needed this. <laughs> do you, you do those ones where like you sit down to piss and you didn't even well not sit down to piss, sit down to piss and shit if you have to piss and shit. But regardless, you're pissing and it's one of those pisses where it's like it's so much more than you thought there was. Where it's like you're sitting oh. here doing the show and you're like. I could go for a pee, kind of. And then you stand up, and the second you stand up, you're like, oh, no, oh, this, this was an emergency the whole right. time. <laughs> so, like, like, so much pee is always in my system. It's shocking. All right, so, like, I went to go get that COVID vaccine, and I've been drinking a lot of water already. My, my vaccine time was at, like, noon, 11 a.m., at 11 a.m. So I get in the car, and I'm driving, and, like, half, I'm sitting in the line for this thing, so I've driven about 30, 35 minutes and I've been waiting for about 10 and I got to piss so bad. And I'm just like, there's no way I'm getting out of this line and there's no way I'm making it to my shot without pissing. But I've got like a really tall coffee cup, um, like styrofoam cup from a gas station in the car that was left over from my trip to the mountains. And it's like a 22 ounce. And I'm just like, yeah, we're just going to piss right here. We're stopped anyway, waiting in line. So I, I start pissing and I'm like, Phew. We're gonna fill her up. We're gonna. Uh, yep. Yep. I fill the whole thing up. I piss twenty fucking ounces minimum because it's it's almost brimming. All right. So when nobody's looking, I dump that out into the grass. You know that. Like I open, I crack the car door, look around, make sure nobody sees me dump my piss jug. Like and I and I and I, and I empty it out. So then I wait in line for about an hour, hour and twenty minutes or something like that. It was a long wait get my shot. And then you got to wait 15 more to see if you're going to have a reaction. I got to piss again. So I'm, I'm like, well, glad we emptied this out <laughs> as I'm, as I'm dry. I do have to do this one driving. Cause yeah. I don't cause there's cops everywhere in that parking lot. And the last thing I want is an indecent expo exposure charge at this point in my life. So <laughs> I'm driving down the road, I put the thing in cruise control. I, I put my left foot all the way on the floorboard so I can like arc myself up, do like a plank or whatever, like a reverse plank. And, and I'm, I'm pissing into this thing again. I fill it up again. I fill it up completely again. And now I've got 20 more ounces of piss riding shotgun with me. I get home and I'm like, you know, I've still got to piss. And I piss more. Like, like I'm riding around all the time with like 50, 60 ounces of, of, of liquid just rolling through my body minimum. So when I go to bed at night, yeah, I'm waking up like at least twice in the night to piss. When I'm when I pee that much, I'm like I should weigh in. I should weigh. I just cut a pound. <laughs> I wonder what I weigh right now. Yeah, so 128 <laughs> ounces is eight pounds. You know, you can do the math. Do you have times where you notice you wake up and pee all the time? Because at like 4:30 in the morning, I'm always waking up to pee. It's like predictable where I'll wake up and it's just some ethereal. Uh, I don't know what time it is. I don't know what to. Oh, 4:31. Oh, 4:28. Oh, 4:33. Like I. I'm always pissing. I feel like at 4:30. I have done that, but I'm not that consistent, like like you describe. No, I I wake up bottles. I, I wake up two or three times in the night, and it's always to piss. And um, I don't know. I would say like three hours into sleep, I wake up, and then three more, and then three more, or something like that. And when so I I'm, I'm, wake up randomly, just like oh, I'm awake. I don't have to pee. I I don't know why I'm awake. It's always having to piss because I like, like constantly, and I hate it. 
I uh, I sleep really well. I take my um, you know, I'm not getting paid or anything by Derek, but he should pay me, Derek. Um, I, I take my I take my fucking gorilla dream, and uh, it really like puts me to sleep. And uh, and I and I I sleep really well, and I have my my weird fucking dreams too, which I appreciate. You know something I've I've tried is uh, it, it's not Nyquil. It's called like Zquil, and it's like Nyquil without the acetaminophen active ingredients. It's just like hey take this. It doesn't have anything in it other than uh, dimethylhydramine or whatever it is that's in Benadryl to make you kind of sleepy. Mm-hmm. And I've tried that to make me sleepier. And it works sometimes, but a lot of the time, I just have really bizarre dreams and I don't like it. Like just really unsettling, bizarre dreams that I, I don't like. And I don't, I really don't dream that much, or at least not nightmares. Like I I guess I wouldn't say that. I dream all the time. I'd really, I can't remember the last time I had a nightmare. I just you don't only remember your dreams. I smoke you. weed. I smoke hash before bed. So, does that make you dream? You just don't get. You know, you get no dreams at all. You get uh, nothing. Really? I you just wake up. That. But I always thought yeah. remembering your dreams had to do with waking up unnaturally, right? Like if you just wake up and do the full cycle and ease into consciousness, you don't remember your dream. But if I were to like shake you you'd know what you were dreaming about mm-hmm. when you, when I woke you up. That's such a bizarre thing that like scientists, no, nobody really understands our dreaming, our dream structure, why we do it. The, the meaning of any of it. It's just, it's a fucking bizarre thing. And you know that like other animals dream too, because yeah. I'll watch, I'll watch Fozzie, uh, one of my dogs in particular, he'll fall asleep next to my leg late at night. If I'm reading or watching a show and, he does his little kicks and his like, and it's like he's clearly dreaming. <laughs> yeah. He's clearly yeah. dreaming about running that around. little dumbass. <laughs> yeah, that, that little dumbass. Little fucking dumbass. My it's, dogs do. They're like, oh. Taylor, you have two dogs. Do you like one more than the other? Uh, see, uh, it's split because Teddy, Teddy is cuter than Fozzie. That's objective. He just is. He's the runt of the litter. He's very litter, or very little, and he has kind of a, a wool-like coat. So you pet him, and it's very thick and wool-like. And so Teddy's so cute. He also likes me a lot because of the work from home thing. <laughs> he's so attached to me. Fozzie is the objectively better dog. He doesn't go to the bathroom in the house ever. He rings the bell to go out. He does everything correct, and he's still adorable. And so. I would say, I'm sorry, Teddy. I know you're a big viewer of the show, but you're, <laughs> you've lost out to Fozzie insofar as my favorite dog. Because, like, Ted, and Teddy hasn't figured out how to ring the bell yet. He just, like, I'll be, like, uh, my my girlfriend falls asleep way earlier than I do most nights. And Fozzie, if he's, they both go to bed with her in the bedroom. And Fozzie will come out in the middle of the night, ring the bell. And I'm like, oh, okay, you got to piss. You got to shit. Teddy will just come out and just stare at me like a little neurotic weirdo until I like get up and take the initiative. And I'll, I'm even testing now because I'll like, I'll, I'll say something be like, Teddy, you want to go outside, go potty. And if I say it really quiet, he's like kind of tilts his head and I go, we'll go outside, go potty. And then he gets all excited. And so he's like, so dumb. I need to say it in a specific tone of voice. Cause he's clearly not understanding the words that I'm saying. Mm. He just knows the tone of voice. So if I'm like, all I right. think he understands the words. He's just like, nah, you're bullshitting. You're bullshitting me, <laughs> I don't, I'm not buying it. When you mean it, then I'm down. <laughs> apparently dogs can recognize like a thousand words. Apparently words. Yeah. They're smarter than we believe, you know, mm. they, they know what's going on. They, they read off your, uh, 
your emotions and your state of mind really well. They have they've evolved to. It's it's really cool. Like like our relationship with dogs is like nothing else in the animal kingdom and on on the planet. Like like, like they didn't exist before us. We recreated that thing. And and like they've evolved to be our best companions. That whole man best best friend thing isn't some sort of fucking slogan or some made up Hallmark shit. They just are. Like, like the reason their eyes look like that, the reason they have those, uh, the, they have whites in their eyes. Look at a fucking wolf's eyes. Those dead fucking eyes. They won't make eye contact with you. Uh, my, my buddy out in Texas, like I hung out with his pet wolf. That thing will not look at you. He's just observes you a little. It's sort of that like corner of his eye kind of thing. Checking you out like a, like it, like a fucking convict at, in the fucking everything he line. needs. He smelt it. He's like checking everything his he needs, fucking he smelt it. He doesn't need a fucking look at you. He's like, he he's knows what you're his... about. He's like, he's like, I know your weaknesses. I know I could fucking kill you in a second. Yeah. I'm not even going to look at your stupid hairless ass. I don't even want to see your non-furry face right now. Meanwhile, your, is dog, what I assume. meanwhile, your dog makes complete eye contact with you and takes cues from your eyes. Like, like you look over there. He's like, well, what is it? Like, like he knows what's up. Like, I love dogs. I, that, I that's dogs. like the Bill Burr. That Bill Burr bit, you know, he has that whole yeah. Bill Burr bit about the dogs. Or he's like, yeah, or he's like, your friend comes over and your dog's like, you want me to fucking kill this guy? <laughs> 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 I I also have two dogs and um, I, I posted them there. But like, I, I definitely, me and my girlfriend, we have Tussie. That was my first dog. He's great. We love him. He's the best, perfect creature. And then we got Goro. Is like that the four furry? months ago? Is Goro the first? Goro's the, not furry the one. Chihuahua, the Chihuahua, the, 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 uh, even in the pictures, Tussie doesn't look cute. He looks like a weird demon no, with some sticks on his tooth. What a sweet little pup. I, I love all dogs. Yeah. Yeah. So these, well, Goro, we literally call him other dog. We're just like, yeah, get to see an other dog. We're like, we're all like the whole joke is just like, yeah, fuck that. Dog. Oh, those but are cute fucking dogs. Tussie's good on his, uh, like Tussie, Tussie's like good with us. He needs us. No matter what, he needs people. Who's if the I shaggy took one? Goro, that's Tussie. Yeah. Okay. If I put Goro and I put him outside, like this guy's good. He's gonna catch a rabbit. He's gonna catch something. He's he's gonna make it till tomorrow. The other dog never will. So Gora, I'm always just like, yeah, you're good, bro. Shut up. But uh, hey, they're they're so hilarious. Could kill a rabbit? No. He's listen. He's very impressive. He's, he's the pictures you have. He's puppy. He's puppy. But he is he is like he's like he's very fast. He's got some skills. You know, I, I remember looking at the history of like my, the other dog. The uh, it's a, a, a Yorkshire like Terrier. He's fast. I'm telling you that Chihuahua killer. <laughs> that Chihuahua is fast. I'm telling you, he'll fuck you up. But the uh, thing is, like, if you asked if you asked him if he could kill a rabbit, a hundred fucking percent, boss. You just that said he's got heart. He's got heart. I'll just kill any rabbit. I'll kill you. Bro, he's not gonna kill humans. Anybody thinks he can kill a human. They gotta fuck with Goro. (laughs) 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 He's literally, he is like, I remember looking up like Yorkshire Terriers because the dog's so useless. I was like, what are these dogs? What was their function? Because I remember I get I got high once and I saw like hunting with dogs and it hit me. I was like, oh man's best friend. Because I did think it was like a hallmark type thing that's cute shut the fuck up man's best friend yeah i get it we like them no like the relationship that humans have with dogs is like better than any other relationship out there on earth which i'm sure when we're like yeah man's best friend dogs horses are like i've died for you bro 
I've carried you on my back into war. And those are your... <laughs> like, I just feel like horses got swerved on the whole man's best friend thing. But, like, I, I do get it. Like, dogs, like, we got, we got like, working relationships. And I looked up Yorkshire uh, Terriers. I was like, what did they do? And they were, like, during the plague and stuff, they hunted down rats. Like, they would, like, go into, like, little, like, they would yeah. follow rats into little burrowed holes and, like, drag them out and stuff. Like, you know, and I was always, like, my dog, I don't know. But my yeah. dog's, like, some L.A. bitch. I got him in Los Angeles. He's a useless fucking little hoe. They'll do it, But though. I like, did. They've got this. I did come. Yeah, I came across a real Yorkshire Terrier once, and it was the funniest thing. I was standing in an elevator going to my friend's apartment, and the elevator doors opened up. And they must have got, like this big even though the yorkie was like that big most of it was fur i guess it opened up this much and this guy came into the elevator so fast and meant it so much this was like a real perky yorkie he like came into the elevator and his nose went into all four corners of the elevator and then he was standing and his nose was in my balls all in like one second it was like so crazy. Like I could see how he chases rats. His owner didn't even come into the elevator yet. The doors weren't even all the way open. And he yeah. came flying in and was like, boom, 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 boom. And boom, in my balls. Like he smelt everything, everything that was in there that was interesting. And he assessed me and he was like in my nutsack. And I was just like, oh, this is it. This is like, this is like an athletic little dog. Like he was yeah. agile. You don't look at Yorkies and be like, oh yeah, they're agile. You're just like, yeah, they're a little fucking, they yap a lot. But like, I got it. My dog is useless. But Yorkies, I was like, oh, I see. And I had, yeah. my buddy had a Yorkie that would do like a flip. You would take a treat. He yeah. never taught it to him. He would just do the treat and the, the dog would do like a flip. And it's so funny. I was like, that's crazy. Like, that's like interesting. And then Chihuahuas are like, I understand like why people say they're like, they got attitude or whatever. Because that Yorkie would never, ever, ever growl at me. He's never growled at me in my entire life. And I'm irritating and I could bother him. He'll be sleeping and I'll be like, wake up, you little bitch, you know? And he's just like, but the Chihuahua, when he's sleeping and I just even hover over him, he'll be like, like his eyes are closed, but he'll start growling at me. Like he'll growl, like he'll never bite anyone. But like you go near him when he doesn't want it. He's like, Dude, chihuahuas are fucking ornery. Like they they're kind of known for being nippy and shitty at people. I mean, it's not a big yeah. deal because unlike like a no, it's true. Or, or some big dog like, oh, an angry chihuahua, whatever. Like an angry pit bull, that, that's a scary thing. But a chihuahua, you yeah. know, what are you gonna do? Nip me, I can just knock you away. Dude, the most ir one of the most irresponsible friends that I knew in high school was also the guy that had his pit bull. And so, like, we hang out. Always goes someone, and, and I, I love dogs. I love pit bulls. I think I happen to think they're like one of the most beautiful dogs. And I think they're so cute. Also, they're like beautiful and cute and fucking scary. And one of my buddies, like, he'd come there. I'd be like, "Yo, is this guy coming over?" And they'd be like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Is he bringing his dog?" And if they're like, uh, "Yeah," I'd be like, "I'm not coming," because like <laughs> this guy would come. And he'd come with his pit bull, not on the leash, and he always showed off. And I actually found it really fascinating. He would, like, open the gate, like a full fence, like, you know, like a seven-foot fence, mm -hmm. like chain-link fence. He would open the gate and close it and then call his dog, and the dog would just scale the fence instantly. And I was always like, man, that's scary. To just see the pit bull climb the fence and hop over and cool. And then he had, like, he thought it was so cool to say code words to the dog. 
that'd be like, what is it? What is it? What is it? And then the dog's fucking like face, you know, and they're like, shit goes back and they're like, and like, their face is different. <laughs> Bro, for real. You hear he, <laughs> the guy like starts pointing at you. He's dog. like, Juden, Juden. And that's my neighbor was God, my neighbor was Israeli. He had a Doberman, <laughs> and my mom was like, "Why'd you get a Doberman? They were Nazi dogs. That dog's a Nazi dog." And he's Israeli. He's like, "The dog is Canadian. What do you say?" <laughs> <laughs> this dog is Canadian. What are you retarded? It's not a. <laughs> you think this dog just hates Jews? What are you stupid? <laughs> <in French. laughs> I guess if the dog would be bred to be like, oh, a Jew. <laughs> no, they don't fucking know. They're like, oh man, this guy had apples yesterday. I'm interested in that. <laughs> like that's- yeah, dogs are so awesome. I, I love dogs. Everybody, loves dogs. you guys Everybody all like small dogs. Dogs. None of you I, are I talking. Like okay, you pick small dogs. I picked small dogs, but I guarantee if I met your dogs, I would love them too. I love big dogs too. I wish I wish I had the space for big dogs when I was getting it. When I got my last dogs, like I just didn't have the space. Um, you know, and I, I, I love big dogs. I see big dogs, bro. Like we have a connection. My dogs they look at me and they're like, you fucking animal. My dogs you sit fucking on a animal. couch. They're like, like tall enough that you can hug them and stuff. And they put their head on. Ah, like this. That's good. Yeah, that's <laughs> Those <sweet>. little motherfuckers. <laughs> they're great Danes. So they're like, mm-hmm. they're tall and, uh, and then you can squish them. Like that's something we, I don't know. My family's touchy i guess like you know you, colin just lay on and put all your weight on them. the dogs you know just lay on them yeah. like their body pillows or something I did like you that. get those yeah. um like bladder supplements we talked about i did i she's been doing better so my dog one of them is old and she had a problem with just peeing and uh i she's been doing better i got them i was inconsistent you're supposed to give them to her twice a day and it's like three pills because she's big twice a day and uh, I, you know, I'm doing like once a day, sometimes twice a day, other times. I'm not sure how much of a difference it made, but she has been doing better. So, uh, but yeah, dogs get old. Then they get leaky. Do you think you'll do like, are, are you settled into the Great Dane as your dog breed of choice? Or do you think you'll ever branch away? Try something new. So last time I was the one who was like, you know what? Hey, just research right let's just look at other dogs see if anything else fits what we like in a dog and jackie was like no only great danes I'm like well i'll be over here looking and if i find something i think is better or, you know maybe something just different as good i'll mm-hmm. circle back and uh after i looked at dogs i landed on great dane again so there was nothing to do can i throw one into the mix that you might want to consider because they look a bit similar but they're medium sized instead of super sized the weimaraner we had one maybe as a kid. She was a mutt. Uh, she was great. I, I love Weimaraners. I had one as a kid. Sam. Sam was my best buddy. Is it Weimaraner or Weimaraner? Well, I'm from Georgia, so it's Weimaraner. Okay. <laughs> it's Weimaraner? It's uh, probably, probably Weimaraner. <laughs> anyway, I love that dog. You know who has one? Or had one anyway. Onslaught from YouTube. Oh, okay. He oh man, they're, they're beautiful. I like the silverish ones. They're the gray. It's that's a, that, that's really, yeah, really shiny, almost reflective, like glint to their their coat. It's and and I don't think they shed. I think they're maybe one of those hypoallergenic breeds, perhaps. 
Onslaught's dog was, his name was Champ, and he was so athletic. Our dog was never that athletic, and she got kind of fat and whatever. You saw his, and he was just like, let's play. Let's catch a deer. So you guys want to go catch deers? It's like, yeah. I don't know. He just looked like he was always built to get do things. Very similar to that kind of dog. I just posted a picture of, of <laughs> Cavapoo puppies. I have two Cavapoos, Harley, and they are so fucking cute. So fucking. I don't even. I honestly, I want to kick their fucking ass. I'll tell you that right now. I'll kill. I want to. I want to. But you know what I mean. You know how I'm saying. Like you know, you come home and you see her. You're just like you motherfucker. I'm you just want to get it, shake it a little. Like not like a violent yeah. shake, but just kind of almost a vibration. Oh no, I like. To, I like to go and like put my hand over his skull, like gently, but I put it over and he's just there, and I'm like, I could fucking kill you. Is right this now. a pink? <laughs> I could fucking kill you, and he's just like, and he like wants yeah. to like lick my hand. I'm talking about murdering him. Looking at we, this we picture have, of this dog is raising my estrogen levels. We we have a we have a harness <laughs> like that for our dogs to walk them. It's I get like, this for my dogs all the time. It's not pink. It's it's it says Voyager on the front, and so the little Voyagers. <laughs> and so we put that on them. There we took them on a walk the other day. They they fucking love it. And you take my dogs on a one mile walk, and by the end of it, they're like. What is wrong with you? You know how big we are. What? What's the stop it? Why did you bring us on this? I'm world? not as strong as you, Taylor. I'm not as strong as you. See that that picture you just posted? That's how that's that how Teddy. Amazing. That's how Teddy looked when he was a little smaller. Very adorable hmm. little puppy. I I love my dogs. I love all dogs. I love, yeah, I love your dogs too. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, they're adorable. They love, love you. Maybe, except the the bad thing is that I bought them like right before quarantine began. And so their entire like formative months, mm -hmm. you know, because it's accelerated because they're dogs, they weren't around people. And so that's like really spooked them and made them less affable towards people is because now if someone comes over, they're like, well, huh, we, we got to bark. We got to bark really loud. What the fuck? Someone's coming to our door. Nobody comes to our door. And so that, you know, I hope they're probably going to be ruined forever because of this development. And I am almost positive that both of them were abused before we got them just because like, I'll come into like, I've had Teddy for a year and a half almost. And I'll like come in to pet him on top of his head. And he's terrified. Like the way a dog behaves, if they were smacked or, or like hit or something from the yeah. top. And so it's like, you come up from the top and he's so, so frightened of it. And I had a like, girlfriend like that. Yeah, well, well, she learned when she was at the the puppy farm to every time I go to pet her on the head, he's <laughs> <laughs> just, just bringing down bringing down the law on her. Yeah, but yeah. Well, you guys want to want to call it a show? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Harley, where can we find you? Uh, YouTube.com slash Epic Meal Time. We upload episodes now again. Did I say that last time? Yes. Yeah. Well, they're back. The shows the shows back now. Check yeah, out. we even got most of those glasses on there. You guys should go check it out. What? Yeah. What? The the yep. same muscles yeah. glasses? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> PKA 537. Time for me to shut up.